Hello and welcome back to a terrifying geek show. We're back in the Weird Geeks. I am here for our special New Year's episode. This is the first of two parts. We're talking about movies. We're talking about games. Ali has set the clock. That's when we're going to be ordering food. <laughs> if you hear Very an alarm. important. Uh, if you're new to us, hello, welcome. Please head on over to weirdgeeks.com where you can patch out all the social medias. You can also listen to our previous shows. All of our horror shows, of which we're on how many seasons now? 12? 11. What are we doing right now? What are we covering? Wreck. Wreck. We're doing the Wreck series right now. Very exciting times. Woo! Oh, thumbs up from Taylor. Found footage. What's happening? Yeah, you can also then email us directly for weirdgeeks.com or by sending an email, mail at weirdgeeks or fuck you at weirdgeeks.com because we appreciate your hate right more on that stuff later but right now i have a really quiet room which is pretty amazing because <laughs> there's a shitload of people in here so we're going to go through the rules of what we're doing but first of all let me introduce our panel <laughs> fuck this is going to take half the episode we've got alexander chad hello <laughs> we've got allison hi i've forgotten your name again buddy <laughs> Whatever you want me to be. <laughs> John. We've got John and Jess. And Jessica, yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. We've got Taylor. No. We've got Laura. Hi. We've got Shannon. Hey. <laughs> no, not you. We've got Eric. Hello. We've got Adrian. Hello. We've got Chara. Woohoo! We've got Katie. Hello. And I'm your host, Al White. So, how many hey. of us are there? There's way too many. It's a good portion of us. So some Good people, will, just to be clear, we've got six mics, some people are sharing, some people in the background, people will swap around, it's going to be a hot mess, be prepared. Alright, so we're doing a version of what we did last year. Now last year we just voted for our top 15 games and our top 15 movies. <laughs> and friendships were broken. This year we've got some categories, so we're going to do things a little bit differently. You can all see the categories in the middle of the table. Let me read them out now. Best horror film, best animation, best comic book film, best score, best male actor, best female actor, most underappreciated film, most bewilderingly well-received film, and maybe best poster, but we'll see how that goes. I'm going to go through the entire year's worth of major releases. Now, before people shout at us and get upset, we're going with US releases because it keeps things simple. Taylor... I remember some contention from you last mm. year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Are we going to behave? <laughs> so this is, yeah, this is just US releases. And I'm afraid there aren't that many foreign language films in here, which breaks my heart a little bit, to be honest. But that's how it is. So what are you going to do? Everybody in front of them has a number of signature selects and veto cards. Now we have mainstay people who have seen a good amount of films this year, which include four or five of us. We have three signature selects and, and vetoes everyone else has either two or one depending on your relevance to what we're talking about <laughs> wow that's fair so just explain how that works a veto means no do <laughs> i need to say more um, no means no shannon not in my book let's pretend shannon you're saying let's um let's put in old aqua boy and i say no i don't want to then i use one of my veto cards it's gone forever it's burnt instead what yeah. But Bye he was so Momoa. great in that movie. He was so good. I mean, Did you, you, might, see his you chest? might be right, but this is the beauty of this. <laughs> this is the beauty of this. That was all I saw was system. his chest. You have the right then to use a signature select if you want to. That's going to secure it into the nominations pile. You have to say, I'm nominating this for best horror, best animation, whatever, or best film. If you're nominating for best film, we will have top 10. Okay. So, you know, a number of films will get in. If you go for best horror, only one's going to win. So you're just nominating it to be nominated. So. If you veto Jason Momoa in Aquaman, and no, he's I fantastic. Say, Just the film. <laughs> and I say no. I want to make him my signature. What is happens? that possible? You can. I'm okay, glad you great. brought it up. Perfect. Then it goes to our panel of cohesive judges, <laughs> and we'll have a vote, and the winner wins. But we both would lose our signature and veto cards, respectively. Gotcha. 
Okay. Yeah, just, everyone's clear? I'm just thinking strategically about when I want to use my Honestly, you do need to. Alex held on to his very long yeah. last year. Do you remember what I let it uh, release it for? Yeah, you released one on fucking Wonder Woman just to spite me. <laughs> um, rest in I peace, Nate you, Hurts. <laughs> yeah, he's now dead. So, uh, didn't, who's right now? Um, <laughs> do these apply for the categories as well as the top 10? Yes, thank you. Thank you, Taylor. Excellent questions. Yes, they do. And I advise people use them because here's the math that fucks this entire system. If everybody uses a signature selects just for stuff they want in those top 10 films, we're fucked because there's too many signature selects. So it's not going to work out. So I advise and implore you to use them also for categories and not just the top 10 films. As I'm not really contributing to this podcast, can I use my signature select card for a category that I haven't thought of yet that I will create (laughs) just for my card? I'll, seems- I'll allow it. Thank you. Can That's I then veto enjoy. his category with my cards? <laughs> I will not allow it. <laughs> uh, Alex is OG crew, so he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. And other than me, he's the only person around. In this room is OG crew. Nate is not dead. He's just ignoring us. All right. Should we get into it? Are we ready? Yes. Woo. I'm just excited to go for the year. Honestly, I just like looking back and reflecting with different opinions. And it doesn't matter who's right or wrong. It does. It does. It does. does. Definitely does. Yeah. January came, and in that month we had Insidious, The Last Key. So I'm just going to rattle through, and if people want to talk about a film, you stop me. All right. The Commuter. Was that Liam Neeson? Oh, yeah. Sounds like a Liam Neeson film. Yeah. Yeah. Is he just going to work in that film? Taken, but different. Uh, Mary and the Witch's Flower, which is an anime film from the uh, Ghibli store who did Arietti and what was that, Marnie? This is good, actually. I like this film. It was a beautiful film. It was not quite up to the same type of whimsy like uh, Miyazaki's films were, because I think it, it, they didn't quite get it there yet. I think probably of the films they've made so far from the studio Lompoc, is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's probably the best so far. And it was very beautiful to, to watch. What were the other ones that they've done so far? I don't know. There's there Eddie and there was, there was one other, but I can't remember what it was. We have to bring you on the mic more so you got a good thing. No, no, no. You're saying stuff like that. No, so I'm interested. Yeah, okay. Well, but none of us feel we want to put it in. I would nominate it for best animation of the year, but it's not my nomination. You know, like it's one I feel should be considered. So where's my list? Uh, We had 12 strong. That was that army thing, wasn't it? Was that Michael Bay produced or something? Okay. Wasn't oh, that the file one? Yeah. That was last year. That was the brave, was that, only the brave. Or about them killing Bin Laden? Was that that? Yeah, one? I think it might be. So. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what that one yeah. was. Yeah, a little yeah. victory lap. And <laughs> we got Maze Runner: The Death Cure. Brilliant. You using your signature select for that? Definitely not. I'll be honest. I enjoy Maze Runner one and two, but I haven't seen this one yet. But I actually think they're good movies. I haven't seen any of them. No, this one's not good. Charles like is not. I didn't actually watch them. Charles but- <laughs> 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 said, "Give this one a miss, but you didn't even watch the first no, two. No, but according to Jabby Coe, who was not here, the first two were great. This third oh. one was third bad. one was not good. Yeah, okay. So the first two were bad. I, I enjoyed them. Let me see. Uh, for that kind of thing, like that's more my February, we had Winchester, which is that Helen Mirren one about ghosts of the guns. Garbage. Garbage? Terrible. Garbage. It was, it was really garbage. garbage. Yeah. Oh, it was boy. pure garbage. Whew. All right. I mean, that's fire. What the queen is dead. They messed up the entire story of Winchester. It was awful. Uh, we had a fantastic woman. I did see this. This was very good. Very good? Yeah. Do you want to nominate it? Should it be in something? 
um, mm. our best films. Oh, I didn't even write that on my list. Too late, Ali. Move on. <laughs> like, yeah, we could put as many as we want in that list, and then at the end we have to argue it out no, for the I top wrote, ten. I, it's, Would you? Is it? Is it a nomination? <laughs> it's just my organization. I'm upset with myself. I agree. <laughs> Can it technically be the best female lead? I mean, you can nominate it for yeah. whatever you want. Again, so. think of the. It might be a film you hate, but you're like the actor was fantastic. Oh, I saw stuff. this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it would take longer Welcome to become a hot mess when we were writing for the top. It was, it was okay. It was um, I don't actually know, but the director language. just, yeah. That's almost a foreign language film, Al. It is. It almost, almost a foreign language film. Do we want to, is, it be, is it nominated for any of these categories? Again, no. You don't have to use a card no. to nominate something. It's good, but no. Okay, fine. Um, Ali, do you agree? Yes, if Sean were here, he would say otherwise, though. I think. Well, he's not here. Yeah. We have People enough, that aren't here have enough no opinions, opinions are in the room. <laughs> the Cloverfield Paradox came out on the Netflix. Shite. Uh, <laughs> everyone's angry about Destroyed Cloverfield. Destroyed franchise. What if it was just called it was very The Paradox? <laughs> then it's still a shitty movie. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> it's just not a Cloverfield not, shitty movie. The thing is, it's not. I think people were a little bit over. I feel like it's not terrible. It's just not. It's just boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it, like it's it made is there plot holes in it too. There like, are so many plot holes. But there are way worse films this year than the Clover. But I feel that was one that got a lot of vitriol, just because of the Cloverfield and the obnoxious yeah. way that they're doing all this stuff. Yeah, that's fair. No, well, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. You want me to bring back Dunkirk from last year? <laughs> we're not going to talk about it. That was a great made a film. choice. I think it was our tied lead for the year. Yeah. Uh, 1517 to Paris. This was that fucking Clint Eastwood film where he used the real people who were in the incident on the train. Terrible. Miss <laughs> that one. Shannon's upset. I'm, I am upset. I am so up. My family loves this film. Do they really? <laughs> yes. Why? Because they love it because of the gimmick of him using the real people that were in the actual incident that stopped the terrorist attack and... You know, listen, make America great again all over that film. (laughs) (laughs) This is my problem with like, honestly, I think Clint Eastwood just makes terrible propaganda films, but that's a whole different podcast where I think he's a dangerous, dangerous man and someone should put him away. I didn't say down. I said just away. Just just in a cupboard somewhere. Just to be clear. Yeah. Fifty Shades Freed. Amazing. It's the film of our generation, really. <laughs> I've watched it five times. <laughs> it was very bad, but I liked it for some reason. <laughs> Did you watch it? No. Oh. That's, that's the BDSM. That's yeah, how it gets you. I already love you, I was about to love you so much. More. It hurts so good. It hurts so good. <laughs> like a movie. <laughs> we have Peter Rabbit, um, which I think sort of just like everyone was so. It was I okay. They were watching it. it. Yeah, people liked it. It was okay. funny. Because everyone this year has just been masturbating all over fucking Paddington too. Like that's everyone's just gone crazy. <laughs> no, they, oh, oh my the audience, I saw it. You might have gone to a midnight screen. I don't know. <laughs> People were really Poor into Paddington. Um, <laughs> that's not my life. <laughs> that's a bother. <laughs> People fucking love this movie. I like called out yesterday on Twitter. I was like, can people stop? With I mean, it was a, did anyone who saw Paddington 2? It's hot. It's a lovely little yeah, movie. It's a lovely little film. There's, there's there's it's not top it's five bear, films of the year great. like everyone's fucking putting in. It was in number it. one on the list I was looking at today. It's insane. For real? It's insane. Yeah. And I have and I put out a thing on Twitter yesterday just saying, can people just calm down with the Paddington 2 <laughs> stuff? <laughs> right. I had like Fuck three you. people like, message me separately, one on Twitter and two personally. I love this movie. I'm like, oh, all right. Fine. 
That what was about I'm... Peter Rabbit, by the way. Yeah, Peter Rabbit. <laughs> Peter Rabbit's really killing it with that "Don't Throw Food Away" campaign, though. So you, yeah. you see them everywhere. That's, really? that's about all I remember about that movie, though. Is that poster? I don't see. Let's see. Uh, the Ritual went straight to Netflix. This was out in the UK last year, but it came to US this year. Spookies. British boys. The Woods. Ritual? Oh. Oh, yeah. Really oh, that's yeah. actually pretty good. Oh, it was, it was good. It's a solid movie. Yeah. Is it a nomination for Best Horror Film for the Year or not? No. No. Not even in the top five horror movies of the year. Okay. okay. Well, I, guess, I guess I won't then. Yeah, I didn't talk about that. <laughs> it was a cute bromance horror movie. Here's one where we can see if we have an argument straight off the bat. Black Panther came out this year, which is hard to believe. Because there were, what, five, I think, Marvel movies or something, and one DC movie, unless you're including Teen Titans, let's go, and I'm not. Let's not. Um, no, Teen Titans was fine. Black Panther. Great movie. Love it. And, Love it. Uh, yep. Well needed. I don't know. It was like, there's on many fronts, great movie. Is it like top five best picture? Definitely not. But you, you want But is it a, like a worthwhile film that we have definitely a category here called was best great comic that it was movie. made and, and good? Uh, it could be up there for top best comic book. It's not my pick for it, though. I, I think it should be nominated. I think it should be considered, for sure. Yeah. It should definitely be in the running for best comic book film. Okay. For this, year, right? for, yes, this year. for this year. Yes, for this year. No, no, no. All time. Yeah. Ever. No, all time. All time. Well, no. Jess, you were talking about how you didn't really get comic books. Yeah, like I didn't get any comic books references at all. I didn't like feel like I was um, part of anything until Black Panther happened. I'm like, oh, now I get it. Okay. Like, and it's probably because I'm black. So. What? It kind of had something to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I understood it. I know it. this is a shock I for the like, audience oh, listening in. Yeah. <laughs> now I get it. So I loved it. I enjoyed it. But there is something to that. Like, not to bring up a sore subject, but last year watching Wonder Woman, I was like, oh, wait, I connect to this in a way that I have to the same way. I'm from Zeus's clay. I am an Amazonian woman. I can totally identify with someone that literally telling me is a god. (laughs) (laughs) I have yet to see what the problem is here. Are, no, but yeah, uh, but yeah. most comic book books movies have been like all white male leads, so I haven't really like identified at all. And then this one came along, I'm like, oh, now I see why people like these movies. So yeah, same thing with Wonder Woman. Yeah. I'm gonna be, I have to be the one voice just because like if people aren't, I really, it wasn't I didn't like Black Panther. I like Black Panther more than I like Wonder Woman, but it had a lot of the same problems for me as Wonder Woman did. I thought it was a perfectly serviceable movie that people went crazy over because yes, we need more things like that. And if I was a kid growing up, I would think Black Panther is really fucking cool, like regardless of what race I am. But if for whatever reason, if other things haven't been reflecting that, I don't get to speak about it because I'm a white middle-aged male. So. I, I, I agree with you. And on, that, on top of that, I didn't really like Michael B. Jordan as the villain. I no. thought he was kind yeah. of... No, I didn't. Oh, I agree. You know, no, I agree. You know, she's my shield, so we're going to go with it. <laughs> other than these beautiful pecs. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't great. Well, I'm not disagreeing about that. And the ending, I mean, we're going to try not to do too many spoilers in this for people listening, but I mean, everyone's seen Black Panther yeah. by now. Uh, the ending was just like, again, it's just two CGI people who look very similar, which is something Marvel do all the time, fighting. And I was yeah, like, it was <sighs> a very disappointing end to what up to that point was a pretty decent film. Yeah. Because it was like, literally, I hate it when it's like, this, they have the same powers, essentially. They're the same person, essentially. But and hey, they're they were like different just colors. banging into each other for like 15 minutes. Marvel, Marvel did oh, that so that's kind of what it looked like. If anyone actually. didn't see the edited scene from Paddington Two, that's that's yeah. the one they did. Post post credits. But isn't that just a Marvel problem, though? Isn't that it like is. it's not yeah. a Black Panther problem? Like the film suffered no. from all of like the Marvel problems. Like, I agree. Here we go. But they probably the, they can't close the film. Like the third act is what it is. No, I agree. But I don't think we should give something a free pass just because they do it all the fucking time. That's like fair. I love the MCU, but they never, well, very rarely know how to close a film. I think we're going to get to one in this list that they hundred percent knew how to close. It was so good, but. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm happy to put it on the nominations because I appreciate it's just it just didn't do it for me. You know, it it's not, I'm not film, angry about film. it like I was Wonder Woman. Yeah, but it if, it, if, it, if people are voting for it to win Best Comic Book Movie of the Year, then I might get it. I might use some cuts. Put it down on the list. Yeah. Do we have um, a Best like Cinematography category no, or something? Because I that, go. I could see Black Panther. For Black Panther. Just I think the Best like, Costume the Design and stuff was yeah, cool. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, I like that stuff. But I mean, there's just too many weeds. Yeah. And I haven't done like Best Director because for me, like director is reflected a lot in Best Film, whereas actors aren't necessarily, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean. You know. We can always see how much time we have. At you the can end. have a terrible film with some great actors in it, and you can like the director doesn't deserve anything. Nobody actors do. It's like a separate. It's, they're a little more separate. Yeah. Early Man. That was the Ardman film of the year. Stop motion animation. I'd see that. I like, would see that. <laughs> <laughs> Going on a nomination. <laughs> we had Game, Game Night. Yeah. yeah. It was okay. I like Game oh. Night. That was fun. It's fun for what it is. Yeah. Like, I it's not meant to a, be anything other than a fun movie. Theater, which was a lot of fun. It's on a plane. Yeah. It's a good plane movie. Yeah, that is. Like, I'm trapped in this steel tube for Pretty three much. hours. Let's, let's watch Jason Bateman. It has a lot of twists and turns. I usually don't watch those type of movies, and that one actually made me go, oh, these are cool. that's kind of fun. Me, me and Katie watched that in San Francisco in a cinema downtown which uh, has a lot, as we went in there, we realized there's a lot of homeless people, like three homeless people in there just who live in the cinema. And I don't know how they work it out, but they just get to live in the theater, not even in just like down the hallways, in the theater itself. And they had their suitcases and stuff right right next to us in the aisle. And there's nothing that makes you feel worse about watching a middle-class comedy than sitting next to homeless people on the same aisle. Maybe they had movie pass during that golden age. Just to say, people can be more uh, liberal. We have very few nominations so far. People can be as liberal as they want. It's only January. Yeah, we're in February. We're in February. Um, Annihilation came straight to Netflix, pretty much. I loved Annihilation. I didn't love it first time through, though. I think like it, it, it sort of just kind of like passed over me and I wasn't sure what to expect but then going through it a second time really it, it's one of those movies that's my favorite kind of movie where it gets better each time you see it and I've seen it like four times now and each time I, I notice different layers and different complexities to it that wasn't there the first time which is which is great because I didn't I wasn't hugely into Ex Machina when I first saw it either oh really yeah so I love Ex Machina so Annihilation's great love it Plus that I think it's beautiful beautifully shot yeah, beautiful. there's lots of things I like about this film I think it's like it's on my list for one of the more underappreciated films of the year. I think it kind of went by and a lot of people sort of missed it maybe because there wasn't as much talk about it as I thought there should have been. I think it still felt like a, a director like flexing their movie making chops. Do you know what I mean? I, I felt there were some cliched shots and, and a few things where I was like, ah, oh, you didn't have to do that, you know. But as a whole, I thought it was a really interesting, cool little sci-fi yeah, I nominated well, for best horror film, actually. For best horror film? Yeah. Well, let's clarify. I mean, I'll put it down because, again, unless anybody's really strongly against it and wants to use a card. I just want to say, yeah, let's clarify very quickly underappreciated because it is something that I think is difficult to define because I think there's three echelons to it. One is like the critics didn't appreciate it. One is the public didn't. And I think a really unappreciated is nobody appreciated that movie. Like it just didn't perform well and it didn't get critical. well because Annihilation did well with the critics and in the genre fan base for sure. Like every festival I went to, everyone was talking about it, and Obama just put it on his top films of the year list. So, like, yeah. 
It just um, had a weird release. They only released it theatrically in the U.S. and then everywhere else they released it on Netflix and yeah. other countries uh, and streaming. And even here it was for a yeah, very even short time. Very yeah, it was almost day and date. So and it's historically, like, movies that get released January, February, March are movies a studio wants to bury, right? Because yeah. it's all coming out Oscar time. So it was, it was given a terrible time to be released. February. <laughs> What's interesting is in all these talks about like female-led movies and vehicles and things like that, this was an almost entirely female cast movie with a very strong female presence that almost nobody gave any credit to and it, it didn't want to be that movie either which I also give it credit for it was just this is the this is the story we wanted to tell and that yeah. was important from a marketing perspective it just didn't play any of the cards it had I yeah. thought so it, it just wasn't getting people into theaters or excited to see it yeah it was um shot at Pinewood Studios and Oscar Isaacs was shooting The Last Jedi at the same time oh really I was like running back and forth Literally, like he came up with an agreement with Disney that he could shoot it at the same time. So he'd like jump between sets. Wow. Star Wars, I got it in there. Yes. You <laughs> <laughs> wait for like 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't. I mean, I, I liked Annihilate. I really love Ex Machina, other than the ending isn't my favorite. I was hoping it's going to do something different, but I really love that movie. Annihilation, I hated the last scene. Like, I, I vehemently hate the last scene. Like, the last moment, again, I don't want to spoil right. things because, yeah, not that, not enough people have seen it, maybe. But I really hate the last moment, and that kind of puts a bad taste in my mouth on the way out. But I liked, like, I respect, as long as films, like, I respect what you're trying to do. I love some of this. I don't love all of it, but, you know. You got something you want to say? No. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be that person and say I didn't like it as much as I liked the book it's based on, but it is also really different from the book and does a lot of really interesting things to adapt. Like, it just wouldn't work if you tried a straight adaptation. The book is just too goddamn weird. Well, you know weird. he made it, right? Like, he read the book once years and years ago, oh. and then he fought to, he wanted to, like, I think someone had the rights or something and came to him with it, and he was like, oh, yeah, I read that years ago and loved it, and he decided he wouldn't go back to the book. Very because smart. the book was so dreamlike, he was like, I'll just do my memories of what I think that book felt like, yeah. rather than anything literal. Yeah, that that is, like, perfect for this work, because it, it's very much that and it's very subdued and dreamlike and things collapsing on themselves so i really liked it this is one of those films where i watched it and then went to barnes and noble and bought the book because i was like this film is really interesting i don't think they quite knocked it out of the park and i bet the book's really awesome so i bought the book and it was really good cool that's a good one sentence review of the book really good <laughs> uh, we had double lover which was a french film from what's the name person who did swimming pool uh that was good uh, and then the cured which was a horror film sort of a weird zombie horror film it was all right nobody we're into march with red sparrow this was the agent the the, the, one. One. the yeah. Yeah. bewilderingly like the trailers for this were bewildering to me because it just looked like this is the wrong time for this movie because they really kind of sold it on how sexy she is as a secret agent and the only clips they released was that one where she's like spreading her legs in front of someone and trying to get them to have sex with her in class. I'm like, oh, that's a weird film to do right now. But apparently <laughs> people who watched it quite liked it, but I didn't see it. I wasn't crazy about it. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't great. But I'm also, I had the same problem with Mission Impossible and any action heist type of movie where it just, I'm not a fan of the, this person's guilty. No, now this person's the bad one. No, now we're suspecting this guy. And it Paranoid just twists. goes on and on and on and I'm not into it. But it was entertaining. What do you have to say, Ashara? Ashara, no, no. quiet. It's, it's not about Mission Impossible Fallout right now. We're, we're getting there. We're getting there. Y'all remember Salt? Um, oh, yeah. 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 Is this the salt of this year? All right, so no one but no one wants that nominated for anything. No. No. Yeah, pass. 
really bad year so far. Nominations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is there a During this time period, wasn't all the Weinstein stuff going on yeah. too? Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I remember that. It was like a hard time for me to watch movies. I was like, oh. Yeah, especially female-driven movies. I was like, whoa, this is hard. Yeah. Death Wish, the remake that got postponed since last year uh, with Bruce Willis. No. A Wrinkle in Time. I heard it was good, but... I- you heard it was what good? It was offline to be good. I thought it was like the worst film of the year. I wanted it to be good. I wanted it to be like this Everybody magical... Everybody wants everything to be good, Philly. Well, but like, I, I really... I loved that book growing up. I appreciate Ava DuVernay. Like, I just... I wanted it to be... And I... Fucking love Oprah. (laughs) (laughs) And I was disappointed. I think think it was a good movie for children. But I'm I'm not a kid. Well, that's what it's made for, you guys. Like, for real. Like, if I was, was, you know, 10, I would freaking love that movie. But I'm not 10 anymore. Achara is not 10. That's what we found out. I mean, I liked what they were trying to do. We got, I mean, we're going to get to a film later that I feel the same way about, which I kind of have been reminded of, oh, because we were just doing, oh, spoilers, we were just in a Bumblebee and Aquaman podcast, and I was talking about one of those two, and I was saying how I feel like children's films should be up to a certain age of like maybe six, where you need just films made just for you, but after that, you can have family films, you know, which like the best of Pixar or even 80s movies that like embrace those things, where like anyone can watch it and get something out of it, and then there are these movies, I haven't seen a wrinkle on time, but one of those other two for me where it's like oh this is just definitely for a very young demographic and that seems a weird pitch because you could totally make a family film out of this that appeals to a larger demographic but thoroughbreds this is on a table somewhere thoroughbreds such potential but it didn't quite come together yeah i agree it had all like the signs and things that i look for in a cool film like you know shot nice that didn't have like super duper star actors it was like an interesting like story like but it just didn't didn't do it it didn't coalesce together this was right. anton yelchin's last film right yeah I he did a so. great job and i think his was one of the more interesting characters but the, the two leads were great together they had great chemistry everything every all everything the elements was seemed there. like it should have worked but it doesn't quite come together yeah yep no i agree exactly with, with both of you this is a really you agree yeah Okay. I, do. Oh, okay. I love the two girls that were in it. Yeah, yeah. they were great. Very good, and their chemistry and everything mm-hmm. was great. But then something about the plot and the I just right, got kind like, of bored. The, I got yeah. At first, yeah. I was like super into it, and then I was like done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I thought I remember watching it, thinking maybe it was a director problem, mm-hmm. like where the director didn't quite get get it together in terms of the way it needed to. It was director and story. I feel like yeah, it's got a good opening, and then it just doesn't know how to close. Because every everybody seemed to be doing the right thing. Yeah. Which again, it's why actors and directors separate awards. The Death of Stalin was a movie that Shannon, I loved it. <laughs> this is also on Obama's list, I think. Was it? Yeah. I'm dying to see it. it it's so good. I Don't love die, Taylor. Armando Iannucci. Is that his name? Yep. Armando Iannucci, yeah. Yeah. He, I'm a huge fan of Veep. I thought it was so funny. And a film that we'll get to later, I thought it was a better version of like how to do a funny power struggle than like what Vice was. Huh. Spoilers. Shannon, you are, you are making me add it to my need to see list. It's, so thank you for the review. It's like, I laughed. It's so serious in moments and it's dealing with like 
crazy stuff that's going on, but it made me laugh out loud in the same way that Veep does. Like, ugh, I loved it. So you won that nominated for best film? I would put it in the best film category. We're I would talking also, about the top 10, obviously. Well, I also think comedy? it is the most underappreciated film. Okay. Because I don't know, I know very few people yeah. that saw it. How many people around this table have seen it? I'm a huge Armando Iannucci fan. I've seen everything he's ever done, and I haven't seen it. So, did you, did you like it? I, I I didn't like it to the degree that she liked it. I liked it. It's not something I feel like I need to return to. I didn't think it was quite as laugh out loud funny as some of his other stuff, and I I, I think it I think it's worth a watch. That's how how far I'll go with it. I, I think it's well acted. I, I like the writing. It's funny. Well, I've added it to the most underappreciated film. So first, and it's our first nomination for in the top ten best films of the year. So. Yeah, <laughs> not I don't a great think year so it's far. not my best. It's not my best okay. film of the year, but I definitely think it should be in the most underappreciated. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to put it in there because it's lonely right now. That list. Okay. And that great. list is going to need ten films by the end of this, so we can have fifty films. It's a rough Listen, year. Yeah. I. I had, a, gra- I had a great year for film, the year but we just haven't got bit. to them yet. Yeah, I had a great year. Let's get through the year. Like because that. you know what else came out? The Hurricane Heist. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> classic. If you like Fast and Furious and thought, you know what they're missing? Twister. <laughs> <laughs> Which, to be honest, like that sentence sells me on this film. Unfortunately, I also saw the trailers and. Uh, uh, the Strangers Pray at Night finally came out. The long gestated sequel. It's not great. It's fine. It actually took me like four watchings to get through it, but not because it was bad. It was very weird. I was like, this is fine. And then I go, uh, I'm going to do something else for a bit. <laughs> and then come back to it, which I don't think I've ever done before. Mediocre, though. Uh, Tomb Raider came out. Held to be the greatest video game movie of all time, like every video game movie is heralded to be. Oh my god, that'll never happen to myself. Look, it's still one of the best video game movies of all time. But that's not well, that's not a high thing. Like no, my favorite before that was like Mortal Kombat. So it's like not like a not <laughs> like a high it. thing. You know? yeah. And there's so many plots. Mine's that Mario Brothers movie from the '90s. <laughs> completely, <Yeah. laughs> dude, completely fractured, but yeah. great movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just insane. I mean, if you want the best action comi- oh, comedy, time traveling, dimension hopping film of the '90s, well, but that's not a real Super video Mario game. Yeah. Super <laughs> Mario Brothers. If you want to see adorable Yoshi turn into a terrifying Velociraptor, mm-hmm. there it is. <laughs> Um, all right, that's not game, buddy. We talked about that for like three years in this podcast. I mean, there were probably emotional tie-in games. fine. It was mostly me talking about it because it's raw or foul. I saw the trailer and I was like, that just looks... The, I was the really sequence excited. was exactly like the game, the reboot yeah. game. And I was like, I don't need to She looked, no, I played she looked that. too young. No, no. I didn't see the film, but in the trailers, I was like, isn't she a bit young? No, she's young? a little short, but she's not like too young. Because it is early. It's, yeah, it's, it's the origin of the first. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Croft begins. It's, it's, and it's like a beat for beat remake of the first, the first reboot, reboot game. video yeah, game, exactly. which is like, they also didn't have the stuff that was good about the story no. in that. Like, there's no Jonah. There's like, and it's just, uh, and such no, a waste of Walton Goggins. It's like, uh, why? Why waste her, Goggins? I think she's actually great in it. I'll be fine with yeah, her being yeah. Lara, but it's yeah, just yeah, the film's yeah. just like, mm-hmm. Because she's physically fantastic in that film. Mm-hmm. Like she just does so much physically in it. It was, it was better than the first Tomb Raider movie. I'll say that. Yeah. 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 Well, what about Cradle of Light? Is better than the second no. movie? No. <laughs> uh, not much is. Uh, Love, Simon came out. Yeah, I saw this. Very Did anybody sweet. else see it? I saw it. It was very sweet. It was very a little sweet. easy. A little bit simple in terms of like what I imagined the struggle of being or, or like growing up. Right. Gay it, would yeah, be. I was representing a kid who comes from a very 
liberal and welcoming family. Right. Very, which is nice to see. Which is great. And it's, I know a lot of families from Texas who went to see it with their parents, which I think is great. Right. So I'm happy it yeah. exists for that reason. But yeah, it's a little... It's, it's, it's just easy and as cheesy As far as movies go, it wasn't like challenging in, in, in ways if you're like liberally minded, I guess. Right. So I was like, yeah. Okay. It was sweet. And I thought, that, I mean, what I liked most about it is they the teenagers didn't annoy me. I feel yeah. like in <laughs> films, usually <laughs> when it's representing yeah. that group of people, they're usually super annoying. And I didn't find them overwhelming and at all. And they voice over a fitting. lot, right? I don't know. Do they think they had him like talking oh, yeah, yeah, in his yeah. head they, a lot? They had hit, which yeah, can yeah. be a really annoying. Right thing tool but i think it was quite fun it worked quite well yeah Yeah, it was a nice film can i interject for one second and just say taylor if the back of your head is going to catch fire we can turn the heater off oh no i'm I'm (laughs) 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 you looked a little woozy and i didn't know if it was from just life or the heat curious like what that would look like so keep going keep going man lean back lean lean into it next up we have pacific rim colon uprising finally yeah (laughs) yeah Definitely I saw this one. one. Oh, Charlotte, you liked it better than the first one? Okay. Well, I didn't like it better than the first one. I did see it. It's, it's, not, it's obviously not as good as the second one, but I don't regret seeing That's it. That's the first one. Or, yeah, yeah, this is the first one. Charles disagreeing. No, the, Charles, the first one is mic? legitimately like amazing film. I think it's really special. I hate the first one oh, so much. I think much. it's really special. Funny, I'm with you. I watched, They're robots. I, I saw the billboard and was like, I'm going to go see that and really enjoy how stupid it is. Did and you? I did <laughs> you're not asking for much yeah but the robots it's I the love robots the idea punching each other in front of green screens like doing yeah. weird synchronized skating together <laughs> you know? like, I'm literally watching it thinking about what the actors have to do robots it's really nice. enjoyable like that yeah I, I had a weird moment where I was so like Oh, I was excited to see the trailer because I thought maybe this time they're going to get it how I would want it. And I hated it so much, the trailer. So this looks like fucking terrible. And then I was in a bar somewhere and a trailer came on TV and I just looked up and saw Kaiju fighting. I was like, what is this amazing film? And I realized, oh shit, it's Pacific Rim. <laughs> it's the sequel it was that definitely, like. definitely made for the Chinese market for sure. Like all... Yeah, a lot, it had all the signposts Toys or something fighting. made for another audience. Yeah, and, more, and if I'm, it was in the 90s, it would have been a children's TV show. Right. Like, instead of a sequel. Uh, Isle of Dogs came out. Wes Anderson's new stop-motion animated movie in the same tradition of Fantastic Mr. Fox. I really like this movie. We saw this in the UK, didn't we? I just, my problem, I love everything Wes Anderson does. And I mean that legitimately. My only problem is he just, he only makes the same movie again and again and again. So depending when you jump in on him, I find depends on like what's your favorite ones of his films. Because it tends to be in those first two you see where it's magical and new. And by the time you watch 10 of them, it's like, well, it's still, it's great but I'm not moved in the same way. And that's how I felt with Isle of Dogs. It's like, if this was my first Wes Anderson film, it would probably blow me away. But it's not. So I'm kind of like, yeah, it was great. It's because you're a cat person. Sure. I also like cats. <laughs> I would agree. Oh, we should do a Wes Anderson. Yeah. Look, if you're listening to this podcast, you fucking stop stirring shit up. If you're listening to this podcast at home, I desperately, all I want to do is director retrospectives because it interests me. You get a vibrant, different array of movies. We did Danny Boyle. None of you fuckers listened to it. Not you around the table, but probably also <laughs> you around also the table. You guys. <laughs> nobody listened to it. Everyone wants to listen to horror shows. Luckily, I love horror films. It's fine. We're running out of horror films. We're getting into the shit. So- <laughs> hey, Rick is fun. Rick no, is Rick is good. great. Rick's great. Go listen to our Rick show. It's fantastic. Um, I would love to, to alternate it with director retrospectives, but not enough people listen. So if you would listen to it, then do tweet at us, do email us, mail at weirdgeeks.com. 
What's happening? I would just say I loved Isle of Dogs. And I think it should be in the best film category. <laughs> and best animation, I'm presuming. And animation. It should, it should be in best animation. animation. Best animation. Best animation. Best animation. I agree with that. Let's, let's just add things to the list. Thank you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fine. Same. Yeah. Yeah. No one here was offended with it because I know some people found it like racist and were upset with the Japanese. I mean, sure, but that's what's interesting. <laughs> but that's your personal taste. Yeah. So. <laughs> what racist? <laughs> Taylor only likes racist. Just films. add a little spice of racism in your yeah. films, you know? I'm not sure if you understand <laughs> racism. It's like, it's like paprika, you know? That's why you didn't like Dunkirk. <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> Sherlock Gnomes. Which started a great group. <laughs> started what? a great group chat. Vita Hoka, that's the name. That was a select. No, that was a I forgot this existed, but I, I just best, love the name. The best thing Sherlock Gnomes did was it started in one of our group chats, us uh, like coming up with different film titles. You could replace with gnome. <laughs> it's oh yeah. There's I so many good ones. That. That was- right, because this is a sequel, right? Well, no, they do a series that they did Rome, Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, okay. Charlotte Gnomes. Um, and then there's something else. There's another one. I forgot. No, we could probably figure it out. Just <laughs> like- <laughs> we got a great list of these. Gnome Country for Old Men. Yeah, if you. <laughs> Same studio. <laughs> <laughs> Paramount. Is it really? Are you. Uh, I'm going to do the job. <laughs> Unsane came out. If I had a category for worst title of the year. This would be my nomination. <laughs> yeah. This was the film Steven Soderbergh did just on uh, iPhones, albeit with a proper crew and proper like blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he did it like on a film. I, I didn't mind this film. I was off it for a long time and I watched it. I was like, it obviously looks bad because it's on an iPhone. And my problem is he doesn't use the iPhone enough to the advantages you can use an iPhone for in terms of weird places to put the camera to really make it worthwhile. So it's kind of like, well, the movie's fine, but I wish you'd shot it properly. <laughs> Basically, or use the iPhone to have more fun, you know? That makes me feel better about not seeing it. Because I was like, oh, damn, should have saw that. But maybe I mean, not. Some people love it. Okay. I have sometimes contrary opinions. Did anybody else see it? No. Uh, no one saw on Sane? No. Resounding room. That's amazing. Wasn't he um, going to retire? He was, and then it came back. Yeah. yeah. He did that TV show, and then came back. Yeah, that was, that was good. I saw the first season. He just, he's just a very cold director. Like, I, yeah, I don't know how yeah. he made Ocean's Eleven, because that's got so much vibrancy and character to it and charm, and everything else he does is just, like, closed doors. Haywire's great. Ready Player One came out, a big old movie based on a big old book. I loved directed the by a big book. old man. Made by the a 70-year-old so man. It was so disappointing. <laughs> it just can't have been a good movie, because, yeah. like... He's interpreting himself as a director and as like a cultural zeitgeist. I just don't see how it could. It's a like, baby boomer. Itself. Yeah, it's a baby boomer making a video game movie. It's like it's, it's so still, it doesn't have any sort of the emotional attachment to what you like liked when you were nostalgic. You know about so all that stuff. Like out it's, of touch. It's terrible. It's I terrible. just was like, you you watched this from the outside. <laughs> yeah. Shara, come on. Shara needs a mic. Shara, come on. <laughs> no, I'm just shout from here. No, 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 no. Can we no, a little closer? I, I just watching it I've only watched it once but I do remember watching it the first time and I was I had a fantastic time I had a great experience in the movies and I don't know where all this hate is coming from <laughs> I'm Laura also seems excited like, <laughs> it was just an enjoyable fun movie and I went and I like felt great I think uh, most of- <laughs> 
Yeah, it was fun, yeah. and you felt part of the experience. Yeah. And it was really fun. hardcore That's gamers. Well, it was cringy. It was just yeah. like, oh. I think it's, it's not that it's not a fun movie. It's Spielberg. Like it's gonna be a fun movie. He's got money. There's references. There's all the things there. But in terms of the movie, it could have been, and the story that it's based off of, like that's what I found the most disappointing because like the book gives you so much more character and like fun nuance to like there's so much there to play with that they had the money and the ability to play with and they just didn't do it it also felt kind of masturbatory on top of everything else like he could have he could have actually used it as a We're film talking to about talk. Paddington too right now? <laughs> That's the only film I masturbated to this year. So it's it's like the, he could have used it as a as like a, a soul searching piece about where he is. He's getting older now, you know. He could have used it as a way to reflect on his career. Instead, he just used it to jerk himself off, and it was not very. It was fun, but it was like all masturbation. It was very like tedious I mean, and sad at the end of it. To be, to be fair to Spielberg, he really like he really um. He instructed every single person on the team to not put in a single nod to anything he had ever made before. Like that was an instruction to everyone on effects and they snuck in a couple of things behind his back because they felt, no, he deserves a nod. He was like, you're not allowed to mention anything I've ever done in my entire career. That was like something that was very important to him. Uh, but I hear what you're all saying. I went in kind of angry to it. I was like, I'm not going to like this. And I tried to go in with open arms and I actually enjoyed it. Like I felt the same way as you guys. Like this sort of, I felt about it how I did with Avatar of like, this is not for me. It's perfectly fine. I had, with Avatar, I enjoyed the animated bits and hated all the live action bits. And I thought the film's like not great, but it's fine. And it's a spectacle thing. And I felt the same way with this. It's like, I had great fun. Like, Fucking Jason Voorhees is in it in the first five minutes. Yeah. Any film gets a recommend for me if Jason Voorhees is in it in the first five minutes. And they use their one F-bomb for Chucky jumping at someone's face. And you're like, it's fucking Chucky. For me, the whole film was a giant Easter egg hunt. Yeah. And I loved it. And but I was, was sitting f- next to Bethany the whole time being like, that, that was Chucky. Or like, <laughs> just yeah. nerding out and fanboying on all the references without really connecting to the story. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. my problem with it. It's like, like <laughs> what is this love story they're selling me here because there's no chemistry going on yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was like, so detached from all There's no consequence. None of the police officers in the future or wherever the fuck it's set have guns. Uh, and then right at the end, they all turn up. And I'm like, where the fuck have the cops been up until this point? I know, there's like so many problems with the story that I was like, this is Well, also none of numbing. it makes any sense because whenever you see VR in fucking films, like in this, it's like it works with him at the beginning because, like, oh, look, he's on a trackpad so he can run around. What about everybody's in their fucking living rooms and out on the streets running in front of cars? Like it makes no <laughs> sense because then they just go with, you can just stand there and you're doing stuff. It's like, well, then how are they moving? Like it doesn't, it just. Right. It seemed a little disconnected to the reality of what they're trying to talk about to me for some reason. But I, but I agree with you guys, and I don't think the hatred towards it, like, if it wasn't such a big movie and it wasn't Spielberg, I don't think people would hate it as much. You'd be like, yeah, that was fine. But it's not like, but yeah, it could have been so much better. The Shining segment was really good. Though. I like the Shining segment. That was the best part of the film. I mean, but you have to think if Kubrick was alive, oh, he would, he would be yeah, so would fucking pissed. Yeah. Which is kind of funny because they were friends. Yeah, so. it's like you turn my fucking film into a fun house ride. Like, yeah. are you kidding me? And then there's like a bunch of ghost dancing at the end. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> but an awesome surprise at 20 minutes like, of the yeah, film. Yeah. The, the whole film is a theme park ride. It's like going yeah. on the Universal tour. It's yeah. like, we're going to show you the best of yeah. these kind of different... I think it's fine if you take it for what it is, but yeah, sure. yeah. yeah not so best film then, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then going to April, we had a quiet place. Not bad, not bad. Great movie. Most bewilderingly well. A <laughs> <laughs> um, nominate best nom- horror movie. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> all right, I think that's we can just put that on in because we can. I think we all agree it should be on that list, yeah. and then Dislike we can come to the it. Last in. thirty seconds. Me too. I hate the last. I hate 30 the last seconds. thirty seconds. Love the film. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. What, I, what I love about a film is that it's just such a bog standard simple movie. Like it's just yeah. a simple horror film, but just done very, very well. Like they have one idea and that's it. And yeah. they don't do anything else with it. And they just kind of John have fun. It is like made for no money. Yep. <laughs> well, seventeen million dollars. Yeah, that's no no money. Like all nearly all Platinum Dunes remake. Yeah, but talking like about studio film, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's a studio horror film, and most horror films are made for well under seventeen million dollars. And Platinum Dunes horror remakes were used to be made for only under ten million dollars, and they look fantastic. Like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake might be terrible or not, but it looks incredible. I still think Seventeen's pretty good. I think Predator Two was made for thirty-five million yeah, it was in nineteen ninety. That's inflation. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you got to yeah, you got to pay for Danny Glover to hang out the car as he's like. You got to pay for his giant undies <laughs> and his fear of pigeons. Yeah. All right, blockers. Oh, not great. <laughs> I saw the trailer. And was like, this seems inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty dumb. It's yeah, yeah. Shannon loved it. No. <laughs> Did you see it? I did see it. Uh, I, the writer is a, an acquaintance, let's say that. So I don't know. I thought it was, I expected more because it's, she did pitch perfect and started all of that. So I expected it to be. That explains a lot to me. A, more fun. I said I expected it to be more fun yeah. and less dumb. Agreed. But it was just kind of dumb. That's most American comedies. Let's be honest. They're, they're based on dumb fun. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I just think she could have done more with it. That's all. That's all. I think it was up there as film that I saw the poster and thought, I don't need to see the movie. That tells me everything yeah. I need to know. And <laughs> yeah. I have no interest. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to get on to something that I'm 100%. Uh, it's, I'm not going to say where on my personal list, because I do have a personal list. Favorite films of the year is you were never really here. Yeah. Yes. Oh, fuck it, I'm just going to say around. This is 100% my favorite film of the year. And it has been since it came out. And it hasn't stopped. Um, I think... I think this is a really good film, and I'm a huge fan of Wiccan Phoenix, although I do feel like he employed the Ryan Gosling mode of acting, which is just to brood and grunt. I disagree. Oh, I disagree. I, disagree I nominated him for Best Actor. I, I love hey, that style. Yeah, again, someone who loves Wiccan Phoenix, I've seen him do far more compelling, far more interesting work than this well, for me. Uh, but great film. Great film. <laughs> Veto it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm nominating for best. Yeah. I don't know how to call yeah. his name. No, you can definitely nominated for uh, best. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. You got it. It's got to be up there. I did it, guys. We did all go home. Best film or best actor? I both. Best film. And for me, actually, it's best score because what Johnny Greenwood does in that is the best score by far, and it fucking beats Tom York's score for Suspiria down. I have have it down for best score too. A Chappaquiddick, which has apparently changed its name. Yeah, this confused me. It did. I yeah, I was lo- I had logged into my movie pass to go through what I had seen and I saw a movie called The Senator with a poster I did not recognize and I was like, I did not see this movie. What it's is it? And I had to look it up and I guess they changed the name from Chappaquiddick to The Senator. Oh, or yeah. at least the poster on my movie pass. Well, maybe internationally changed. somewhere it's called that yeah. and they got that poster somehow. Even on the yeah. airplane ride, right? it's still called Chappaquiddick. Chappaquiddick. Um, and does this get nominated for anything? No, but I found it very interesting. Mostly because I didn't know the story before, and then it it, it got me interested enough to go just home and research guys. it. It looks like a historical <laughs> drama. Yeah, and it was from what I read, very very accurate to the events. Okay, Rampage. 
the first <laughs> of <laughs> another best, great comedy. Best, 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 best horror film. Best film, best animation. <laughs> Two months in a row, my Johnson off the road. Gold. Starting with Rampage. Uh, <laughs> the Endless. This is a new film from uh, Moorhead and what's it called? He's the guys who did uh, Spring. And they did, what's the other one? Re- uh, Resolution was their first film, then Spring. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's just those two. Is it just that? Yeah, and just then yeah. this one. I've had a weird relationship with these guys that, um, and, and our film actually got compared a lot to them on the festival circuit. People kept saying it was like these guys. I love their ideas almost always. I really didn't like Spring, and everybody in the genre circuit loves Spring. I thought Resolution was pretty good. This one I liked the most out of their free films. I have quite a few problems with it. I, I hate how they shoot. I just think it looks really cheap. And I appreciate they make cheap films, but I don't think they do themselves any favors with how they grade them and how they shoot them. I agree entirely. I, really? I, yeah, oh. absolutely. We could be friends. We can. <laughs> What's his name? No, I agree with you. I think their ideas are interesting and there's definitely some talent behind all this but they look really low quality in in how they're shot and how they're put together and i think they could do so much more if they had they didn't need like a higher budget they just need to shoot better yeah they just need to shoot better better. it looks like it's kind of shot on a 5d yeah not and by kind of students who have talent but they're not great you know like not doing it properly and this is the first one that they both start in and i think they actually do a good job like in it they've got a good charisma but and it ties up the like the trilogy of these three films does, pretty nicely yeah, and the ideas of. are really well there's definitely some moments in it that are super well executed yeah. in terms of the ideas and and how they put it together like without spoilers like that one guy in the the five second yeah. thing yes that part was really was really well done and creepy yeah yeah it's a good little cult film mads in it's about cults hmm? you're nearly here into that i don't know i don't really classify as a horror film films? Oh, you want a quiet place in best films as well? Probably I people. We were trying to put yes, Isle I agree. of Dogs up in horror films. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The dogs were talking. <laughs> I was going to say, isn't that horrific? Isle of Dogs, the best score as well, maybe. Oh. Okay, because yeah. the score was really solid in that, right? But then you I can agree with that. You try and listen to the score without the movie, and you're like, oh, I don't know. True. I, I don't, it doesn't care. Lots of drumming. I just wrote yeah, it down. Racist. <laughs> you wanted nominations. I do. Um. What's happening? Where are we at? Truthful Dare. There are actually like three films called Truthful Dare this year. Because um, our friend Christina was Mastin was in one of them. This was not. Uh, this was the Blumhouse one. It wasn't great. Terrible. Uh, the the Rider. We just watched this the other day. For a lot of people in the first half of the year, this was like their favorite film. And then I think it got forgotten a bit by the end of the year. This. Anyone seen The Rider? No. 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 100% recommend everyone sees it. I'm going to put it down in best film categories. But it's obviously not going to win anything yeah. because no one else has seen it. <laughs> Is it most underappreciated film too? Yeah. Oh yeah, it should definitely then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a very good point. So this film is it's about rodeo riders. Best trailer, I would say. I haven't seen it. The trailer is. You seen the trailer? Okay. Yeah, and and what's really remarkable? We had to stop halfway through because we're like, this feels like it's got a very particular vibe, and it almost feels like a beautiful documentary. And then you find out the lead guy is playing himself. Like nearly everyone in it is playing themselves in a true story about them, and how rodeo injuries ruin your entire life, but also how you're cultivated environment pushes you to continue doing what you're doing essentially and it's kind of like a cheaper way more low-key the wrestler yeah. it's really 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 lovely Same color palette, yeah yeah and the lead guy again these aren't actors like it's fantastic Everybody he's very good at being himself <laughs> <laughs> weird right uh but no i highly recommend that film super troopers 2 finally came out after a kickstarter 
Wow. Uh, Kickstarter, huh? Just kind of... Kind of blah for me, honestly. Yeah. I, I mean, was excited for this and I didn't it see it. It was what I expected it to be. <laughs> sure. Is anything as good? Because I'm not... I enjoy Super Troopers, but honestly, that first scene in the first Super Troopers is so far above anything else in the entire film. Does anything hit that first no. scene? No. It, it kind of peaks really yeah. early in the first Super Troopers. And then the second one doesn't really peak at all. So... <laughs> I think it has moments. It's, Put it in the best it's film. fun. <laughs> It's what I expected it to be for a Super Troopers 2. Like, it lived up to that. That's all it needed to be. Okay, okay. But not good enough for anything. Yeah. Disobedience. This is the... Isn't this the... Rachel yeah, Rachel Weiss, yeah. McAdams, lesbian, yeah. Jewish film. Orthodox Jewish oh. community. Yes. Grew up, yeah. Yeah, I watched this. It's nice. I don't remember much about it. There's a very... <laughs> Sexual scene of them drooling into each other's mouths. Like, That's I just the main sort of thing scene that people yeah, have it's been like talking the most about. Watched really? movie I like scene of the year. Is just spitting crazy. into it. Shannon spits into her mouth. You want to watch it later? Hey. <laughs> New meeting to swapping spit. <laughs> but we don't need it to go on anything. We're fine. I barely um, remember. It, it makes me sad to not nominate it because I really enjoyed it, but I don't know that I enjoyed it enough to put it. What about the acting? And the acting was extraordinary, or? I mean, yeah, it was good. I also, what's hard is I was like, I saw this the day after I saw On Chesil Beach, which I really did not like at all. Not really. <laughs> so then that's what I know. Katie told me the book is really, really great. Um, so my expectations were very low. So I was just very happy to have like an adequate story that was done well. Yeah, that's spinning. But that's kind of it, I guess. Another film that came out in April was a little movie called Avengers Infinity War. Woo! <laughs> What's that? <laughs> a little list here somewhere. Tiny movie? A little independent movie. You know? Yeah. One of those. Very low budget. Yeah. I'm going to put this on the list for best comic book film of the year, and I would like to put it in for best film of the year. So I, have it, I, I couldn't think of its name, and I called it The Big One with Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we can all agree it should be on comic book film of the year contenders. Are we allowed to put it on the best film contenders as well for our top ten? Yeah, Only sure. because it's your like list. you can do what you want. No, this is a democracy. I have my personal list. I would list. say you can put it there. It might not stay there. Yeah, exactly. You might not stay in the top ten, but we can see. Is anybody? Did anybody here really not like Infinity War? It was what I expected. Yeah. Lots yeah, of a people big one with fighting Thanos. each other and banging, banging into each other, banging into each other for three hours. Gems, you know. I mean, to get that many characters in the film and make it work yeah. is pretty impressive. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this film, I feel like, actually had a different appreciation outside of the industry or outside of LA. Because everyone in the industry was like, well, we know Part 2 is coming and we know his contracts are expiring. So yeah. none of this surprises me. Uh -huh. But when I was watching it with people who had no connection, they were like, what? You can't end it like that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Of course they were going to end it like that. Like, that's the train that we've all been on for the last 10 years. But not, but this is the thing, it's like even knowing, you know, obviously everyone turns to dust, has to come back, and then the people who are left will probably not come, you know, survive, and then the people who really died, you know, did die. Like, you still didn't, it was, it was, I had three most hyped movies this year, it was Halloween, You Were Never Really Here, and Infinity War. One of them really let me down, which we're going to get to later. But this movie is like, this is everything that I don't want from comics. Like, I hate space Marvel stuff. I hate loads of characters. I like things just boil down to one person. I hate all this over the top, just like action, action, action. 
And I thought this movie was fucking phenomenal. Like, it was it really, really well like, balanced. It's, yeah. yeah. They balanced also well. And to have that last moment where he just looks both happy and sad and it's really tragic. Like for me, he's the hero of the whole film. Yeah. Like I yeah. feel way more for Thanos yeah, than anyone else. And I, I, that, like, I couldn't move at the end of the film for like a minute just because I was like, I can't believe they actually had the balls to, to finish it like that. And I'm scared of the next one because they obviously have to have a happier ending at the end of the next one. Whereas this was more the ending that I like. Oh, yeah, just end the MCU now. <laughs> just call it quits. You made enough money. Just go home. Um, anyway, we'll argue more in a bit. We had that as a comic book? Yes, we had We had the cleanse in May. This is a weird cult horror movie as well, but people go to this place to take... Detox. Uh, detox. detox. Juice Thank cleanse? You. Words are hard. I, I love this concept. You would No, I think you would really like okay. it. It's yeah. fucked up. Like, it's really fucked up. I don't want to spoil too much about it, unless you know it better. It's a sort of weird comedy, horror, surreal thing. You might like it as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and they go and take this detox drink, but then the detox drink becomes quite literal manifestations of their... Well, I don't want to say. But weird, weird, really weird shit happens. And you're just like, what the fuck is going on? It's worth checking out. Tully... I saw the, the trailer Diablo and I was like, mm, yeah, yeah, no. yeah. That was that was the what's her name? Diablo Cody. No, but who's? Oh, uh, um, Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. I I didn't think it was a bad oh. film by any stretch of the imagination. I think the gimmick of it, without giving away, was not necessary, and I feel kind of detracted from. I the think film. the yeah, like the if they had just stuck with the first half of it, it, I would have enjoyed it. It wouldn't have been incredible, but it would have been a, a good movie. movie, a movie that I enjoyed. The end made me angry. Okay. I don't like your angry. <laughs> it's very scary. It is. Revenge came out. This is a good film. It's there somewhere in the list. Um, yeah. It's a very weird twist on, I guess, the rape revenge genre. It's good. crazy. It's beautifully shot. Lots um, of fun. It's very interesting. Like, it's directed by a female, and it's not how you'd expect for how you'd expect a twist on that be in this like, era that we're in. She's kind of all about. I don't know. It deals with things in a complicated way, which I enjoy in terms of like, yeah, a woman can walk around and be provocative and this and this and this. And like, it's oddly normal for a rape revenge film while also being doing well, something the different. Rape scene is very hard, I mean, well, you know, you don't see it. Yes, you do. No, you don't. You see the beginning, you don't see the actual rape. Yes, you, you do. You see her like pressed up you against the up window against as the glass he's. Door, and then the other guy yeah, like, but you don't see the rape. You see, that's what I mean. You see the lead into the rape. Like other rape Not revenge like, films, like spit, spit on your yeah. If you're, you're like talking that, about yeah, normal get, rape revenge, that you see the rape, and that's always been a problem with it, is that it becomes this titillating thing of where you're watching the sexual act happen. In this, you do not see the sexual act happen. You see the lead-in. Which probably makes it worse. Yeah, more impactful. Right, right. right. Irreversible. Because then you're with this guy, he's listening to it happen in the next room, which right. is like way more creepy. No, he doesn't see it actually happen. I've seen, this, I've seen this three times. It does not, like, there's no, he doesn't see it happen. Anyway. We can take oh, this up later. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just saying to you, that's kind of the whole point of it, is that you don't see it happen. You just see it about to happen, and then he walks out and lets it happen. But it's a really good film, and I would definitely put it in contender for best horror film of the year. But On the list. Deadpool 2. Yeah. Put, put it yeah. on the list. Yeah. Best comic book film. Yeah. Best comic book film. I had a good time. I had a, I had a good time. I had a chuckle. I felt if the first Deadpool hadn't come out, this was better. But because I've seen the first one, the impact was less, if you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. I, think that's fair. I disagree with that. I, I think I really enjoyed the first Deadpool, and I think this was exactly what I thought it was going to be, and I enjoyed it as well. But, like, I didn't have the same enthusiasm I did for the It wasn't first as fresh. Yeah. 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 
But if it wasn't as good, then it would have been a disaster. Yeah, 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 yeah. It had to surpass the first just to even be as good as the first in a way. I agree. We have Beast. Yes. Yes. I love this movie. Beast is fantastic. Go see it. And the more that I realize not many people have seen it, the more that I like it. Yeah, putting mm-hmm. it on, on my list. Do you think it's like one of the uh, underrated or under- most underrated? Oh, absolutely. Female. I want to put this in for a lot. I want to put it for too. most underappreciated, best male film. and female. Best I want to put film. it for best female. I don't know about best male, but I I liked him a lot too. I don't know her name, so I'm calling her Beast Girl. <laughs> she's um, also in a TV show. She's from phenomenal. War and Peace. Phenomenal in this movie, and it's a really, really complicated, chilling, beautiful film. Not according to the old people that Ali and I saw it with. <laughs> <laughs> it took it at face value. Well, no, you saw it by yourself. And then you texted me, you have to go see this movie so I have someone I can talk about it with. I saw it with someone. I don't know who it was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, more memories. We're into some good films right now. First Reformed. This yes. is that brilliant Ethan Hawke film. Yes. From Paul Schrader, is that the director? Which one is it? The guy who did Taxi Driver. Um, really good yeah. it's really good it's it's definitely on my list for best film me too yeah and best score yeah they had a very good score um, the best male lead yeah I oh, would put him in I would put best him actor, in this is sure. Ethan Hawke's finest performance he's ever he's brilliant like he's so I love he's, he's like yeah him and Joaquin are my two favorite actors I think but he didn't do as good a job in. Uh, he didn't <laughs> he didn't yeah <laughs> Yeah, we can um, compare them later. Beth. Oh, wow. She's speaking into my mic. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we may need to pause. Your laptop has died and it has a new password and in we need to order password. food. Oh, well, you can just lock straight in. We're going to order some food now, guys. You're all a part of this. I know. I'll let you know the password. We're going to let everybody <laughs> know the everybody password? Everybody well, listening yeah, to this podcast. I will change it. So I have a power, guys. It's like a lot of work. And the people listening don't have access to my laptop. <laughs> Not yet. Did you don't no know one else that. see First Reformed? <laughs> no, it's on my list, though. Put it on unru- un- like underrated, it? please. I, I probably need to see it again. I don't think I saw it in the right headspace. I feel like it's one of those movies that... As as I was watching it, I knew that I needed to be in a different place to appreciate it the way it needed to. Did it was you one of those. Catholic? No. Oh, well, there you go. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't grow up Catholic. I love that <laughs> Not did I, but I, I think it would have been really satisfying for someone who was <laughs> Catholic. Yeah. Now I can't wait to see it. Wait, now I want to see it. <laughs> it's one of the starkest films of the year in terms of like how it was shot. Yeah. Every scene has this like sort of like breath holding quality. It's to kind it. of purposely ugly, which is really yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm just sort of mundane, which yes. I really like about it. It's very experiential, like visceral, especially towards the end. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. And then we're going to get into one that I know Alex is going to want a mic for. The last film that came out in May is Solo, a Star Wars story. Yes. yes. If you want our full thoughts, <laughs> oh boy. If you want our full thoughts on this, you can go and listen to our Star Wars podcast where me and Alex and Christina have talked about it uh, for about two and a half hours. Alex, do you want to nominate this for anything on the list? Yeah, all I'll say is this. I get people had Star Wars fatigue at this point. And then there was also, I was one of these people included that didn't want a solo film. And I think I said this in many of our podcasts leading Pretty up to the release. Pretty angry leading up. Yeah, I was like, we don't need this. But this film surprised me. And I think it was really underappreciated. I am nominating this as, without a doubt, the most underappreciated film of the year. Because not only did it critically bomb, but it publicly is we the only Star Wars film. <laughs> no, and we're ready for a fight. But it's the only Star Wars film to not even make its money back. No, it didn't just bomb. It didn't make its money oh, back. I didn't know it did that 
No, it did. That's the thing. No one seems to understand how badly this Even film did. Worldwide? Uh, domestically, for sure. I don't yeah, know about that. We shot half of it and ended up doubling the budget. That's kind of part sure. of the problem. Yeah, I mean, they sure. changed, but it's also they changed a directors. It's terrible film. It's not. It's not. No, it's, it's terrible. Just, it's not at all. So they made it twice film. and it shows. So, yeah, just quickly, okay, because we, we should have a piece Definitely for this not because I'm ready for a good argument. <laughs> Well, I went into this, uh, not like Alex, I don't care about Star Wars as much as Alex, but I enjoyed them and we're doing these podcasts. I do not like prequels just as a rule. Like, I don't need to know where things came from. I don't need you to fill in all these fucking gaps and show me how stuff. We had a running joke because we were doing a Last Jedi podcast just before, like 10 minutes before I ran into see Solo. And the last thing you said was, how long is it going to be before they introduce the fucking dice from The Last Jedi? It's the first shot and basically the last shot of Solo and it's ridiculous. And in that first half hour... Like, why would you even have a different actor? Because he's basically the same age. It makes no sense whatsoever. It makes sense if you've got a teenager on. Having uh, all this fucking stuff that they tell you, like, where Chewie got his name from, where he found that gum from, how he gets his second name. Not it's so sir. stupid. And I don't need any of this bullshit whatsoever. And, no, it's, uh, this is, I, you need people to understand, like, so when I first came out, but. and when I went in, I was so angry because Disney just keep fucking over all their directors with these things. They keep hiring people and firing them. With that, they fired them two weeks from the finish. They had Phil Lord and fucking Miller from the Lego movie and 21 Jump Street and then replaced them with Ron Howard. So you're like, how can this possibly be coherent? After The Last Jedi, which didn't feel coherent, how can we have two completely opposing directors feel coherent as a movie? I couldn't understand. I went in, came out, and I was really angry because all I could see was the Star Wars stuff. That's all I could see. And then I had a friend of mine who really wanted to see it. And we were about to do the podcast. So I was like, I have to see it again to have like a proper mindscape for the podcast. And as the days went by, I gradually... Because I went in with some people who had never seen a Star Wars film before, which I couldn't believe. This is the first Star Wars film they'd ever seen. Two people there. <laughs> what and, they, <laughs> and they fucking Jess loved gonna it have a so much, so much. And they said, is there anything else like this? Are they all like this? And I said, not really. Attack of the Clones. <laughs> no, um, yeah. Because they're not. Because... And as the days went by, what I realized is I hate it as a Star Wars film, but as a film, I think it's fucking brilliant. Like, there's no enemies in it, which I love. There's no one. Everyone has a reason for what they're doing, which I fucking love. And there's and like... And people die. There's like stakes in there's, it. There's people don't know who's going to die the whole time like, throughout Same, it. but for Rogue One. Why, why, why do you, you guys don't like it? I mean, I would like to nominate it for good things. The best blue lighting, the best yellow lighting, and the best <laughs> brown lighting. Because halfway I was watching through it, I'm like, aren't they going to... They're gonna light the scene? No, the DP. <laughs> I, thought, I fucking love it. The DP lit everything from behind. It's, he's such a good DP. He's amazing. He's a good DP. DP, but he wasn't good here. Like, there's so many shots that are just like, there's this one scene in a bar that this, looks like it's submerged in a puddle of urine. I'm like, why? Are, what is, what is the background lighting noise? In here? It was, it was this, awful looking. Are we supposed to be in a bar? Where's the background noise? Like, there was, there was the mixing so was weird, much. and we saw it in a really relaxed environment, and and we just we, and we didn't have any expectations for it. We just went into it looking like, oh, this could be know. fun. And just, I just laughed. I giggled the whole way through it. You know what the best scene was? The snowball fight. With, which, it was actually deleted. It was Chewbacca and Solo. Oh, that snowball pissed, fighting. That sounds like yeah. it would piss me off. It was, just, it was just like a little bit of that. <laughs> shot from very far away. Oh, it would have pissed me off. Yeah, it would have changed everything. But they, they cut it. This one, I think, suffered from the prequel-like thing. Because it could just never... You can never accept it in the Star Wars canon because you're like, fuck off, it's Han Solo, right? Mm -hmm, yeah. But this is just scoundrel, a Star Wars film. Absolutely. Set in between episodes. Oh, just not even a Star Wars film, just like. Seven. Yeah. Then you're like, oh my gosh, here's this new guy, this is a lot of fun. Yep. That train sequence is a great train yeah. It's fantastic. Sequence. Yeah. Like everyone walks out of the film going, yeah, great, tell your friends, see it. But because it was solo, like, it just can't take yeah. off. 
I mean, Harrison Ford is Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And, and, like, and yeah. I literally mean he's one of those actors that is himself. Mm-hmm. Indiana Jones is Han Solo. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, and he is so, so charismatic, so laconic, so old school Hollywood the man guy you know that's what people want when they want when they want to see Han Solo they don't want someone else being Han Solo and the kid, the kid did Harrison not Ford. live up to but that's the how could he yeah that's the thing like I went in with that huge attachment of like so don't no, make one the can, film. no one can touch this character but the thing is is we're not the thing that I can appreciate about appreciate about his performance is he he's not and which surprised me is he's not doing an imitation. No, he he's does some bring, fine he's acting. Bringing his, yeah. uh, he's bringing his, in his own qualities, making it his own, which then also plays into what you're saying, Al, of like, make this a separate thing. Right. And it would completely work. I mean, right. Yeah, what you're saying, of like, well, just make it a separate thing. Saying, you, you guys had technical problems with it. So, like, if aesthetically you're not enjoying it, that's different. For, for most people who hated this, it was definitely from a Star Wars fan perspective. And that's what we yeah, said in yeah. our podcast. Spoilers for that one. But, yeah, I was like, I hate this as a Star Wars film, but as a movie, I actually think it's brilliant. Yeah. And when we got to the end of the wrap-up of all of Star Wars films, all three of us put it as our third favorite Star Wars film of all time. Yeah. And that, like, and I've been scared because you can't say that to people because people hate this movie so yeah. much. But as a movie, I fucking love it. Like, it doesn't do the normal stuff. It does do something completely different. And I can't tell you how much it means to me when you have villains who you understand. Like, to get to the ending, and it's like, I understand and empathize with all of you. And that's like, that just means so much to me when every blockbuster film is like, no, I'm evil. You're good. Let's hit each other over the head for yeah. half an hour. Like it was, I don't know. And I, aesthetically, I loved it, but that's obviously very subjective. But Well, it's June. most underappreciated. June. <laughs> June uh, Adrift came out. I forgot what that is, to be honest. A uh, couple Adrifts. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, on a yacht. Upgrade came out. Some people really love this movie. I tried to watch it. I didn't get along with it. But. I really liked it, yeah. actually. Most I thought it did. was I thought it was well done. I think there were definitely some expected twists throughout it that were not quite as uh, inventive as they should have been. And and some of the twists at the end didn't make a lot of sense, but I thought some of the action sequences were really well shot. I, I think especially some of the camera work and some of the ways they try to utilize like what was happening to him in a way that action sequences haven't been shot on a relatively limited budget was inventive and interesting. And I, I it's a solid Solid film. I really, really loved it. American Animals came out. Let me see that. No. Ocean's 8 came out. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, eh. It was fun. It was fun. fun. Same reaction. They did nothing with their, like, brilliant cast, though. Yeah, Like, they had all these fucking amazing actresses or, you know, female actors. And and Rihanna. Yeah, and Rihanna. And, like, every problem (laughs) they had, every problem they had, it was like... Oh, we can't. How are we going to undo this necklace with this magnet thing? And then one of the characters is like, Oh, my cousin, she knows things about magnets. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, like every problem was immediately solved. And I was like, This is the most boring fucking heist movie I've ever seen. And then, like, at the end, like, it's all about like these women being cool and powerful and smart and great. And then there's like all the shots of them walking out in their gowns, which have had fucking yeah. five minutes to do full hair, full makeup, you know. And I was just like, what are you undercutting I didn't, all of this like potential? I didn't see this film, but just really watching the trailer, the, like, cynic in me was like, this seems like a Hollywood money grab of we yep. need yeah. a female led mm. yep. film in a big franchise. Yep. And that's all. Like, we're not going to think out the rest. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and we're just going to do it. It felt like that, exactly, too, yeah. a bit. Like, I, 
I remember being frustrated with like the idea that, oh, okay, we're doing a female version of Ocean's Eleven. We're doing Ocean's Eight with all women. And so let's make it a girly something that they're stealing. We're stealing jewelry. We're doing it at a ball. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we're just, this is going to be like the, the women friendly version of things. Right. So I, I felt a little like dump, played down to if that makes sense. I agree. Like, you would think... Also, I don't know, it was just that, like, you would think that they'd have this whole cast of women and it's about these women doing a heist, which is supposed to be hard. And, you know, women go through hard things. So you think they would have to go through something. But instead, they go through no obstacles, pretty much. And just, like, come out, like, successful. And it's like... This is 2018. Like, we just went through all of this. Women went through a lot this year. And, like, this movie is saying that we went through nothing, basically. So, I don't know. It was fun, but it said the opposite of what I think it was supposed to say. I don't yeah, know. it was a little Can we have a Can we have an Ocean's film with men and women in it? Instead of just no. men or <laughs> just women? Do we? Yeah, yeah. Only, I don't know. Yeah, it was it was definitely an all female cast made by Mr. Hollywood. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, yeah, yeah. it was like, true. You, you yeah. don't get it. Whoever's making this doesn't get what's going on. And right. as and not to speak for uh, James, who's not here, but as he pointed out, because whenever we watched it, that one of the most fun parts of the movie is James Corden. And it's this all-female movie with all these talented people, and James Corden comes in and is one of the most interesting, most entertaining parts of it, right? <laughs> so that was frustrating. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, you're British. Is it correct that everyone in the, in the UK hates James Corden? No, no one just knows he exists. They hate they're like when we started seeing him over, I was like, "How was a dude who was in something once in England? What the fuck is happening?" Katie's like, "Oh, he's this huge presenter." It's like, "How did he do that? He's <laughs> the best PR spin ever." Because no one even noticed him disappear. Hereditary came out in June. Great movie. It's it's the best horror movie. Well, calm down. Need, we'll find out. I need Katie <laughs> in here to argue with me. Yeah, yeah. Once so we get Ali, down to it, Ali and Katie did not uh, enjoy it, but we'll get to it at the end. I'm gonna put it down for best movie as well of the year because we're we're, we're running thin Slim on that pickings, list. To be honest. Yeah. Well, we've had some good ones. I mean, a lot of the last so scenes gave me nightmares for a little bit, oh, so it's always good. I genuinely think, no matter what film about anything else in that film, the middle bit, again, no spoilers, but the middle section is one of the greatest scenes in cinema history. I think how that's played out is phenomenal. It's really good. The, the end lost itself a little bit. Yes. It depends. But... I like the end. Most people don't. I, I really enjoyed the end, to be honest. The Sally hates the end. The first time I saw the ending, I was not... I get why people don't like the ending, though. I was I'm not super it. on board with it. I think the second time through, I got why it went that way. I felt it was just unsubtle. No, it's just following through, which I, I in a horror film, I respect it. Like, because yeah. that's yeah. where I thought it was going to go. And I was like, if you don't follow through on this, and I'm going to be pissed. So I was just happy to fucking follow through. It makes yeah. you uneasy the whole time, which I think is great for a horror movie. Like, it, even the clicking sound that she was making with her mouth. Like, there's just so yeah. much uneasiness the whole time. It's like... Actually, I would like to put her in for one of the best actors of the year. I thought she was I would agree with that. I think he should be in. Yeah. Oh, I've got, sorry, Tony Collette is best actor, female actor in that. Because it is so heightened. And for her to deliver some of her lines without them coming off as just like melodrama yeah. uh, was very impressive. Yeah. Some of what she says in that She's and, and great. the performance is just out of control. Well, I have down best hereditary boy and then Peter. female but hereditary girls. What about Tony Collette? Girls. Oh, girls. Got it. Females, I should put. I apologize. Incredibles <laughs> 2. 
fun. If you've seen yeah. Incredibles one, you have seen Incredibles two. And yeah. and the baby. Exact good same, but with a baby. And both Honestly, great. the baby's yeah, great. great. The baby's a lot of fun. Yeah, I think it's it's in there for like best animation. It's the exact what? Not the best Pixar, but no, I didn't like it that much. But it was fine. I think, I think the villain oh, was, okay, was a little. This list means nothing to me the, anymore. The, the, villain, the villain was kind of like it, the, there, there was there was so many ways the villain could have been done in a different way that would have mm-hmm. made it more interesting. Yeah. But instead, it, it just seemed kind of pat, and it didn't it, it didn't match up to the motivations of the villain. Who is the villain again? I can't even remember. The, the glasses yeah. man. Spoiler. Screen slaver. Screen slaver. Right. Yeah. Girl. I mean, girl. woman. Everybody should just see the scene of the baby and the raccoon outside. Really funny. That's all you need. That's, yeah, that's, right. Right. that's right. It's so funny. It does feel like a series I, of I short films. I would say best score for together. that, though. There's best not, score for that. For Incredibles good 2, score. I love the score. I thought it was an amazing score. There's not oh. many movies that make me like laugh out loud. Even when they're very funny, I'll often be like... <laughs> and you're like, and this one's <laughs> This one, <laughs> this one I was like, I like chuckle. laughing, laughing in the theater. And I always enjoy that. I fell asleep for 20 minutes. <laughs> It Fuck wasn't during the raccoon sequence, was it? It's because he really messed stoned. up. Solo sucks. <laughs> Solo, Solo sucks. <laughs> Look out of boredom. I was tag. Excellent. Let's move on. Yeah. I did see it on a plane. And that is all it's worth. Another great plane. Jurassic World. He broke both his arms. How would they do that? Uh, Jurassic World colon Fallen Kingdom. It came out. <laughs> it's a movie that exists. Yeah. This is the first Jurassic Park film I did not enjoy. I've enjoyed I... all of them up until now. The most distracting thing in this film is, you know, the the guy that plays the ge- genetics dude from the first ones? The Asian oh, yeah. guy. Yeah. Most, yeah, the most distracting thing in this film are his tight trousers which bunch <laughs> around his crotch. Which on the big screen was just like the perfect type. package. Package. Gene he's got that genetics. He's got that package in there. That's where science power comes from. So I was like, what kind of hybrid <laughs> thing is he injecting in his pants? <laughs> what do you think he's blending what with dinosaurs? Does he got <laughs> yeah, going exactly. down there? Exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, it's just I mean, it's two completely separate Jurassic Park films, and yeah. both of them are terrible. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. those are the problems. Like I went into that going, I don't want any more island stuff. I'm going to hate the beginning, yeah. but I know it's going to change. I'll hopefully like what they're doing afterwards. And instead, I, when it got to the house, I was like, please go back to the island. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was at least just kind of a bit boring. But this is like Resident Evil. It's just that was terrible. Awful, yeah. awful. Rabbit hole um, and made no sense. And, the and heartbreaking. And... It's the director of the orphanage, which is one of the best horror films of yeah. all time. And there's a little hope at the beginning, like you get that flash when like the island starts to go, and then the that whichever is dino the is down the tunnel. Most heartbreaking opening ever. And Katie and I have oh, bonded yeah. over this. Oh, Katie cried with death. like the yeah. dinosaur running Which, like, land I before time. For, like, I get it. Five minutes. It is sad. No, but it's like it's oh, so it's sad. sad, and then it's like. And it's like oh, it's, it's still sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, okay, we get it. It's sad. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like fucking end and die already. <laughs> Get on the fucking We know car. where Alex stands. <laughs> yeah. None sad. of us better have long, second. slow deaths around Alex. <laughs> 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 yeah. Fucking you better be done already. with it fast. <laughs> You're dead. Uh, Damsel came out, which is from the directors of Kumiko, the treasure hunter. This is with, what's his name? The Twilight Boy. Robert who's Patterson. fantastic. Robert yeah, Rob Patterson. And as um uh, female empowerment, uh, Western movie. I don't want to spoil it, but there's a bunch of twists in there 
which you can totally see coming. I really love Kumiko, so I was very excited about this. I was kind of annoyed by this. I think actually how they try and deal well with female empowerment makes me angry. But uh, not enough people have seen it, I feel, too. No one else seen it. Everyone should watch it so we can talk. Uh, <laughs> Sicario colon Day of the Soldado. Would really like to see it. I need to rewatch the first movie, though, because I remember nothing about it. I didn't really have any interest in seeing it after seeing the trailer, and I loved the first one. Critics loved it. It got, like, huge ratings. Nate gave it some shit, but Nate was wrong last year, so. <laughs> uh, Leave No Trace came out. This is one I would like to nominate for best film um, of the year. Female. Best female by far. She's She's incredible. Fantastic. Especially if you see her in interviews after seeing the movie yeah because we al and i watched this together and we were like oh she's really good but is she did they just cast somebody who is that character and is fine being on camera and then we watched some like making of videos and we <laughs> were shocked at yeah, she, she has like an accent she's like very cutesy and girly and was all made up and dressed up which maybe that was a manager's doing but she is fantastic and the movie's great. She's absolutely brilliant. This is a really, really lovely story. And it's from the director of Winter's Bone. And it's the first film she's done since Winter's Bone. Oh, snap. Um, and this lead girl is fucking much better than Jennifer Lawrence ever was. In it? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, I don't even remember this coming out. The, I mean, the story's fine, but it's really all about... Is this one here? It's all about the actors. Um, oh, yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. I can't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Jonah made on me. Uh, I, I agree. I, I think the, the acting's phenomenal. I The story was... Like, it's fine. It was good. The acting was phenomenal, though, and I, I think, like, some of the camera work and some of the things done with just sense of isolation and especially with the girl like yeah. I, I think she has a really hard task and she pulls it off very well i'd actually put her in uh, best female, cool. best yeah. female actor. Yeah. she was 17 when she did this and she looks like she's like 14 or something yeah, she looks like very it's yeah. Crazy. yeah she's really really good would this be also most like underappreciated oh yeah i guess so i didn't see it i didn't even yeah i, don't yeah. I would agree with that even coming out Okay. It left no trace. It left. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very good, very good. Leave no trace. Do you see this? Excellent. You'd like it. Uh, Woman Walks Ahead came out. This is Jenna, Jessica Chastain, I think, in a Western film. I started watching it. It didn't really do it for me, but I know some people are liking it. Uh, an Incident in a Ghostland came out. Uh, yeah, this is a nasty little movie. Um, it, was, it was a nasty movie without purpose, Kind of, and yeah. it had the controversy of the lead actress scarring her face on set. And yeah, all that stuff, where but, she got injured, oh, that's right. which is awful. Yeah, it's not. A, I mean, uh, we watched it as part of our festival because I think it's a horror film. If you're in horror films, you should probably see it. There's some effective moments, but I don't think it's that great. Are there ghosts? Yeah. Uh, no. Not really. It's yeah, not, not really. going to see it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's False more like yeah, it's not. In July, we got into the first purge, which you can hear all about on our purge <laughs> podcast. <laughs> fucking hated that film. I liked yeah. the first Purge movie. But not the first Just Purge the rest. Once like you see the other or movies, or the first one looks pretty good. Yeah. Once you see the others. I did not like that at all. Ant-Man and the Wasp came out. It didn't do it for me, personally. I yeah. thought it was really, really, well, really, really good. really stupid. Yeah. You liked it? Yeah, I'd put it in best comic book. I, I mean, it's not as good as Black Panther, but... I still think just as an aside, I really, really wish they hadn't fired Edgar Wright from the first no, Ant-Man movie. So I really want to know what that version of the movie was going to so be. So heartbreaking. That's the one big loss for the MCU. Huge, huge loss. Mm. Oh, I wonder what he's doing right now. Uh, let's, Sorry. Let's, let's call him. <laughs> Sorry to bother you. Came out, which no spoilers, please, for people who haven't seen this movie. Crazy fucking movie. 
We have a little. And, oh, do we have one? Are we yeah, submitting I mean, something? That's gonna go for every category. That, oh yeah, my yeah, yeah, yeah. goodness! This is yeah. Sorry to bother you. This is a personal contender for my favorite my, film. It's in my most bewilderingly well received. Only and like it's not that I didn't like it, but I thought it was totally it was marketed in such a way that made me believe it to be something different than what it yeah, was I had, yeah. I it you had to, to do that I had to I know it has to I don't know I guess and then I saw it and I was underwhelmed I was like oh that was weird I mean it, my, yeah, oh. that, I, that's I, also correct I love this film I loved it less once we hit the like the last quarter yeah. but I thought up to like Two thirds, three quarters of the way through, I thought it was fucking brilliant. I like halfway through, I was like, "Oh, I'm into this. I'm into this." And then it derailed itself, and I didn't get. I didn't. I didn't quite understand why, or what they were aiming for. If it was a failure, or why they actively undercut some of the great stuff that they had set up in the beginning. I like a movie that just goes batshit in the last half. Like, just really commits to something, like, because sometimes it doesn't work. I feel it actually did work in this. Like, it was just so crazy by the last bit of it that you're just like, all right, let's go with it. Huh? No, sorry to bother you. You missed Hereditary. I know. We're going to have another talk about it, Katie. Don't worry. I'm sorry to bother you. It's not that I didn't like it. I liked it, but I just, it left me then going like, I don't know what I'm supposed to leave this movie with. Right, which I think is a great feeling to have after seeing a movie. Yeah, because then when you go and, when you go and revisit it, because I feel like I do want to revisit it at some point. Not Maybe anytime it's a soon. Viewing. Not anytime soon. But I feel like it's something that when I see it a second time, knowing what's going to happen, I feel like there's a lot of subtleties that lead into it that maybe you just don't notice on the first go around. So I, yeah. Is that the horse face one? That was the horse. Oh God, Ooh, that was a weird horse. <laughs> Girl, the scariest thing I've ever seen. Best horror film. <laughs> That's bad. That is bad. Yeah. I'm right down the middle of all of you. I kind of didn't feel either way about it. But it doesn't matter because he used his signature. One of his yeah. signature selects, Taylor is selected. That movie will be in our top 10 movies of 2018. Unless someone vetoes him later. Now I only have one. Isn't it exciting? I put him in there as best performance as well. I thought he was fantastic. He was good. I he was good. Absolutely. Yeah. Am I getting tired of writing? Oh. <laughs> Alex isn't doing anything. Writing <laughs> is hard, right? Some other films also came out. Skyscraper, he's back with a movie that's almost exactly the same as the other one, but with slightly <laughs> less monsters. Best actor. Um, here's a movie that I want to put I in. I think he should do more films. Yeah. I think, yeah. Pay <laughs> <laughs> more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd like to go back and, and get paid 13 million more than Rampage was better than Tomb Raider as a video game. Episode. <laughs> 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 the smallest category ever. And only Alex is allowed to add in obtuse categories, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I would like to submit this film for best film and best actress of the year, which is eighth grade. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, that was nice. I, was <laughs> I didn't feel strongly enough to veto it. Ooh. I thought it was a good film, but I don't think it, it, for me, the hype around it was like far greater than I think the sum of its parts, if that makes sense. But also, uh, I mean, also the film wasn't necessarily like, Mm, like the the resonance for me is going to be less than it is for a, a, a I identify a lot of- with 14 year old girls <laughs> <laughs> I was literally just 
going to say, is it because you're Australian? Well, <laughs> you know, it's different over there. There's so many things there, that so. don't. And a man. That, that aren't there as resonators for me. So, of course, I didn't come out of it going, oh, my God. I mean, I could I nearly- totally see why people love this film. But for me, it's not, not best film it's of not the year. Yeah, yeah, I stand more with her being nominated for best actress. I right. think she's really great. I, I liked this movie a lot, but it's also not in my top ten. I love it, but, but I could veto really it just for the amount of Gucci fucking words. <laughs> And again, it's hard to have films about teenagers without making me hate your movie. Yeah. Because the more accurate they are, the more I probably am going to hate it. But then I have well, to respect so, uh, it more. That's what, when I feel like a lot of the time people are like, oh, no, but it's so accurate. But the majority of children are not that annoying. Maybe, Maybe like you have this. My experience, they are. You have annoying people in every group. So in high school, you're going to have the annoying kid who's shouting LeBron James and Gucci over and over. But it's not when it's when every character acts that way. It's done to the extreme. Mm. What, what, I agree with you. What I was you? not annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I was annoying as a child. So. What thing I really loved about it, just that I think a lot of people haven't mentioned is, is, in general, is I love the dad because mm. there's in, in almost every like coming of age or teenage movie, the parent or parents are awful people and they're kind of fi- the actively fighting yeah. with them but he is actively trying He's to so understand and their relationship's really good yeah it was one of the best like father daughter relationships i've ever seen on film and it was extraordinarily well done for that reason if nothing else yeah, if we had i nearly had a best relationships category which i took out but yeah that was gonna run and leave no trace was probably my favorite relationship category but don't worry he won't get far on foot that's the film that came out yeah this slipped through a lot of people's fingers i think yeah. i feel like a lot of a lot of my friends were excited to see it, and then most people didn't for some reason. I went to try and see it, and then found it wasn't in any of the theaters I thought it would be, and then was like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> you should you should Google more before you leave the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I just see you all day just walking, twenty dollars in Uber rides, you know, just trying to find the theater. Oh shit! I'll try another one. Uh, Mamma Mia! Exclamation mark! <laughs> we go again. I didn't know that they made another movie. Oh, they did. They did. They did. They did. They did. did anybody see it? Absolutely. Their mom. <laughs> I love musicals. It's a bad. I get there. I mean, there are different types of musicals, and this is very, very cheesy, spoon-fed, fun musical. Same with the first Mamma Mia. Sounds terrible. <laughs> I love it for those reasons, but I wouldn't tell people. You know, As if a you're musical. a film lover and you, you're not crazy about musicals, don't go see this. I would recommend but you will turn just in case. Case. singing songs in your car, I, yeah, right? Yeah, and I have. Just in case this is Alex's like new category, he might pull it out. Best musical, A Star Is Born, or Mamma Mia. Yeah. 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 Many feelings about oh. a story. We're gonna get I'm to sorry, that musical is Mary Poppins. We'll get there. So many feelings. I just want to clarify that will not be one of my categories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's use this. Uh, the Equalizer 2. Denzel Washington's trying to be Liam Neeson by doing the same films again and again. That's yeah. right. Blind spotting. I liked this. Most people that I recommended it to didn't like it <laughs> after they saw it. But. I don't even. I can't even. I'm trying to pick which film this is. It was the the friends from Oakland. Um, yeah. One's black, one's white, but they grew up together, and they're. It's basically their experience as it's being gentrified and kind of how it's changing. And they're both. They. It's based on their life. They both were born and raised in Oakland and grew up best friends. And. Do you know what? Part of it's Oakland? very. 
Sorry? Is this, what part of Oakland? I don't know, but I'm sure a quick Google would the Oki bit. give us the Oki an answer. Bit. It's very, very poetic, and they're both, one of them was in Hamilton, and it's, so it's very, and they're rappers, so it's it's kind of spoken word, and it, a lot of the scenes felt like it was being performed. Yeah, felt like it was being performed on stage, which I really liked, but that's like, Sean didn't like it for those moments, but mm. I liked it for those moments. Sean so it's a taste thing. Sean, Sean also, uh, yeah, yes. Ali's boyfriend, and also liked another film that we're about to get to. <laughs> Actually, when do we get? He to might that? listen to this. Where's Sean tonight? He's working at the hospital. Oh. did I put that on here? Did Being all noble. Oh, no, there it is. <laughs> um, so I appreciate talking also about movies with us. I appreciate we're running long, so if people have to leave at any point, then obviously we understand. <clears> uh, <throat> I'm friended. You're leaving right now. Bye, Eric. Bye. Oh, kisses for everybody. Unfriended <laughs> Dark Web. The second Unfriended film. There was a first one? Is this the one? Uh, <laughs> like, like I've heard of the TV and, show. Like, it was all, all through webcams. Yeah. You know what was good, actually? Computer. Cam. The Cam girl one. We're going to get to Cam. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was good. All right. Uh, yeah, this is one of a million films which think they're the first one to do. Everything's in your computer, but they've actually been doing it till I think it was... What was that film? It was in 2000. It was like two years after Blair Witch. The first one came out. And Book everyone seems to like think that, Blair oh, this is a Book clever idea. No one's done. <laughs> no. Uh, Mission Impossible <laughs> Fallout came out. <laughs> Ali doesn't like action. No, I don't. <laughs> so good. I, I, like I am it. in the minority and not like. it. I don't it. like action films, but like how can you not be adrenalized by this? It's fucking like. It is, but it's. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like action films either, so. Get I don't either. I tried but, to get her to watch like it, and she, she, she was just, she was not having it. She was Even not having it. Like twenty minutes I, I genuinely, I, like, eh, I hate action films, but like this is just like, it's so because it's literally not one frame where it's not Tom Cruise. Like it's never like he spent a year and a half training to do the helicopter stunts when people told him you can't do that. Like he's gonna die on set for sure. Maybe hopefully he but will. But it looks. One day. Like there's something about it when you when your eye can catch there is no green screen and there's no fakery going on here. Yeah, he looks great, and the ju- and the the fucking Halo jumps are yeah, real. Jump it's insane. Amazing, and the the bathroom fight scene was incredible. Like it was, it was really good. If you like men with mustaches. For I no do. reason other oh, than to cost millions in Superman That's reshoots. That's what I was going to say. Was, yeah, this, this, is the film. was this the mustache? This is, this is the film. film. Had to do the, this is yeah. the film that cost fucking like 14 million or something to replace all of his like. Mustaches. And you know what? Who it saved it? the movie. Huh? <laughs> he, I mean, it was definitely a chunk of it was his production company. I but he's his, been, I already had he's Scientologists like, all around him the whole time. He's been producing time. this film yeah. since... Like, not this film, but he, he's been... The, his production company's been in charge of Mission Impossible since... Day one. I will also say one thing that bothered me, and this is being unfamiliar with all the Mission Impossible movies, was the two female love interests looked the same. <laughs> and oh, I could I confused the two of them. Hmm? Why and are one, there love interests well, in this one, movie? Well, one, I guess, was like a past one, but it's 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 kind of the other films, do you recognize her? They're almost too busy for love interest in this movie, though, which I yeah, did also respect about. Like yeah, the no, they're not in movies. it a lot, which makes it harder to <laughs> decipher which is which. And I mean, I, you haven't seen the other ones. One exactly. of them's yeah. Yeah. Most people are like, <laughs> you've seen the other films. Mission Impossible. It's Mission Impossible. None of the women. Yeah. You're not watching it. That's the last thing you guys are missing from this year. Set piece. Yeah, for me, set piece. It's basically going on YouTube and watching the best stunts anyone's ever done. It's like watching that, but shot beautifully. Yeah. Which the other Mission Impossibles weren't, like, but this one in particular. No, I definitely. feel like they really, well, 
after I don't know whichever was the last bad one, the third one when they started mm-hmm. making good ones, like yeah. Ghost Protocol. But like they're all best of collection of stunts, and I don't remember anything about these movies except for the stunts. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's but, the one with the plane. Oh, yeah. that's the one with the cliff. Oh, no, yeah. no, no, absolutely. But there are quite a lot of ones normally which are like, he held his breath underwater for six minutes in one, and they edit it and put CGI in, so it means nothing. Like, they fucked that in the last that film. That scene was fucking awful. It's terrible. And he did apparently in a crazy, amazing thing, but we don't know he did. But with the skyscraper scene, yeah, in Dubai, that's incredible. But Fallout is just full of it. It's like every fucking scene is an incredible... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He keeps running. You see him break it. Did that years ago? Rumbling the Bronx. Yeah. Police story. Tom Cruise, best actor. I'm all for Tom Cruise breaking bones in his body. Best actor. Best male actor, dude. Like he's a Tom Cruise. You know? Anyway, it was fun. He's not right. Right. Are you ignoring okay. the nomination? Ticket, ticket, You want it nominated for yes. best act? I mean, he's not going to win. We're no, just- he's not going to win. I'm not going to waste a veto on something so goddamn ridiculous. We had Teen it. Titans go exclamation mark to the movie. So let's, comic just, let's move on. Fine. <laughs> uh, we have puzzle as well. Which I'm only so me and sad. Allie wanted to see. We were the only people in the whole world who wanted to see this movie. And we didn't. Kelly McDonald, no, we haven't seen it. I don't know, it. we didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to. Oh, I don't know why that's. Kelly McDonald doing puzzles. What's not to like? I love puzzles. It's not a jigsaw. Puzzles are great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's. I thought it was a song. Same genre as jigsaw. Oh, yeah, yeah, guys, very good. Yeah. August, we had Christopher Robin. I liked that movie. Look, why are you defensive about it? I liked it. I did. That's it was right. lovely. I've, honestly, I haven't seen it, but here's the thing. I went from the trailers watching it going, oh, I love how they're animating because they're not doing cartoon. They're making yeah. them look like the proper teddies that they're meant to be. And I like that the trailer showed it as this like breakdown of depression and that he's seeing them again because he's depressed with where he is in his middle life crisis. But then I started reading these reviews about how the messaging is terrible. Like he's this affluent, like, like he's in all these great positions and then he's like... I don't know. I didn't have seen it, but they said apparently it has a really bad message in the movie. Well, I, I don't know about the message. All I know is how it made me feel. And uh, <laughs> that's in, the in, message. In, 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 terms of, in terms of how it made me feel, I mean, it definitely hit all of that like nostalgia. And, and I feel like that's really coming through a lot this year and next year with films like Dumbo and stuff like Disney's doing that hardcore mm. right now. Oh, dear. Let's not get into the Disney true. remakes. <laughs> I mean, I liked it. It kind of, it kind of was like, oh, She's I'm reliving my childhood and I'm into it. So, you know, no, I agree. I, I think this is different. No, that's what appealed to me about this was it was different. It's like, here's a new story that does something completely different rather than we're just regurgitating the same stuff. Yeah. And my worry is people can't hear you. That's the only thing. I'm, I'm shouting. She's <laughs> in- <laughs> Increasingly British as you go She's along. In- to that Christopher Robin. <laughs> Did you like it as much as Paddington 2? I haven't watched Paddington 2, oh, so you I should not like it as much as Al liked Paddington 2. <laughs> I mean, it was the people around me. I just put up oh, with their behavior. Right. Yeah. Passing uh, around the tissues. Then we got to The Darkest Minds came out and disappeared. I think they thought this was going to be a big deal. It looked like, yeah, Runaways the movie, basically, but no one seemed to notice it came out. Good. Um, I want to put this movie in for best movie of the year, or not best, in the top 10. The Miseducation of Cameron Post. Top of my list to see. That's waiting for me. Um, I watched it a few days ago and then I rewatched it with Katie actually last night. Um, It's, yeah, it's, if again, if you grew up with a Catholic upbringing, it probably means even more. I did not. Uh, It's a wonderful film. And for me, it's the best film to deal with lesbianism this year. And it's been quite a few. If you did have a Catholic upbringing, you will have 
like a physical reaction to this. Yeah, Katie really was reacting. I almost was like, are you all right? Because you were really physically reacting to stuff in it. What I think is brilliant about it is when you watch the trailers, you think, okay, I see what it's going to be. It's going to be kooky. It's going to be a funny, but pointed dissection of how uh, it's set in 1993 and how like you know it's heartbreaking how difficult it is in a catholic world to be a lesbian but it's it's not that funny like it's actually like i don't think it plays things for laughs it's very like there's humor in there but it's very contextual it's not I heard people were disappointed that it wasn't what it's marketing that's the was. best thing about it i yeah. think is that it's just like no this is it's pretty fucking dark yeah, but I it's also to, funny i want to nominate chloe moretz for best female lead okay the Meg came out. Best actress too. Dude. That Meg. Best. <laughs> <laughs> Nominate for best <laughs> I waited like Sometimes fifteen years for this Sometimes she was like three different people, you know. <laughs> I was great. very excited. Very excited. The book is so racist and sexist. Oh, it really? Is. <laughs> <laughs> I read the book leading up to the movie because yeah. I love sharks, and I was like, "This is." a horrible book yeah. and it's also those two things aside it's so poorly written it's so bad <laughs> yeah it's great but this it's is so based fun. on a book there are a huge series of books they used to be taught in American schools because it was seen as like the new Jurassic Park at one point because oh he takes God. real science and applies it to fiction when you say he takes real science there's like a key to details that he uses again over and, and again, over again. And he over. loves saying just, ampullae Lorenza yes over and over and over he knows like three things and he uses the and all, shit and all women them. have platinum blonde hair <laughs> which they do not in the film because yeah. Chinese market yeah. well yeah they also <laughs> in the book true. it's Japanese and they change it I made sure about yes. those markets yes, in this yes. film it's, it's there were like five books and I've read three of them and I'm very ashamed uh, but that was about 15 <laughs> years ago and I was very excited John de Bont was meant to make this like after Twister <laughs> That's how long this has been going on for wow and now it's this but I'm going to bring up the Meg later in this show so we'll get to Black Klansman I like yeah. it. Yeah, I really like it. Very, very, very good. Great movie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I really like it. Um, I have it. So, so we put it in. We nominate for it. We put it in top ten. Nominate. Also for best actor, I'm bad with names, but the guy who played John, the uh, cop, he was fabulous, and I would definitely nominate it for best score. Like the score was amazing. Score, not music, yeah, specifically. John David Washington, because yeah. he's Denzel's uh, yeah, son. Yeah. He is Denzel's son. Oh, yeah, yeah which is just the wildest fact. It's the wildest fact. I'm glad I didn't know that before. The like, one. I watched it. You know, I liked it. In the it was fine. Scheme of things, it's the wildest fact for this podcast. All right. <laughs> I didn't love it. But yeah, I, I John I David Washington. Did. Did. Where are we? Slenderman came out. Which no. Was that a movie? Does that qualify as a movie? Is it the first one? It disappeared, right? It disappeared because they got in a lot of trouble. So what happened was, yeah, it was based on that yeah. story. Then they got in trouble. It was based on A lot of it's hinging murder? around her disappearance in the film. And then they... Yeah, like the whole murder thing. Yeah, yeah. Like some girl. Yeah, in the, the film, she disappears. Yeah. Um, oh. She didn't die then. And then they basically went in and took out a lot of the movie to try and make people happy. So it ends well, up being good. this like no, no, but like it just fucks well, up. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe you should because it's actually first shot place. quite nicely, and yeah. I don't mind the casting of people, but the movie's just not there. Yeah. Well, yeah, it just should. So, I mean, it could have been a good movie originally, maybe I don't know, but like it's definitely. I think the whole concept like of Slender is really interesting. It. Like this thing that was created through the internet, through like minds coming together. Yeah awful what happened with these two these girls but sure. yeah, yeah maybe like 20 years down the track they can make it yeah yeah played by a friend from wreck yeah. which you don't notice it really is annoying you don't get that wreck effect 
Crazy Rich Asians. It was. It was great. Great. I disagree. <laughs> She's a crazy Asian. <laughs> See, I, I disagree. I know. For me, I was like, Asian. this is a oh, fun rom-com. I thought it was fun. I dug it. It was a bog-standard rom-com that got was, caught in the hype of yeah. what it was doing, which was great, what it was doing. But it was a standard movie. Yeah, but yeah, how the story it was very predictable. I'm sorry. No. So, like, halfway decent rom coms are so rare. Yeah, True. I agree, and I thought that this one was a He's was a, bog, a more a than toilet. halfway decent rom com. <laughs> but I, I would say my bar was low, and I found it entertaining and engaging and charming. Yes, all, I agree. <laughs> That's I an agree with review. all those adjectives, Shannon. I thought that the female characters were really great. I liked the mother. I liked uh, Constance Wu. Aquafina was awesome. The male characters, you know, was they terrible. were kind of bad. Dreadful, all of them. But, <laughs> Did you see their <laughs> But I mean, it, I know. I mean, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they were cute. Sure. They were cute. They weren't but great. They weren't good at acting. No. But, uh, but I mean, I'm not she was great. I love what's he, uh, is Francis? Is it? No, Constance, Constance Wu? Constance Wu, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really liked her. I thought the material she was working with to get the emotional depth that she achieved and, like, the fact that I was invested in her character considering she was acting alongside, like, Ken, you know, Asian Ken doll, was amazing. She was brilliant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I was like, totally. You mean Ken Jong? But no, you're talking about <laughs> No, no, like, like he was just, like, literally <laughs> yeah, yeah. a smiling man with no charisma or ability, um, in my opinion. I wasn't super crazy but about any of really the impressive. leads other than Aquafina. I thought Aquafina was the only one who she was great. She was funny. Aquafina was great. And a lot of fun I, but and I very funny. Constance. No, I thought Constance Wu was really natural. I don't know. Maybe it was the writing that I didn't like, but it was just... I mean, the story and the dialogue. Considering what very, she was dealing with, I thought she was real. Really, Speaking really as good. someone who kind of grew up in that sort of environment. Playing the race card. Here no, we go. Go <laughs> <laughs> no, ahead. It's okay. I played it earlier with Black Panther. Go ahead. It was, you know, like the, those women are women that I recognize. Like, yeah. that's my mom and my mom's friends. You know, that's, that's the society that... I grew up in. And so it was really cool seeing that represented and being like, oh, I identify with that. That's awesome. Having also grown up there. <laughs> playing the race car. Here the we go. And being half Indonesian. And this was the same for my wife, Bethany, who's not Asian, but grew up in Asia. Like for us, that was like so representative of, yeah, people we went to school with and were in our community. But it was like, I mean... It, it was representative of like wealth and capitalism and just a side that is kind of ugly in reality. When you see, when you live in Southeast Asian countries and there's like such a huge wealth disparity and it wasn't representative of any of those things. And, and you know, yes, it was a celebration of like, yeah, Asians on screen, like getting leads, but you know, the same as Wonder Woman, the same as Black Panther. It's only going to mean something if films beyond that point are representative and like representative across the board and inclusive and open rather than just being like, whoa, here's like a little statement piece and, now we'll and go like, back let's to do celebrate what we're doing. it and right. let's go back and do it. Like, let's cash in on this. So for me, it was like, okay, yeah, it's a fun rom-com. As, as an Asian person and having grown up in Indonesia, for me, it was like, well, it doesn't represent right. everything. Um, no, and, it, and it doesn't represent everything fairly because the other thing was like, 
yes, these are rich Chinese Singaporeans. And then it was like showing Southeast Asians, like Filipinos as the the maids in the house and like Indians as like butlers and guards. And it's like, okay, like it's a bit more diverse and eclectic right. for that. And it's, you know. But it's and, also in the title. I mean, crazy rich Asians. Uh, yes, I, I understand yeah. that. But like the other thing for me was like, okay, it also feels like a sort of fantasy for maybe Asian Americans that have grown up here of this life that, that have a life here where it is maybe a bit more of a struggle and it's a bit more of a struggle to to stand above the crowd as right. your identity and with your background and to have something representative of like oh well like this is like rich asians and this is what it's like in singapore which it actually is like a char is right there is it is like that like there is that community but you know it was frustratingly I've, shallow in terms of its yeah, depth and, and breadth and yeah and 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 that that was one of my issues for it and that, and that for me, that's just very personal. Right. Like that's very, that's very tied into things that very personal. Just having grown up in an environment where I have family on both ends of the scale and, and having seen that and experienced that and lived that. So it was very like, cool. Yeah, whatever. Like, great. You're, you're fucking rich. There's Good someone. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, and that was like one of the main takeaways, which was kind of weird. Not weird, but just like, oh, okay. For me, I don't like rom-coms. I hate them generally. Like, generally, you really have to twist my arm to go see one. Someone did twist my arm to go see this one. And I walked out feeling like, okay, I, that wasn't a complete waste of my time. I didn't hate it. You know, which is well, like I think, I think actually a really positive review that, for me. That's how you're supposed <laughs> to go into every movie, right? Who doesn't right. like rom coms? If you come out of a rom com going, yeah, yeah it was all right. I, I feel I, like I was like rom coms probably. Did you like it? No, I just the story itself was so predictable, yeah, and the characters were very predictable and not like they were everything. Every issue they were dealing with was very surface level, and you didn't really learn about anyone past. Like I'm, I'm totally fine with it being crazy rich Asians. If like every movie has to focus on a group of people, and if that's a group of people they want to focus on, great. But then they're still people. You can still give them depth. You can still give them good sides and bad sides. But it was mostly like the evil people were really evil, and you saw right. it coming from a mile away. And if like the mom pulls out a ring, and immediately you're like, oh, I know how this movie's gonna end. And so some it was just of it, very, and some of it that, still felt stereotyped. It's Every rom-com ever. You well, yeah, see no, where I it's think going. It's, I think it's hard to make Which is why they're terrible. That's not an excuse. <laughs> yeah, it, well, yes, but I I guess That's I, like saying, yeah, like we were saying earlier, well, every comic book film doesn't know how to end, so let's give them all a pass. I'm like, no, they have to do better. Yeah, I get that. But for me and watching it, I felt like one of the points of making this movie, and maybe it's overreaching, is to say, hey, we can make the same movie and do it just as well and do it better and that's what i sort of took away from it is that we is that as an asian community whatever they wanted to represent like we can make the exact same movie it's going to be bigger it's going to be better it's going to fill in all the things we can have asian men as sexual leads you know like that's breaking stereotypes all of that sort of stuff and that's what i thought the point of the movie was yeah, I'm happy it exists for those reasons, but yeah. I just wish if you were going to put it's in, it's an expensive movie. Like you right. can, you can do that and then do something different with the plot also. And all right, guys, I'm gonna have to move us along. <sighs> have to move us along because <laughs> this is like more. Um, <laughs> everything I saw about that movie, I, you, yeah, you, you can pay. <laughs> <laughs> There's literally nothing that possibly interests me about that movie. Uh, the Happy Time Murders. 
There's nothing possibly that interests me about that. <laughs> I wish it was good. I wish it was good. I do too. Searching with John Cho. Searching was actually pretty good. It's down it. there. It's all right. Um, yeah, I thought was, I really was hoping it was going to be great. Yeah. Because I'd heard some really great, good buzz about it. I thought the the soundtrack was fucking terrible. It has this Disney yeah. score that like it does have a weird soundtrack. It's very weird. Um, Asian lead didn't get any press about that, did they? No. <laughs> In a fucking normal horror film. daughter would get, you know. Because he's not crazy. It's kind of a scary situation. Voice of God, by the way, John Cho. Madeline's Madeline came out, which I haven't seen yet, and I really want to. Um, It looks very beautiful. Kin came out. That was a film that I think they were also surprised didn't do as well as they thought. A little kid finds the alien gun, and no one gives a shit. (laughs) Isn't that the Predator? (laughs) Yeah, that is the Predator. Uh, Skate Kitchen came out, which was the film that if you thought you were too cool for mid-90s, you said, oh, I like Skate Kitchen. It's um, based on a real female skater group from New York who are called the Skate Kitchen. So they're all like not really actors and they played basically themselves. Wait, there was another movie that was just like that other one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's fine. Me and Ali watched it. Yeah. We liked it. I, I mean, mid-90s is way better. Yeah. Mid- it's cool. And when we saw mid-90s, we were shocked at how incredible the boys were because it's the same thing they're all skaters mm-hmm. and which made me excited to see this but i and they seem very cool like they all seem like they have really awesome cool diverse personalities and interests but it's i guess the dialogue came much more naturally in mid 90s for yeah. those characters and here it felt like they were trying really really hard to pull off the dialogue that was written for do you think them. it comes down it to direction forced. yeah i do yeah i mean that's obviously yeah, like some people are going to perform better or something, but definitely, yeah, when you're dealing with real people just being yourself, you got to direct them in the right way. And I think Johnny Hill really did that well. This film is like, it's fine, but I've people have gone crazy for this when I was talking to people and I don't know what they're talking about. Like, it's it's just it's a perfectly fine film, but mid-90s is way more character and interesting stuff. Yes. Then Summer of 84 came out. This is a horror film from the people who did Turbo Kid. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's very Stranger Things, like mixed with Rear Window kind of thing. Uh, it's about some kids who think their neighbor is killing this disturbier and all that stuff. It didn't really surprise me for the most part. It was it was serviceable. It was it was fine. I don't necessarily regret seeing it, but and there was a real kind of grotesque sequence near the end, which was pretty interesting. Yeah, and it good. didn't. It at least didn't end the way I thought it was going to end, which was a nice surprise. Yeah. But it's not like oh, you gotta go see it. It's more like eh, if it's on, you know, it's fine. Watch yeah, it, it's, it's fine. a decent like Netflix. Just like put it on. Basically, and, yeah. Uh, and then we're into September. The Nun came out, the new part in the Conjuring universe, and apparently it was very tame. Yeah. It was tame enough for me. I, I, I watched it. You know how bad I am in horror movies. I do know. And I was like, I mean, it was a little bit like, ooh, a jump scare. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Even for me, I was like, it could be more scary. We'll be covering that later this year as we do the Conjuring universe. Uh, Peppermint came out with Jennifer Garner. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the Predator came out. You can listen to our Predator podcast oh, uh, here. Predator. Uh, predator. What great, great movie. Great movie. Uh, it, it, it was terrible. But oh, uh, like uh, the, the dogs, though, <laughs> the dogs one? actually took on the Predator's characteristics, which I thought was so clever because, you know, like dogs and human, like real life, don't mm-hmm. take on human characteristics. So I thought that was really fascinating. That's all. It is terrible. Okay. And it didn't have to be terrible, which is the upsetting thing. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, guys. And on that note, we just get in. What are, what are your votes for best film of the year? Yeah, I'm a throw for Annihilation, honestly. Annihilation. I'm a throw in. Yeah. Jess, do you have anything? Hereditary. 
Hereditary and okay, so I'm gonna underline that you used your cards for those two. Hey, I'm gonna add one to the, the best horror that I don't think we mentioned that came out in April. Uh, Marabon. 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 Yeah. Marabon. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually really good. Actually, really? I change it. Marabon. Yeah. <laughs> You're fun. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you, guys. Have a lovely night. All right. So then we had White Boy Rick. Thought about it. Didn't see it. Okay. The house, yeah, with, yeah, like, yeah. the house with a clock in its walls. Good title. Did not see it. Yeah. Did not see fucking it. terrible. No. <laughs> Jack. Yeah. Yep. I think we're alone <laughs> now. Um, no one else see this? I love the song. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like this film. I was very excited. I thought the trailer looked like this would be one of my favorite films of the year. This is Peter Dinklage and somebody else and it's another like <laughs> I can't remember her name who it is it's based on a true story isn't it no it's end of the world no, it's, yeah. something else. it's an end of the world film <laughs> it starts <laughs> off amazing like that like the first 20 minutes of it I'm like this is oh, El Fanning here yeah. first 20 minutes I'm like this is fantastic like how is this not on everybody's lips and then it kind of loses track a bit just gradually and then by the ending it's like no I still really like this but it has a cast of four yeah it's an end of the world movie Peter Dinklage is fantastic in it. The Dink. Of course. He's very good. All right, it's my favorite thing that I've seen him in. Um, Emmy winner. Colette Multiple. came out. That, the Keira that was with Keira Knightley. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it. Assassination came out and pissed me off. Um, I saw this movie. You mean Assassination Nation? Assassination yeah, Nation. Uh, oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I was excited about this. The trailer looked fucking cool. And I know... Yeah, I know a lot of people like it. It feels basically like, to be fair, if this was a Purge movie, it would be the most stylish and well-made Purge movie. And it does kind of- They look stylish on the cover. It's, it's like, it really, it, it's, it starts off Landis like it's very, very serious. And to do with this, like basically it's to do with, um, like social media starts happening and phones start leaking. Someone's hacking people's phones and showing all the bad things that they're doing and all the sex thing that they're doing and all this stuff. And then everyone comes paranoid in this community and then everyone's phone basically gets <laughs> hacked and it becomes this whole thing. And it's meant to show this downturn of how you could like turn society over so quickly. And then in the last act, it's just like the purge and everyone's just killing everybody. <laughs> and it's just like, this doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Like you're trying so hard for a social political message that you just like made bullshit. But it's very stylish bullshit. It looks cool. Most of the acting is pretty cool. Like, I would say it's worth checking out, but you might be angry. But yeah, I kind of felt that way about Sorry to Bother You. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah like, yeah, I was I like, cool, this is like a socio-political message here, you know, with like- Just trying very hard There's some hard cool to... stuff in here. Like, no, it, I can see that. There's some loaded messaging. I like it. And then it like undid itself. And I was like, you've just undercut all this stuff you set up. Why? No, I can, I can get it. Yeah. This is one that I was excited to see that it was like right up my alley. Never did get around to seeing it, mainly because I read reviews that I was like, oh, this is just going to upset me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the messaging, uh, the end messaging, I think is pretty bad as well. There's, it becomes this weird, like, I wrote a huge diatribe on Facebook when I saw it because it was one of those films I felt so much about. I had so many thoughts. Oh, I feel like I saw your diatribe and I was like, oh, I'll go see it. Um, And it turns into like a gender battle by the end, which is not what the film was talking about at the beginning at all. So I don't know. Fahrenheit 11.9 came out and no one saw it. And I was excited for that one. It's Fahrenheit 9.11. No, it's 11.9. All right. This is, that's what it's called. Yeah. 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 Fahrenheit 9.11. This is his new one. Michael Moore's new one. Okay. My dyslexia kicked in. <laughs> uh, we had Hellfest, which is a horror film that nobody saw, um, and then a film that I'm 100% putting in for one of the films of the year is The Old Man and the Gun, which I fucking Agreed. love. The yes. score, acting, 
Films. I will say that you wrote it incorrectly on your list, though. You wrote the old mand. That's what I was already thinking. <laughs> I was already thinking, thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, this is not the Clint Eastwood movie. Correct. This is the new film from the director who did a ghost story last year, which was my favorite film of last year. And this is, yeah, his last film. His retirement film. Yeah. Not the director. His farewell (laughs) to the silver screen. Here's the thing. I long goodbye. Yeah, I was doing the... Good night, everybody. I'm going to bed. His swan song. His (laughs) last hurrah. Did I say that one? I I went to see this one when I was on the Horror Genre Festival, and I loved it so much that I kept just telling people, go and see this fucking film, and please don't go and see our film. I felt the same way just from the trailer, and no one really around me seemed to also be excited about the trailer, which maybe it was because I saw David Lowry's name and I really like a ghost story also, but also it's Robert Redford. I figured mm. like this would have more hype He's around it. Yeah. Fucking more, amazing. Like, I don't like, understand why more people didn't see it. Yeah, this I'm, is on my list for m- one of the underrated or oh, whatever yeah, the title is. Sure. This is on my list to see. I love the trailer. Films of- and when I described it to some friends, they looked at me weird and thought it I just mean, sounded boring and I was like why you just need CGI people hitting each other I don't yeah. understand what people want from movies they're not my friends anymore <laughs> but it's just it's so good and I went like after this because I always love Robert Redford and you know when you like see like a big actor or actress and you think they're amazing and then you look for their IMDb and you're a little bit oh they haven't actually done that many incredible films is normally what I find like so many and I just started re-watching them all while I was traveling and just like he's just Maybe the best and actor, director, right? Yeah, he's, he's a beautiful creates, man. He was part of creating Sundance yeah. and yeah. also yells at people whenever he's like, this is not about party. This is about film. Yeah. Like, I love Robert No, he's Robert. like, he's fought so hard to be taken seriously mm-hmm. because he was such a, he was like the Brad Pitt of his generation. Mm-hmm. But and then they did that movie together. Oh, it was mm-hmm. gorgeous. He's like, and he's he's eighty one in this. Yeah, he's like he's real old. Yeah, he's so good. He was old when he came big. He was like That's most true. of the films you think of of Robert Redford. He was in his thirties and forties for, like it's it's amazing, man. That's not old. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's we're, we're, we're all very, very old. Very young. <laughs> we're in <laughs> guys, <laughs> and we should get Sean on the phone because <laughs> we're going to kick off with a little film called Venom. Oh, good. He's off work. We're not going to embarrass him. Don't do that. That we created a category for in this podcast. Most bewilderingly well-received film. Not by critics. No, by critics. Let's go to Rotten Tomatoes, shall we? Someone, anybody? Yes. Let's see where it's standing right now. The divide between audience and critics has maybe never been so big as with Venom. Rotten Tomatoes has really gone down the shitter, though. Oh, yeah. It's recommendation. But so is so is pub, so is the fucking public voting system of paying for movies because Venom made more mo- money than Deadpool two, than Wonder Woman, than nearly every comic book movie yeah, here out we go. there. More than Deadpool two? Oh, wow. Yes, way more. More the, than Wonder Woman. Do you have it? Yeah, go go, Shannon. Uh, the audio. Well, the critic score for Venom is twenty eight percent. Too high. The audience score, eighty four percent. That seems fair. That's insane. As James would say, (laughs) you have to think of the lowest common denominator (laughs) when selling to the US. Insane. And it's made so much money. But that lobster tank scene, just, I don't care. I I love the movie. Because (laughs) that one scene made me laugh so much. He was good. He's he's fucking terrible. Yeah, but he knows how to be terrible. He's ghastly in it. What? He knows how to be terrible? What the fuck? Yeah. 
uh, Chris oh, Hemsworth Taylor, also. You want to get your mic set again? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, it's true. You were very kindly pointing it before. Yeah, I mean, I think some actors know how to deal with material that is quote unquote beneath them. Uh, some of them don't, and they just rise to the occasion, so to speak. Uh, I think but, it's Yeah, he just had so much fun making that movie, and it's so obvious watching. Look, if only our viewers could see Al's face. Our listeners, sorry. I don't, I mean, Damn. no one's going to stand up for this, like, Wonder Woman last year, but this is, like, this is the worst fucking piece well, of shit. Tom Hardy even said that they cut all of his favorite parts. Yeah, yeah he, he was, like, on the press store beforehand. Yeah. He's literally saying this movie isn't good. <laughs> <laughs> and he said they took out all the good bits. Yeah. But, and is yeah, he a better Venom it. than Topher Grace? Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, the Venom looks really like Venom, hard. but he's, it, it's just, it's really and hard. the problem is when you think back on it, it's just this dodge. <laughs> The, the suit that Topher Grace had was so terrible in yeah. terms of like practical effects yeah. and everything. At least that, this one looks just okay in some scenes. I yeah, I hated the first two Spider-Man movies, so I never saw them uh, until Missing your out. roommate Carter said that I should go back and watch Spider-Man three, and I no, did I earlier this year, and I loved it. I oh my god! god. <laughs> just Taylor. Yes. Yeah. So that's, Taylor that's should be the in the Spider-Man podcast with this. Like that's why <laughs> I love that Venom. Reason. That's what it reminded me of with Spider-Man three, the only good one. But there's what? no. Keep <laughs> talking about. Adrian, help me. Well, it just reminds me of this movie that's coming up, and I'm excited to talk about it because they mention that scene with the clicking and the dance. Yeah. What did you, you see? You see Venom? Huh? Did you see Venom? No. Okay. But I already put it on my most uh, that bewilderingly yes. well received. No, I, I just can't fathom it. I can't. It makes me just feel like I can't. I don't, I don't need to I fight just... for it, but I do need to say that I, I had a good time. I had a terrible time. <laughs> well, that's more terrible on time. you than the film. I like I like Tom Hardy. I think he's oh. also that that potentially helps. fitting into that same category for some people. I don't know. Is a Star is Born? Let's argue Bar. more, shall we? Okay. Oh, good. So many Here we go. Let's start with Laura because you haven't talked to Noah. Go. Okay, so I really enjoyed A Star Is Born for many, many, many reasons. I thought Lady Gaga was fabulous. And I thought the music Damn, was wait, very wait. good. Before we go any further, does she have a real name that we can use? Because I'm going to throw up if we keep saying Lady Gaga. <laughs> I think she goes by I mean, Lady right so now. Stephanie. Stephanie. It's Stephanie. Really? Can we oh call God. her she Stephanie for the sake yeah. of dignity? Yeah. She, she goes by Lady, though. I know. I'm Gags, still going to call her Lady Gaga. <laughs> you, you may call her okay. Gaga. No, I'm going to call her Steph. Okay. Well, let's continue. So, there's a couple things. Most importantly, I think this movie, for me, had a very progressive view of alcoholism and addiction. There are many scenes, specifically one line where she said to him, it's not your fault, it's a disease. And that like is so progressive and not a lot of people. Like I've dealt with very personally um, people that I love with alcoholism and addiction, and that's... Like, that was just very progressive. And many of the things were there. And the relationship was very real and relatable as far as being in a relationship with someone with alcoholism and just the music and everything. I just thought it was well done. And the problems that I had with it were specifically... So they had to follow a specific structure. Many people don't know this, but there's three other Star is Born movies. And so this is the fourth one. And they all kind of tailor it to the current, they talk a lot about in each movie, the current like celebrity 
fad and what celebrity culture is like at that time period. And they each do a pretty good job of doing that. And the problems I had with the movie were because they were following a very specific structure of he had to die. Or crap. No spoilers. (laughs) It's a very, very old movie. Yeah, it's a very old movie. And like he had to do this, this had to happen. And like there were certain things that had to happen. She meant on stage. Yeah. yeah. His performance done. His performance. I. Sorry. I was surprisingly really enjoyed this movie. Like, everybody I spoke to were like, what? You liked it? And I was like, yeah. Is that an American accent? I'm shocked, too. No. Did I do an American accent? No. Damn. That's what I was asking. (laughs) But yeah, no, it was. I was shockingly really enjoyed it. I had a real problem with the front of it. The first quarter was, like, so fucking quick and fast forward. And I got it. They had to build this relationship within a certain, you know, within the first... 29 pages or whatever it is I, I got that so it was really quick and weird I was like this is not how life happens or slash how super duper celebrity musicians hang out they don't just walk into a bar and blah anyway blah 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 that was my main problem with it the rest of the film I thought was for what it was really really well directed I thought Bradley Cooper did a great job with the material and there was some things which I thought were quite artistically done for the type of film it is as well and the songs. I really like some of the songs. I was like, fuck, I'm singing that song from that movie. Damn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so uh, there's a few things that kind of caught me off guard because I went in wanting to hate it. Trust me. Because I was like, this is not a film I enjoy. But I did. So, you know, good for it, I guess. 2018. 2018. Shannon. I did not like it. <laughs> <laughs> um. And no, I would agree. I thought some of the things that it dealt with, it, it did well dealing with alcoholism. And I caught the same line of like, it's not, oh, it's a disease, all of that. Yes. It's a very old movie. It feels old. It feels dated. It feel like, it feels melodramatic, which is always going to make me want to roll my eyes and vomit. So that was just kind of how I felt about it. And Bradley Cooper doing... This voice the entire time in the movie. I just... Bradley, are you here? I don't... I I couldn't get into it. (laughs) Because he's from fucking Arizona in the movie. He's not from Texas. I... But that's like one of the main things is like he stole his dad slash brother's voice. And he became famous and his brother I did not. I thought that was specifically talking about like the singing and the songs, not his physical <laughs> No, no, he ripped out his, his no, no, but he stole <laughs> the timber, the, the style, everything about it. So that was like part of the story. I also story. thought, correct me if I'm wrong, very ignorant to this, but I thought that when you're when you are an alcoholic and you drink a lot and smoke a lot, it affects the way you speak and that that was Absolutely. influenced yeah. how he was yeah. speaking. That's what I had thought. I was like, oh, he does a pretty okay good job. It. I was like, that's not how Bradley Cooper sounds, but I'm like, he's not Bradley Cooper. That's fine. Uh, it annoyed me. May- but mainly because it didn't seem to make sense because they're from Arizona. Like he had a Texas accent and it just didn't make sense yeah. to me. I saw it less as a, a like geographical accent and more as like, a, oh, this is, this happens when you do this to your body from like a dialogue perspective and what and the actual story itself and yes i've seen the others and things like that i get it i just found it to be too melodramatic i i also really appreciated the fact that like 
the one British character was evil, and I think that's a that's a that's a stereotype that you're playing to Hollywood. An honest representation of the I British agree. people. That holds yeah. up. It's the I one think good thing. About I think we movie. can all agree on that, yeah. right? I can agree yeah. on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Brits yeah. are evil. I had this. I had this <laughs> nominated Look at the of colonization, as my you know what I mean? most you bewilderingly well received because I just I, I don't know. It was like a it's a tearjerker like. Well, yeah, it's, it's the most uh, obvious Oscar bait. Like, yeah. as far as born, like, that's like a key word. Like, that's, 100%. Yeah, that's what it represents. I, that's why I never bothered seeing it, because I've seen the original. Love, or not the original, but the second one. Babs. I like yeah. the Barbra Streisand. I, I, I never saw that, but I, I love yeah. the second one so much, and I have it on Blu-ray, and it's, like, a, one of the best movies of all time. So what's the point? Unless you are doing this for your career. I thought it was surprisingly fresh, though. Considering this is the fourth iteration of the same story, I was like... Well, it's Hollywood's favorite well, story. It's about itself. Right. Yeah. yeah. La La Land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to win an Oscar for something. I hope it does. It's going to win best song. It'll win best sure. song. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. It'll win best song. For which song? Shallow. 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 Their opening duet. Yeah. yeah. Is that the one where well, she goes? Opening, hey, but when she comes up, yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Well, this one's Stephanie where, is in the room. Where oh my the God. I got goosebumps. Bradley and Gaga in the same room. Magical. Special guest, guys. There's a lot of really funny memes of that moment. No, no, please, you go. Okay. I agree with most things that everyone has said. I. Oh, for the most part, really liked this movie, but there's definitely things about it that I didn't like. I think I seem to be in the minority in thinking that Gaga was not a great actor. No, she's I, not great. I agree. Okay, she that's what great. I'm happy to she, be talking I to you guys because most people are like, she was "What singing. are you talking about?" She did she's a fine incredible. job of being a singer. Acting. Yeah, she's an incredible singer. I love listening to her voice, but I don't think she's a great actress. Um, I'm not calling her Stephanie. I'm calling her Lady Gaga because that's what I know her as. So get over it. Uh, on, let's, so let's just allow right these now. ridiculous people to keep doing ridiculous things. So I didn't think she was a great actress, especially in her more serious scenes. I wasn't crazy about her performance. Incredible singer. I thought Bradley Cooper did a great job. I liked the voice. I thought when the scene where he is drunk as she's getting her Grammy... I feel like peop- most actors cannot pull off being drunk. Like, it's very, very obvious he's, when they're... I thought he was fabulous and in he this did movie. an incredible job. And it's, Actually, I- put him down for best actor. <laughs> Damn it. Um, I did not like... So, my main issues are... Ow. My main issues my are first. how... I hate when when films go to the extreme to point out, like, look how bad it is. So when she's, like, singing the SNL songs and her, her like, look, she's transformed. She's a pop star now. The songs are so bad They're that really, I'm just like, yeah. she wouldn't have. That's not what would have happened. That is, like, the very extreme version of what would have happened. And it's if you're trying to sell me a realistic story, which up until that point it had been, it kind of just takes me out of it. So I didn't like that. And I didn't. A lot of artists who had picked up, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, so. I don't that's, know. That's I thought like it was a, a little extreme. Story, story, right? Lyrically, yeah, there might be Lady Gaga trying to say this is my story as well. Well, and that I was the thing. She actually spoke about that. out about yeah. that. Is she? Being like, no. Yeah, she. She's responsible for the shit she, she does. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was like, that was me con- entirely acting. Like that was me putting on a role. I didn't like necessarily it wasn't like a comment it wasn't yeah it wasn't connected to like my experience like i had a positive like that was who i was and i'm proud of that and this was completely different experience 
So yeah, because I thought the same thing, and then someone told me about this when interview, I might and I watched it. Oh. Out the window. L. Yeah. What do you think? I have many feelings about Star Wars. <laughs> are you going to share them, or are you just going to keep brood. them to myself? I'm trying to get back into my mind frame, because I talked to Ali about it today after I watched it, because I went into it, again, kind of like you, like, this is not for me, I'm going to be grumpy, but again, I try to always go in open to any film, and again, with Solo, that's a perfect example, like, I try to go in, like, I need to judge this as a movie, and not with my baggage. So, I mean, I mean, on the broad aspect, it didn't make me that angry, which I was really surprised. Like, I thought I'd be really angry, and I wasn't that angry. I actually think it's a good movie. And I recommended it to Katie to watch. But in the same way as I kind of recommend Titanic to Katie to watch. Like, it's not a great film. Right. Uh, But it's such a, like, spectacle to watch that if you should... I had... My problems with it... Again, not angry problems, but just, like, were perplexing problems more. Yeah, I agree with you, Shannon. I think Bradley Cooper... I think he was bad. I think he was actually bad. And I don't understand 50% of what he's saying in the fucking movie. I agree! (laughs) (laughs) Say the just directing half of all the male actors in any film. No, 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 I didn't understand it. Well, that's that's how I feel about Joaquin Phoenix in Old Mate. Sure, sure, sure. Like, I didn't understand fucking anything he said. Let me have my say, (laughs) (laughs) Just let me know. (laughs) I don't think it was very good. I have a problem with movies about fame when famous people are playing them. I think it's incredibly egocentric for him to play that lead character. And for the first thing that comes up at the end, it's like, directed by Bradley Cooper. Yeah, we know you fucking are. Go back to being a raccoon. And with Lady Gaga, like, she's got a great voice and she's much better than him. She's not amazing. She's fine. But she's just kind of, he's managed to let her be herself, I think. Um, And I think that's shocking to people because you don't normally see someone like that. So I think people will interpret it as she's incredible. But she's fine. But obviously she has a great voice. But then when you've got these scenes of someone singing, it's like, well, yeah, it's just a concert now I'm watching now of Lady Gaga. It's like, and I don't like Lady Gaga, so that's not doing anything for me. If this was someone I didn't know, that would have impact. Because it's like, oh, I feel like we're discovering someone together as an audience and a film. But no, it's just like, let's have famous people doing famous things. And don't we feel sorry for them because their life is so hard. And I get that. I like having sympathy for all types of people because I think you should. I agree with you, Laurel, as well. Like, I think it's got a good story to do with him. My problem was, like, I texted Ali right at the beginning of the film and I wasn't being snarky because I'm a... Occasionally, I can be snarky. What? And I texted to Ali saying, seriously, I'm not being snarky. This isn't me being a dick about things, but I'm in the first scene of A Star Is Born. Brad the Cooper's on stage playing. And again, I think they film it very well. It was a wise decision to do Coachella stuff. Amazing. Whatever the fuck you said. Couch, Ella. And I was like, is he meant to be good or is he meant to be washed up? Because the music just did nothing for I me. I think both. I suppose yeah. to have been, No, yeah. but the fans Very... love him in that movie. And as I went through, it's like, no, he's meant to still be as loved as possible. I but it's not meant to be that he's not writing good music anymore. He's meant to be playing hits that people like. And to me, it's like, oh, I think it's meant to be genuinely. He's not writing good music anymore. So in my head, it was like, he's going to meet this girl. She's going to infuse him. They're going to feed off of each other. It's going to be the symbiotic relationship for good and bad. And that wasn't what happened at all. I mean, it is in some ways, but not to do with his music. So there's a, just a general disconnect for me because, yeah, that scene when she first comes out and, and sings, it's very powerful because it, it's going to be. Like, they're playing in front of a real crowd and, like, it, it works as a scene, but none of the music did anything for me at all. I don't like any of the music in that film. So it makes it very hard when I'm sitting there watching this stuff. I was like, well, this does, I can't... So when you get to those bad songs, I'm like, is this different? I, don't, I mean, the lyrics, I guess, are a bit different, but the song is like, it sounds like the other shit that they're writing. Like, it doesn't mean anything to me. 
And I also had a real problem with it. I didn't understand the message. I was like, is there a message to this? And I felt maybe because it's been adapted from three films before I mean, they've that, lost yeah, the message now. That was now. my biggest problem with it is it was so locked into a structure that it didn't... Some of the the script was very progressive, but the plot was not. Yeah. Like, was, was like and a, so... And it was because it was locked in and there were so many other places that movie could have gone. Yeah. But they didn't even attempt or, you know, put any of that in there because... Every yeah, to follow. every movie follows an exact. Story. And I was like, I don't know what you're trying to say. That was really how I left. I was like, I have no idea what you're trying to communicate or make me think about. Whereas La La Land, I have huge problems with the ending. I think it really makes me angry with the messaging. But I love that film. But I know what he's trying to say. I have no idea what a Star is Born is trying to say. Wait, you all. love La La Land? No, I do. But I, I don't. We don't have time for La La Land. There's a we thing that ruins the whole movie for yeah, me. Okay. But, but okay. Uh, Similar things in terms of like famous people playing. No, but that's the, the thing with this movie. Journey, I thought it'd right? be like that in this. I thought, okay, I'm ready to be angry with the message you're giving me. And instead, I got Tiana's like, I don't even know what message you're trying to give me. And I don't think Bradley Cooper's a good director. I think this is exactly how your film looks when you've got lots of money and professional people around you. This is how your film looks. There's not one director decision other than let's do a gig on, uh, in a real festival. Like, that's a director decision. Coachella. But there's nothing visually. I don't know. I Cat think there's some anything, other though. shots, like the the way they shot the end with the the death. We didn't <sighs> see it necessarily. Oh, no, like, no, no, it was bad. Yeah, I didn't like it. I see. I mean, not. Yeah, that might be, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, really that's a director terrible. decision. But I'm interested not. to see what he does if he makes another thing that's not like this. Mm-hmm. If he if he makes a film, I'm interested in seeing it. Plus, I also like Bradley Cooper. I think I he's like, like the Cooper. American Hugh Jackman. I normally like him. This film made me not like him as much. Yeah. I would be no, interested to see what that comparison. That's perfect. I don't know. <laughs> also, I will say that uh, this is a good segue from that. The thing that makes me genuinely mad about this movie is that uh, the other movie that he was considering making when he before he chose this was his absolutely hog bonkers Paradise Lost adaptation. Oh, no way. That's a terrible idea. Yeah, I wanted that movie. If <laughs> anyone's ever read that book, it's a terrible idea. Just I mean, him playing when, gigs when you get to on the whole layers. second part where Jesus is flying around shooting lightning bolts out of his hands and stuff, it gets wild. Was that going right? to oh, yeah. be Bradley? I actually, yes. I assume so. <laughs> I, assume yeah. so. I, I, I believe he was set to star in it as well. Could we uh, just wrap the Star is Born bit with uh, Adrian just doing that singing bit one more time? <laughs> I'll be no, I'm serious, do it. <laughs> Actually, uh, Shannon, lead him in with some Bradley and then you do the Gaga. Hey, where are you going? <laughs> is that how it goes? That's really good. Yeah. Your star. Thank you both for coming, please. The door is over there. Uh, now we're moving on to a film that I do want to put into my list of best films of the year, which is First Man, which I love this movie. Speaking of La La Land, there's a new film from the director of La La Land that not that many people seem to have seen. I still haven't seen this. The whole flag. Staggeringly tense, a jarring, and um, I mean, it can be too shaky for some people. There's a lot of shaky camera yeah, in there. And that if you're was in a, my issue. Shaky and very close Yeah, if you're up. in a big cinema, you might feel a bit sick. I would actually recommend seeing it on a slightly smaller screen. And sitting um, in the back. Yes. <laughs> But I loved it. Like, I felt the last act or the last couple of scenes, they needed to be more imaginative with. I thought he needed to get into his head, and I don't want to spoil stuff, but we all know what happens to the first person to walk on the moon. But I felt they could have done more things to do with his family and his history. Like, the things that were practically just real. Um, I felt the ending was a little bit of a a disappointment from the the guy who did La La Land and has lots of imagination. Yeah, how was the directing shift from him going from two music-based films? You would never know it was him directing this film. But music is always a huge part of all his 
films, like even in, in was it here? Yes, yeah, so there's no it way you'd know that this was him. If you just seen First Man, there's not like you watch La La Land, you're like, this could be from the guy to Whiplash. But see First Man, and you give me a list of ten directors, and he's one of them, I would never have guessed this was him. Right, like it just feels, and it feels that way. It feels like he wanted to just make no, I want to make a serious proper drama, and I just want to like do this as by the book as possible really and like there's not many risks in it it's just really fucking well executed i felt uh, i agree i, I really enjoyed it you didn't like it no okay. i really i really wanted to that's the thing i just i don't know if it's just because i had a huge issue with like just the choice of shots because it was so close up a lot mm-hmm. of the time and a lot of it was shaky and for some things, I was like, that's really cool because you get the sense of like, you're just a fly on the wall and, and you're watching this kind of family drama unfold. But then on the other hand, I'm like, with a big budget, do you think you could put a tripod down or something? Like, I don't think it was you, a budget problem. Could you do that? <laughs> could you, could you, can you afford a tripod? I understand, but I do think it is like, it's it's very much on purpose to make you feel the nausea that they're feeling, which it has detrimental effects. But for me, that's why it's so effective. Yeah, but that's okay when they're going into space. But like when you're just in the house, oh, did you get, do you I need get to feel sick while you're walking around the house? All right, guys, for this shot, we're going to need a tripod. Sorry, mate, we've got a tripod. Or like a steady cam or something. But he, I, yeah, I think he was very much trying to make because he shot specifically with film from that era as well. And right. when was it? Sixty nine? Oh, cool. Is it sixty eight? Sixty nine. This period of time. So I think he was very much like Steadicam wasn't invented then. So he was trying to shoot with just what was available at the time. I mean, I and think the cool. acting was good. I, I enjoyed. Um, oh, God's the, boy. Ah, uh, Goss. Yeah. And and Claire. His Foy. wife is great. Yeah, Claire yeah. Foy. Great. The Queen. Um, no, <laughs> not any longer. I love it. Not any no, longer. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. But Olivia Colman. Bad times at the. Oh, this is taking oh, a long Olivia time, Coleman. guys. <laughs> the best. Bad times at the Air Royale. Let's just skip through some things. I'd like to see it. I guess it was fine. I, it was fine. I liked it. I thought Lewis Pullman was excellent. Outside of that, meh. All it I think what, of is the trailer and Chris Hemsworth dancing with his shirt yeah, unbuttoned, which is all you it's need. The best bit. <laughs> <laughs> it winds up for a great ending, and then there's no great ending. Um, Goosebumps too. Cynthia Arrivo, though. Let's just give her a shout out. She's incredible. Yeah, she was. R.L. Stein. Beautiful boy. R.L. Stein. Oh, I it really like Beautiful Boy. Yeah, I think this is one of those things <laughs> that, that people generally disliked. I think for me, surprisingly, found it quite emotional, like it affecting for me. Yeah. Um, I think I related to some of the the st- like thematics in it and some of the stuff that the characters were dealing with a little bit. Do you want it on anything? Um, no. No, no, it's not worth chucking it on on there necessarily. But I thought some of the performances were great. I love Steve Carell. I love that father relationship there. Oh, and this and the his, thing his desperation to try and help his son. Some people thought that it was like a bit hacky. And, and I think all the the performance was like melodramatic or something. But I thought it was, I thought it was solid. I like, thought they yeah. had a great relationship. Yeah. I thought Timothy Chalamet was amazing. I... I don't know what it is it about the movie script. that's like preventing me from putting it on any of yeah. my top lists, but I really enjoyed it. I think it was maybe a little bit slow at points, but it's that's life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. All right, uh, then we got Halloween. You can hear our full opinions on the Halloween podcast with me, Justin, uh, Katie, and we're getting to it. Don't worry. <laughs> and Ali. Like I was really. I mean, this was one of my most hyped films of the year. I really enjoy certain parts of it, but it definitely was. A, it was quite a letdown for me. I love the director, and I love from Halloween. So. Did anybody else? Okay, I, I would put it on the list for best horror film of the year, but it's not going to win. 
is how I feel. So let's not bother wasting my time writing things. Border came out. Uh, this was the breakout hit or one of the two breakout hits really from Fantastic Fest um, that we were at. And nobody knew at the time this was going to be the breakout hit because this was like, feel not that many people were talking about, really. I just happened to be on this movie in the schedule. Like, I knew nothing about it going in. No one had really, like, recommended it to us or had any positive or negative things to say about it. So mm-hmm. I kind of just didn't know what I was getting myself into. So, which also from the trailer, once you go see the movie, you don't really know what you're getting yourself into. It's on a lot of end of year lists and it's also on Variety's top 10 up-and-coming directors to look out for. Yeah. Of which Bradley Cooper is also one of them because, yeah. you know, he needs the highlight. <laughs> Can you ever forgive me? Yes. I haven't seen it yet. I really liked this, and I was very excited for it from the trailer. I can have two mics. Nominate her best actress? I Yes, I absolutely would. It's very different. As anybody who knows Melissa McCarthy, you watch this trailer, you know this is very different from anything she's ever done. So I do want to nominate her for female actress. Are you in charge of writing? Oh, wait, who am I? Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy, best female actress or female performance service. I love the relationships in the movie. I love her character. I love this like simple but fun storyline. I thought it was really... I'm excited to see it. I haven't gotten around to watching it yet, but the trailer is so intriguing to me and I think Melissa McCarthy is great in a lot of things. Yeah. Um, I really liked it. And I love that she like fought to get this movie made. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. It's awesome. So better than Happy Time Murders? I yeah. had zero desire okay. to see that. So. You know, I haven't seen it, but I'm going to venture to see <laughs> it. But I okay. imagine okay. it's better. Mm. Yeah. I think we're all going to need to see it. Her relationship really... with, her friendship with Richard E. Grant. They have a really cool friendship that they create in this. It's good. Okay, Al's gone to the restroom, so I am taking <laughs> over for this at the moment. Too. Which is really bad because I haven't seen anything this year. But Suspiria, another movie that came out in October. No, Al wanted me to jump. To Suspiria, Al. Interesting. <laughs> Suspiria. Strange. <laughs> not talking about Mandy when I'm out of the room. Uh, this is one that people seem to hate or love. I was actually right down the middle. I thought this was fine. Like, things I liked about it, the things I really didn't like about it. It was just kind of boring, to be honest. Kind of boring? Like, there were definitely some, like, immersive parts in it, Dream and it, then it? it lost me, and I just thought it was too long. I thought yeah. it was beautiful, I want to see it so bad. What's it a remake of? Suspiria. Suspiria. Exactly, that's what I thought. <laughs> Suspiria. <laughs> just as I suspected. No, it's not Dakota Johnson. Johnson. It's the girl from, yeah, yeah. Dakota Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Fifty Shades, yeah. Fifty Shades Creed. Mid-90s is 100% Amazing. in my list for the best films of the year. This is actually my personal second favorite film of the year. Interesting. Mm. I thought it was a really good film. I felt the reach for like a point of conflict in it like i felt the film like everything reaching for this moment of tension between them right. which i didn't feel naturally existed but other than that i really liked everything about it i was like this is a fun cool little 90s re- retro you know spec i'm into it it feels to me honestly like as cult as it's like right. kids but without the misery like wallowing in misery you know it's like just a quite an honest right. representation of something. But like early Linklater a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah you know, absolutely. That yeah. quality, which I really enjoyed. Yeah, mm. I really, really loved it. Let's move to November then, shall we? Nothing else came out of note in October. <laughs> Why are you torturing me? <laughs> Laura's here to talk about a little film called Mandy that came out in October. <laughs> oh, it was October. Uh, this is movie Nicolas Cage and other And I nominate people. it for everything. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was gonna Are use his Are you using his a signature veto. select? Yeah, you have one. No one's fucking using them, so. I don't know what I would. I'm waiting until the actual fight's at the end. Has anyone seen Mandy other than me and Laura? I saw it earlier this week in, oh, and in preparation for this. Okay, all right, let's wait. Uh, the two who just left sadly started watching it and then stopped because they they said they were too <laughs> high. Too high. <laughs> like you get high watching that movie, yeah. so you can't Huge go mistake. in high. Like uh-huh. <laughs> Huge mistake. Um, so this is a movie Biggest that is uh, very, very big in the genre. Alex, sorry, <laughs> on the genre you get high watching it. <laughs> no, we're like really excited. So. When we were traveling to the horror film festival, people wanted to talk about Halloween. Suspiria and this. They were the three big ones that everyone was fighting over for different reasons. But nearly everybody from the genre of group was into Mandy. That was like a big one. Halloween was pretty split. Suspiria was very split. <laughs> Mandy, for the most part, people liked it in the horror um, genre. Is that I even a horror movie? That's why I was struggling what to nominate it for. I wanted to nominate it for most underappreciated be- but that's just the people in this room. So. Or at least understood. <laughs> yeah. Like- <laughs> so that's where you sent me a picture from. The guy from Predator. The first Predator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has an age today. I know. It's weird, isn't it? It's very that weird. That is amazing. Like, the guy who know, played I love Predator? It. Laura, you have seen this film five or six times. I've seen it many a time. Many a I time. own it. <laughs> Proudly. All right. Uh, we, I want to give Laura the platform. To explain why you love this movie so much, because I only eventually saw it last week, and we just met, we just become friends, <laughs> we've gone off and done a shoot together, and then it was this kind of thing of like I knew how important this film was to you, and I was already kind of excited to see it, and I went into it and had very different feelings. You're the wrong about person it. to see this movie. I'm sorry. Why? So that's interesting to me because one of the specific things that I thought you would appreciate watching Mandy is it's set in this sci-fi world, this like. You can tell it's sci-fi, there's weird things about it, but it's more, it's less about the world and it's focusing on, you kind of just have to accept certain things that happen because there's so much being thrown at you, but that's what I kind of like about it because... You said there's so much being thrown at you, what's being thrown at you? <laughs> like nothing is being thrown at you. Uh, the bikers? The, everything. <laughs> well, just different all of a sudden these bikers come out all of a sudden there's a horn like there's mystical elements that aren't ever explained but i like that they don't explain it like the drug with the scorpion thing i don't know what that is but i just accept it and we're all high together in a room and i'm in for it so i don't know i just go i was able to go on this crazy psychedelic horror metal journey did you, you say got a friend horror? in this, so. Like, you, did you oh, like horror. it? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> because I like metal. Yeah, it was If it you was don't like metal, you're not going to like the okay, No, I have one yes, first question. Like metal. I mean, I have a long list like, of notes that I may roll, watch it. Sci-fi, horror. It was no, everything I No, but I have one, I no, one immediate thing. And this isn't to do with the film. This is a criticism because I keep hearing people saying it. You were saying that. You literally just said mm-hmm. it like because I like metal. There is no metal in this entire film. Like but actual metal. Well, yeah, that's just the spirit. The, the score but is like young No, no, okay, okay. So you're talking about the cultural, not because there's literally zero metal in this film. <laughs> well, it's more like that's no, not, there's nothing. There's, I was there's waiting some, for it. There's a carpentry. Yeah, there's, there's yeah, a guitar, yeah, the doll, and a Wonder Woman thing. It's more wood based. Stone metal, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very specifically stone metal. Okay, stone metal. Okay, any blacksmithing? There's no like, there's no drums or anything going on. Like this film is. Yeah, of course not. This, yeah. Well, not of course not. When you say metal to most people, I think they think of something also, loud and quite raucous. There's nothing loud or raucous in this film. <laughs> nothing. And the score is by Johan Johansson, who's one of the greatest composers of all time. He sadly died just oh, after this film. Yeah. And I thought his score was fucking terrible in this film. 
and it breaks my heart because I've I followed him for like so long. The director long. writer has an amazing name. He's a wanky fucking name. Panos Cosmatos. Yeah. But it is his actual name. He's it's great. Like, I want to name that cool. Yeah, just uh, Black Moth Super yeah. Rainbow or something. <laughs> yeah, which is a very very contentious like, film. Yeah. Like, it's very similarly just all fucked up. Crazy. Yeah, I never saw it, but uh, so does it get in categories or not? Well, I need to like we haven't got to talk about it. Me and Laura have been waiting to have a fight, and now Taylor's in on the fight too. So yeah, now it's unfair. I mean, I will always go to bat for my boy. <laughs> now we're now it's unfair. Nick Cage is your boy. Is your boy? Mm-hmm. What's oh, your yeah. favorite Nick Cage film? Oh, let's do oh, right. Oh, oh, Magic Man. Oh, that's, that's a good film. Oh, okay. That was easy, actually. The Weather Man. Con Air. Oh, Con Air. There you go. Yeah. Solid. What's the one where he's the um, raising your eye salesman? <laughs> What's the one where he's crazy? That's the Weather Man. <laughs> that's the Weatherman? I think so. Yeah. With <laughs> I think he's a Weatherman in that one, actually. <laughs> that's where he's got a bow and arrow. He's a tire salesman and he's like life flips around. Uh, that's the weatherman. Yeah. Is it? That's the only yeah. thing I know is that I think like, it's his the weatherman life flips around. The weatherman. That's yeah, what I just said. That one has Dakota Fanning in Really? Something the specific man. that you also <laughs> said. <laughs> that's it. I he wasn't you. a weatherman. He was you. a family man. It was the man something. Ah, oh, the family man. That's right. Please, Laura. I had a thought. Me and Laura need a private chat, guys. Everyone step up the mics. Please. Um. So you said what really bothered you was there is no chemistry and you couldn't fight for the characters. See, what I really liked about some of the opening scenes with them is traditionally in a lot of sci-fi action-y movies, the love and everything between the characters, it's so heightened and it's so unrealistic. And with them, like it was just their daily life and like how they were interacting. And it wasn't the epitome. It wasn't like them professing their love to each other. It was literally just them. No, but you're talking about two extremes. No, but <laughs> like, I'm not saying I like it. I don't like any of that shit at all. I, I don't need height and stuff. How I like natural little was. moments. There is nothing human in this fucking film. <laughs> and, and to introduce them, you have two scenes with these characters where I get nothing. And if we're talking about mumbling characters, I can't even hear a fucking word they're saying when they're talking to each other about planets. And I have no problem with it. Because you said to me, like, oh, well, this is normal conversation for me. I talk about planets. And I don't, you can talk about whatever you want, but I need to care and engage with your characters. And you're giving me two scenes before shit goes down. And what this film basically is, for people who don't know, it's basically like The Crow. Like, that's basically what this film is. It's like these two people who are meant to be in love, and then something terrible happens to one of them and the other one, but he survives, and then he basically tries to revenge. Spoilers. And... No, but it's like this in everything. <laughs> no, I know. Like, otherwise, you're not getting through that fucking beginning of this yeah. movie unless you know <laughs> something's ruin coming. Don't straw dogs, okay? <laughs> and look, I've I've written down a little diatribe. Oh, oh wow! Oh no! Here we go. Um, <laughs> Al has his monologue. I am. I'm just going to read it as as I wrote it with the film, and then I adjusted a couple things. What I like about Mandy because well, there are things I like. I would rather a film had this was this bold and just crazy. Um, and on paper, I really do agree with you. I should love this film. Right? Yeah. <laughs> if they fucking made it right. What I like about Mandy is that it exists in its own world and it's very bold. I would rather films were like that. However, <laughs> I'm not interested in what it's selling or rather how it's selling it. On paper, I think I'd love this film. This isn't going to be very well written because I write these for myself, <laughs> so I apologize. Would you love this film on paper, Al? Yeah, on paper. <laughs> Everyone seems to know the film that they're in, and it leaves us in what could be a fascinating fantasy world, but it has zero grounding for me. Everyone seems to be acting as if to say, look at us, aren't we weird, surreal, arty, and cool? And it's trying so fucking hard, which for me, like, 
really annoys me. David Lynch tries very hard, but he has heart. I feel no heart in this film from the actors or anything at all. I find what was the most shock for me here is, is it's just dull mayhem. And that's what I really found shocking is it's just dull. And at least I expected the mayhem to be compelling, but there's nothing compelling here. She gets injected and is told, join us in our dream. But she seems exactly the fucking same. Because the whole film up to this point, it's been a surreal drug-fueled nightmare. And then they inject her. And it's like, well, if you want to have a moment there that's effective, then you film it normally. And then when she's injected, you go crazy. And instead, I can't tell the difference when everyone's meant to be on drugs and when they're not. Because it's all like that. The whole film is the same. Because that's the only that way this director can shoot anything. That was the one moment where she like, lost it. Like, where she la- the moment where she laughs hysterically so good i was oh my god like and she's so like i think andrea riseborough is awesome in it because she doesn't have okay i know she's barely in it she barely has any lines but she just she like absorbs the whole character in my opinion i just i don't know Yeah, she does but i just literally begin to get to know anything about her that i could possibly care about all i know is she sits and draws and she likes planets that's literally all i know about it tell me anything else do you not remember the animated sequences? That's yeah. in the Cage's drug-fueled brain, so none of them count. That's the problem. Think, like, I don't think they are. But I think they're in her world. Yeah. Well, I also don't like how they're animated, but that's a personal thing. They look like heavy metal, which really yeah, me exactly. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> no, I mean the cartoon and, heavy and metal. And going back to what you were saying before about the planet conversation specifically, I know this is a weird thing to pick on, but like I think, I, and maybe you didn't pick up on it, but like. Uh, when he said that if he was going to be a planet, he'd be Galactus. Mm-hmm. That told me everything about his character. No, it's like I understood completely. It's like I didn't need anything else to no, go so on for the rest of the movie. I had to watch that three times to get any of that because I couldn't oh, hear it. Oh, just couldn't hear it. Yeah. <laughs> I literally, literally couldn't hear it. Yeah. And then I got that. So then I'm waiting for this powerhouse of a finale. And we'll get to that in my notes in a yeah, second. How I feel about the fucking dull powerhouse of a finale. Because Nick Cage just starts playing it as comedy with one-liners doing typical Nick Cage. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You finally got me on board with these terrible things that are happening. And now you're just goofing around. And he's goofing around throughout the entire second half of this movie. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is what I've been waiting for. Don't think he was at all. He's so dumb in the second half of this movie. That's... That's the Nick Cage and they performance. Yeah, it is. Uh, and that's so not right for a movie where you're trying to make me feel something. And it's like, now you're just doing comedy. It's like, how am I meant to feel about this then? Like, it, it, it just deflated everything that it was possibly trying to get me to feel. If and I, I started to get If I told you his favorite actor was Klaus Kinski, would that help? No, because I'm just saying he's wrong for this. Like, he is well, just then wrong. He's, he's wrong for every movie that's no, been made after 1940. No, because not every movie he's doing is it's trying to... This is a, look, can we all agree this is a dark, somber movie that is creating an intoxicating mood and it's trying to keep you in this dreamlike, very dark mood. It's not a funny movie. Like, yes. it's, yeah. it's, it's really... The and only it's quite funny miserable. scene, I think, is when he gets the weapon from the trailer and there's slight comedy and almost when there's a laugh. There's a song with like, his line. I will make you a fucking edit of the lines he does the, where he's just goofing around and it's ridiculous. The crazy evil thing was the one line where I was like, but I love... There's I don't know, loads I of that from him. Loads. I couldn't believe it. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, you're going to let him do a Nick Cage in a film that's meant to be this serious. Like, I don't... <laughs> so are we screening this? Um, <laughs> yeah, can, can really, I think really Jeremiah was terrible. <laughs> I the only character I liked it. was Lucy. And, I and it breaks her. my heart that you don't get more of her because she's the like, only sympathetic on character that yeah, I like. She was incredible. Um, we should I do a screening of it and then do a podcast. Yeah. And really break it. And I love the choice about what happens to her character. It pisses me off as well that he just like, he doesn't, she's, again, spoilers for people, but bad things are happening in front of him and he does nothing about it. And then they leave and he just slips out of his barbed wire chains. And you're like, 
I need to show that you care while it's happening. Not, oh, I'll just watch it. And then afterwards, I'm going to go and kill some people. It's like, are you... He what? But he was like the emotion on his face while it was happening. Like I totally believe that, and I believe. Well, then try like, to do something physically. If you can do it immediately, like, it's not like they change. The situation does not change. Like in a good script, then you write something where something has to change at the end of that scene to allow him to become free. Nothing changes. Only his will. I just and it's like, how is your will not being so used happening? to like certain certain events happening and like extreme things happening in those kind of movies and we're used to the reaction of the hero being this. And like in that, in Mandy, there's a lot of things that he does that aren't that stereotypical track. No, this is the thing. You're taking the terrible things they're doing. You're making it sound like they're being cool by going against the norm. And it's like, okay, but then his character means nothing because he didn't care enough when it was happening. He only cared enough when he was safe and he wasn't going to come to harm. So I immediately am like, fuck you. That's how I felt immediately. Because you know, I don't even see you try. Not for a second does he try when those terrible things are happening. I'm like, who, what the fuck is wrong with you? So my only consideration is, but okay. he's in shock. Like, I feel like that's a human. Every human deals with, like, shock and... It goes on for ages, that scene. Like, terrible things are happening for a long time in that scene. And he doesn't even He's alone by himself with, like, a cult of I know, crazy I agree. People. That's what I'm saying. He <laughs> only tries no weapon, and succeeds though. very easily afterwards once he's safe. He doesn't care enough about her to try and that was unforgivable for me it just sounds Um. prudent for the win <laughs> I mean, some of the lines that i have here is like they were weirdo hippie types this was my favorite t-shirt like just ridiculous things and i'm like are we meant That's to be moved adrenalized angry scared or laughing i have absolutely no idea and i don't know that the movie has any idea because i feel like the director was just high the whole time and had no idea about <laughs> what he's really doing um i found there were some interesting scenes the two faces on top of each other is great it's so it's agonizingly long good. like it's so pretentiously but it's, long but it's yes, a great but idea i loved it how it was like Energy. Oh my god. I like the face, the face melting when he has the drug lick. But again, after that point, the film's the same as it was before. So it's like, well, what's the point? Like, yeah, there's no escalation of drug-induced stuff. It's just always drug-induced. I've I written down, it's definitely trying, which I appreciate. <laughs> uh, but the bigger, biggest shocker for me is the aforementioned tedium. The trailers and concept let me to believe the film would have energy and drive, but it's just really fucking boring. Not helped by the score, which, as I said, breaks my heart. Because I love that guy. Yeah, and even with the rampage at the end, it's just dragging. If David Lynch remade Straw Dogs and The Crow together as one film, and then you removed all the agency, good writing, and emotion, I feel you'd get mad. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> wow. And there's a bit later on where someone just says, "You're just meat without a soul, without a brain," and I feel that way about this movie. <laughs> November. Uh, <laughs> sorry, wow. are you done? Yeah. Is Our, that it? Uh-huh. I'm done. <laughs> Can we move on. Vetoed. <laughs> Yeah, you can, you can signature select, Alex? I'm going to veto, and then Neil signature select it, and then we've all wasted our cards, and we all win. But then can I veto <laughs> if someone else signature select? Yeah, you select? can. Yeah, you yeah. have final say of all I have categories. final say, thank power. you. Don't give him that power. Hmm? The power has been given. <laughs> <laughs> we will decide, or sorry, I will decide at the end. Continue. Bohemian Rhapsody came out in November. We're into yeah. November, guys. Yeah. It was great. I liked that movie. I know that a lot of people had issues with it. I love it, but I also have issues. I agree. Yeah, I think R- Rami Malek was great. He's incredible. Uh-huh. He's magnetic. Yeah. He is oh, so I would totally nominate easy him. Easy to watch. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay, not the film. Uh, I would <laughs> yeah. not nominate the film. I, I thought the film was a lovely ode to the entire band and to 
queen in general but in terms of what type of story they were trying to tell i didn't really get it because yeah. the story itself focused on freddie but and the trailers made it seem freddie like based. this yeah, is freddie's story freddy based, we are but, telling you about freddie but ultimately they recreated the entire live aid concert which i was, which was not awesome. upset about <laughs> yeah. i loved it <laughs> but you know, I just, I wasn't sure what I was meant to yeah. get from it. Like, Do you like it more than was. A Star is Born? A hundred percent more. <laughs> <laughs> That's mm. my thing is I loved, Katie and I saw this together with Sean. Uh, when I first started dating Ali's Sean, boyfriend. I found out that he didn't know who Loves Freddie Mercury Venom, was. <gasps> we almost broke up. <clears throat> Loves Venom. Uh, but we, the three of us went to see it and Katie and I left loving it because we love Queen. Yeah. <laughs> and we love, and Rami Malek looks incredible. He's magnetic. He's so easy and fun to watch. He does a great job performing. Apparently it was supposed to be Sasha Baron Cohen playing yeah. Freddie yeah, beforehand, which I think also would have been a great choice. Yeah. I, I know one of the producers on this movie because he was a regular at a, little a bit restaurant old. and they went through a this it's it's been in the works for a long time and it's yeah. gone through a lot of ups and downs and I thought Sasha Baron Cohen would have been great. I agree. He would have been a little, a little old, bit old. Yeah. But Rami Malek was. He was great and it was I mean it's essentially it's just them performing. Like it's just a, a multiple concerts. You don't really learn. That was my biggest issue was that I was like I love Queen but I don't actually know that much about mm-hmm. Freddie's personal life whether it was before or outside of the band so I wanted to learn more about those things from what I understand people like generally were disappointed it wasn't a Freddie movie yeah that's what like I wanted to learn about the things that I don't already know like I want you to like tell me about like the the biggest thing that I didn't know was that his real name is Farouk and about Mm -hmm. his family but I wanted like more of those moments I agree tell us or sing them writing the song like different parts of the band together and their personal lives so did sean like it i think he left being like yeah that was a concert and you were like (laughs) who is this bad boy (laughs) like fuck this guy (laughs) who invited him and now he's dead i had friends who were like that's why he's not here who enjoyed the historical (laughs) context of like oh wait a second these guys were huge when michael jackson was doing his thing or like you know like there was Putting oh, right. Queen in in the context of the time they existed because they didn't live when that time was happening, so they appreciated that. Yeah, you know, bigger picture kind of idea. Well, I I had friends who didn't like it for the for the sheer fact that they thought it was too glossy. Um, they wanted it. It to was be easy. A, I yeah, think. it was very mm. easy. I would agree. And I didn't mind that. Like, I just I just took it as well. That's the story that the filmmakers wanted to tell, and they wanted to tell this more like sanitized, glossy version of Queen and Freddie Mercury. And as as a film, as a story, as a whole, I was like, I really enjoyed it, and I don't have an issue with them deciding not to tell this other story like that can be explored later or you can watch a documentary or interviews well that was why sasha left the movie was because it wasn't gonna go deep enough exactly his his life and his journey with aids and all of that so yeah i think it was in my top 10 it's in your top 10 10? yeah it was one of the most emotional films films that i saw all year like oh yeah i was sobbing yeah Yeah. felt like i was a part of that concert and yeah. It was I'm gonna go watch like, it I think that it cool. means something to reach that many people that deeply. Yeah. I'm happy. I mean, whenever Don't Stop Me Now came on at the end, oh. I was. Yeah. Yeah, I was like ugly crying. Oh, yeah. I was a puddle. I'm happy we yeah. saw it together yeah. because that would not have been a fun experience with someone who's like, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> Does he live? 
<laughs> Boy erased. Yeah. did not see this. Oh. I saw it. I auditioned. They didn't cast me, and it's a fuck this film. Fuck this film. It's out. Let's move on. Between the between dead to me. I think if this film came out like ten years ago, it would have been quite impactful and significant. It would have had a lot more buzz around it. But it was talking about stuff that most people are pretty aware of in terms of like. Growing yeah. up gay in the church. I mean, you know. going from well, like even just having, I haven't seen the full film of this or the miseducation of Cameron Post and just going off of the trailers, the miseducation of Cameron Post seems like it has character and is interesting versus this was like, we've all heard this story and I'm right. not really. Really nice performances. Yeah, great people in it. Groundbreaking. But it, I, it didn't get me that excited to go. The Grinch came out. Sorry, Move on. Did I thought it? you were done. No, I should take off. Move on. The girl in Spider's Web. The longest sort of soft reboot sequel ever, maybe. Um, I really wanted to see this because from the director of some horror films I love, but I didn't get to. Overlord, we were at the the this premiere is, of that and Fantastic Fest. Did Everybody anybody see it? it? I did not. Yeah, we also yeah, were at Fantastic it. Fest. Good. Didn't like it? I didn't like it at all. I thought it was fucking terrible. The, end, the first terrible. third oh. was really good. I think the first, yeah, third is great. And then it's just like it's boring, just nothing. Because it sells it as this Abraham thing of like, there's going to be a secret. Oh, a secret. Like, there's literally no secret. It's just everything you'd expect. And everyone's like, oh my god, but who's seen Nazi zombies before? Anyone who's watched horror films or played video games. <laughs> like, <laughs> red, red snow. It's not exciting, but I guess dead snow. people dead liked snow, it. Thank you. Yeah, dead there's snow. There's also red snow. Dead snow, red and dead. Yeah, yeah, it's the second one. That's, red, the, best. That's the best one. Red snow, dead shit. Very good, Taylor. <laughs> Very good. Please, sir, take a bow. <laughs> I please repeat that in the Games of the Year podcast. <laughs> which good. we're not going to get to. From the <laughs> Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald, which is, a, which is like a village I used to stick at. The first one is so much better. wizard. Grindelwald's a so bad. The first one's so good and charming and fun. Ah, and this one was like... Shaking her head. No. <laughs> Defend it. I, I, no, okay. I didn't Defend. like the first one because I was like, this is... I don't see the point. And I love Harry Potter. I enjoyed the second one. I understand that there's problems, but I had fun in terms of, was it fun? Yeah, I liked it. I wanted my money back. Al, as, wow. a, as a British pers- person and obviously someone who loves these films, do you have any comment? There, is there, are all the British <laughs> people see? evil in this film? Just no. the English ones. That is inaccurate. The first one? Unless, yeah, all the English people Do you like it? Yeah. I mean, I think Jude Law is great. You think he's a good yeah, Dumbledore? Dumbledore Jr.? I wanted Younger more Dumbledore. of that. Jude Law's I want him. I want more. I want Jude Law's Dumbledore. That's just, what he's he not. He might want to get started on the beard. It. Yeah. It, it felt like Dumbledore. This is yeah, that's the like a ten-year beard, right? And it felt like they're trying to set me up for something, but I don't know what the fuck they're trying to well, set yeah, me up. They didn't three actually more come into just because they're making four more. There's correct three more. Well, and so what it felt like three was, was like, okay, we've greenlit <laughs> and we're making the second movie, and then like halfway through, they were like, oh wait, we're actually gonna make six movies. Let's stretch this story out. <laughs> and am I correct in that no J.K. Rowling the, wrote these films? She did. Wrote the screenplay. She wrote the screenplay. Right. Yeah. Which is a mistake, you think? Oh well, the same director, God. which yeah. really bothers me from the last, from the last like three or four Harry Potter films. It's like you need new blood, but I haven't seen them, so what do I know? Uh, new mud blood. They don't use that term in this movie for some reason. Oh. Alex, take a bow. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Widows came out. Oh, really I, I I'm it. so I sad it. I haven't seen this yet. Yeah, it's yeah, on yeah, my list. It's high on my list. It's great. Said that about five times now. Everybody I've seen it said like, "Don't believe the trailers. This is great." Yeah, the trailer is complete and utter rubbish. Completely missold the movie. It's it's not Ocean's Eight. 
Um, well, I saw the trailer and was like, this is what Ocean's 8 should have been. Well, that's what the movie is. <laughs> like, it's so much more than a heist movie. Like, I'm there's out. social messages and the acting's fantastic. I love it. Yeah, okay. it's great. Are you, is you any of these nominated for anything? Don't like heist movies? No, I only wanted it to be a heist movie, so I'm now out because you said it's more than a heist it's movie. Oh. Yeah, I want it to be a heist movie. Okay, then uh, this is a perfect... Uh, I need Tell to bring this shoulder. up. Uh, there's something you missed uh, from January. What did I miss? Uh, and it's instantly going to go into the most underappreciated just because of that Den of Thieves. Oh, yeah. Was starring, that this year? Yep. All right. Uh, everyone forgot that it came out this year, but it was uh, like mid-January and it was fantastic. It was the best heist movie since Logan Lucky, which was not that long ago. So that's not that much of an accomplishment, well, but it was very good. It's too late. We've moved on. Uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. I didn't oh, see this. I haven't so seen cute. it yet. I loved it. I'm excited to see it. I lo- it was adorable. Yeah. There were lots as good of as internet the first, jokes. Really underperformed. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I would say, a personal problem for Ralph. I would say it was as good as the... I liked it. It's cute. It serves its purpose. There's a Disney sequence in there that is fucking great. Oh, yeah. Well, they, the they the princesses. Princesses one was so good. That's because Disney princesses is like a marketing thing that started in like 2002. Oh, well, and that's what they're making fun of. And this is like the culmination of it. And it's just like, I can't participate in this. That's why I don't like Garfield. I get it. They're making fun of the merchandising in it because all the princesses are wearing their own merchandising. So I think it is very like tongue in cheek in that. Way. Is it the same it. as in the trailers yeah, no. with the princess scene where Brave looks princessed, where they yeah. did that thing and thinned yeah. her out because she does not look how she looked in Brave? Uh, yeah. And then they, they went back and fixed that because of the, the backlash. Yeah, I think so. I mean, again, speak up if any of these people want on things. Uh, Creed 2 came out. Want to see it? I saw it. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> just watch the first one and pretend you've seen yeah. the X4 okay. the first one's going to be the best Okay. well one of the biggest disappointments this year I think uh, was Robin Hood oh what? yeah that came no out no one saw that <laughs> with the Kingsman boy and he's like shooting two arrows the guy Richie directed this no he did no that was the one with the sword he did King Arthur in All Saints gear oh I still really want to see that this looked terrible I was like no you've like Street credit, like Robin Did it Hood. have a Brian Adams uh, no, song which attached is why to it? I went or? wrong. Oh, yeah. is that? Yeah. Uh, Green Book came yeah. out. I want to see this. It's not good. that great. Pretty underwhelming. So, it, like, if it came out in 1993, oh my fucking God, this would have, like, smashed loved the it. Academy Awards. Yeah. But it didn't. Unfortunately, right. it's, like, 20 years later and we're all, like, probably yeah. Yeah. okay for overhyped if I'd seen it. It's but definitely that's what it for, like, like, middle-aged to older. Yeah, yeah like, if I lived in the Midwest and or, like, somewhere that wasn't LA slash experienced black people or a younger generation. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, like it's, it's just, it's just like everything. Like, yeah. No one's going to be dealing amazed with race by this. Is very, like everything is very simple. Yeah. Right. And I'll tell my parents. Very, very yes. stereotypical, exactly. Even from the white people. <laughs> Roma came I out. mean, isn't it basically oh, driving Miss Daisy well, yes. in reverse? This is an insult. Kind of, yes. Yeah. I mean, oh, 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 actually, you know what? Sorry. I was thinking about the film, the actual, Vigor Mortensen, his performance in Green Book is fucking out of control good. I thought yeah. it was I mean, really yeah, no, good. Him and Mahershala Lee like, are great. When but you the see Aragorn versus like shitty. this, you're <laughs> like, this song. man can fucking act. Aragorn so versus I would like to put him in for best actor. All right. But no one's seen it, so no one can vote on no, this. No, I mean, it's it not going to get through. Right, I'm going to kick just him out. Just put Roman. Also, <laughs> just uh, to double yeah. mention, yeah. Aragorn. Yeah. Thank you. Ar- uh, yeah, Except you're a big Lord of the Rings fan, so I... Roman discussion. Yeah. 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 I've written Mandy down in best films. 
Well, you mean that much for it has to go in because you meant that much yeah, to you. Veto to this guy Roma. as well. Roma, thank you. Uh, I mean, Roma. Roma was better than Hundred percent, my best. This is one might be my best film of the year. I haven't decided yet, but this is definitely. That's in my top three. My vote. Yeah. Top four. three. Yeah, it's for my sure. number four. I think I love it. Um, the only I people I've met who didn't like it was our manager, Aida and her husband. Really? Oh, that's right. You were saying that. Yeah. But anyway. Well, yeah, and to be fair, I did say to her, because they were talking about some inaccuracies to do with Mexico City and that period, time period and stuff, which sure, weren't fair. really around. And I said, to be honest, yeah, it's hard for me to judge because I don't know much of what's going on here. But just watching it as a film, it's wonderful. Yeah, because there's like constantly airplanes going overhead. Yeah. yeah. Just, it's, like, it's, it's kind of cool from like a stylistic thing, but it also does take you out of the time period. You're like, you'll know if you like it or not from that first shot. Like that first shot is like, yeah. I was just it's in very, love with it. It's a very Eurofilm kind of vibe to it. Like it's, it's not... A Hollywood film. Well, it's a director who literally his DP didn't have time to do it, so he did it himself. Mm-hmm. And that's what it screams of, for better and worse. It's like, yeah, this is director going to make all the decisions with what's happening with the camera, and sometimes that's obnoxious, and other times it's just spectacular. Yeah. No, I don't think it was bad in that way. I, I really appreciated it. I yeah. thought it was a beautiful film. I loved it so much. I don't think you can nominate any of the actors for it though only because most of them with the exception of the mother character was an actual actor everyone was like just getting the story what they were filming that day day. by day Um, but I mean what she did the lead she was she was, was beautiful phenomenal. and she was lovely but I think again that's more about the direction and editing so available and yeah and vulnerable and but that's good like good casting good directing and good editing you know like to like allow someone to like breathe right and the food shots I thought were absolutely yeah, the food yeah, shots are the cool. Food shots are yeah, Especially I think it's a little. I don't know light. if it has to be two and a half hours long. I think it could be a little yeah, bit. A little. I, would, uh, I would agree. It did feel a little bit long. I loved little. all the car stuff yeah. and like the poop in the driveway. Just oh, like, there's great details. There were there were there were such lovely details, and I it did feel like it was building. I kept being like, okay, what's going to be the thing? What's going to be the thing? What's going to be the thing? Right. What? Dragons. I know, no spoilers. Dragons, all the things. And whenever it happened, I wasn't like (laughs) underwhelmed or it just felt right. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Oh, yeah. It built really well to its climax. Yeah. No, it's a great film. Other things also came out, including The Favorite. Yep. Yep. My number one. I love The Favorite. Yep. Yep. It's right up there for me. It's in top three. So me and Katie... Well, mine particularly, while Katie was away over Christmas, I've been like hardlining two to three films a day to try and for once get to my end of year and be like, yeah, I watched every film that I thought was a contender or that people told me to love. And then like uh, three films came out right at the end. I was like, I don't have fucking time for these. And we were trying even to last night to go and see The Favourite and then a friend who we hadn't seen in a while wanted to get dinner. So we had to do that instead. I only it's, went to see the favorite because uh, Netflix employees stole all the Roma tickets for the screening. Me and my oh, friend were going to go too. Yeah. <laughs> but... It was okay with me because I loved it. I, I think for this film to come out like now and be so well received by an audience is really impressive. The fact that it's so like so classical in its style and look and feel like, yeah, I was amazed, and I'm so pleased with how well it's been received. I can't. Yeah. I can't think of the director's name. It's the same guy that did the last. It's your Another fantastic. Yeah. Name. Well, but this is yeah. my favorite. And Dogtooth. And, yeah, yeah. This is my favorite of his films. I think it's. I think it's so good, and I think all of those women should be nominated for Best Actress, especially Olivia Coleman. But like all of them, Best are great. Female actor all time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, amazing. So she comes from comedy. That's yeah. just like I mean, obviously this is a comedic film, but like her her dramatic chops are second to none, and that just it was always brilliant. blows me away. She's so good. Yeah, and uh, the film ha- does have flaws, but I just I, I had the best, absolute best time in the world. It's, 
Mowgli, Legend of the Jungle, went straight to Netflix in the end, even though it was going to get... Mowgli. Mowgli? Uh, so Mowgli? here's the reason why all the Netflix employees, they, they all had tickets to Mowgli, but then, you know. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that, that screening was not as well attended as the one for Romo, Did which anybody was watch double this? sold. No. No. I've watched the trailer a bunch of times. Yeah. <laughs> why a bunch of times? Through Fatfli- uh, Fatflix. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> That's a different service. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> it's out Anna and the Apocalypse which is a musical that we had a dear friend of ours if you're listening Mendy hey Mendy hi Mendy you're I wrong she's listening. it's bad uh, she's not <laughs> yeah, no one got it's this fine. far we're three hours in no she's one got this far uh, yeah we had this hype for us for months and then we went to see it all excited it's a zombie musical it was meant to be like the new Shaun of the Dead but with music Never. it is not <laughs> the trailers looked super fun yeah it looked like it could be good it's not. It wasn't. Uh, uh, and the key misconception is it's not comedy musical or musical comedy, like, no, which was a real shocker. They try to have comedic moments in the dialogue, which don't necessarily work out, but that's the, the songs are very much serious Just musical straight, songs. Like not, high school musical songs. Yeah. Not like South Park no. songs. Which is a big mistake. Bad, bad idea. And it's, yeah. just not, it's not very good. Let's move on. Uh, Cam, which was the other breakout hit from Fantastic Fest, uh, Blumhouse technically, but not Blumhouse enough to get to cinemas. And boy, did they spin that right because this became a huge, huge Netflix thing and became a hugely respected in the genre crowds. They really did a good job of we don't want to put the money to put this in theaters, but we want people to think this is a big deal because it really was. It's definitely worth watching. Um, has anyone seen Cam other than Katie? No, it's all over Netflix. I recommend it. It's it's written by a woman who yeah used to be a cam girl. So it's from her own personal experiences. Um, and it's directed by a guy who Katie's ne- down next to in a plane. Unknowingly. On the way to Fantastic uh, Fest. Funny. Yeah, you can definitely... It really bothers me when you see cam girl work represented in movies normally. Because you normally have like just guys from all over the world just freaking out over a girl in lingerie and it's like this isn't how the world works um mm. and you never no it's not like that. like no one sits and watch cam shows and it's just like oh my god i'm so happy to shut the door it's so exciting oh and they don't even get naked like because in most films they don't even get naked it's like this isn't oh. what the world is actually like Where i always equate film- cam girls to like when you go to venice beach and the guy's gonna walk on the glass and it takes him about an hour and a half to actually walk on the glass and he does it in about four seconds and then he's like wants tips. Mm-hmm. That is what cam girls are to me. Cause they, you, anytime you just like blip in through any cam stuff, it's like just girls reading, oh, hey, so and so, welcome. Oh, thank you for the tip. Oh, yeah. Like talking about just mm-hmm. bullshit. Just tease, tease, tease. Yeah. Tease. But then so the hardcore stuff intersected. And that's the problem. Yeah. Well, no, but then you have super hardcore stuff intersected. And I think this film is the best representation of It's still not there. Like, it's still not really that accurate. They definitely cur- curtail around the hardcore stuff. It's mm-hmm. just kind of hinted at in a couple of places. But it's a really good adaptation. Uh, sorry, representation. Just was lacking, in yeah, it's got a cool setup, but no it doesn't seem to know what to No money shot? It doesn't know what to do with it. It's a very yeah. cool idea. It has a great idea. Yeah. Um, and I thought the lead was spectacular. She's good. Yeah, because she's kind of really... do a lot of karaoke at Fantastic Fest. <laughs> was that, pretty huh? funny. Yeah. Oh, man. She did it like four times. Oh, <laughs> She was very nice. And now we're into December, guys. We did it. <laughs> we're going to have to be very quick when we just pick who's yep. won each category, okay? Let's go. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yay! Best comic book book and best film. Also, just up there for best film. Best animated as well, maybe. Best animated. All of the above. Alex says no. I haven't seen it yet. What? Yes. Alex! Yeah, 
Spider-Man. Alex hasn't seen Homecoming yet. He doesn't like Spider-Man. He's been a Spider-Man. Tell me when we do the games list, and I'll show you how many. No one will be here by then. I'll be here. And we'll have to make it half an hour. We're just gonna fucking blitz. I'll be here. That was a great film. Loved that movie. It's a, it's a fantastic movie. It was the most satisfying comic book film I've ever seen. Amazing. Oh, wow. The most satisfying. Easy. So I feel, I absolutely love it. Like, absolutely love it. But I feel people have gone slightly over the top with it. But I think that's, it's, I think partly it's just because expectations were so low for it. It felt like a comic book. It felt exactly it does. like. It does. But, there I wanted a lot, it but my problem is, it's like when people say like, oh, that's too comic booky and I do it. And they say it's too computer gamey. They're derogative terms that shouldn't be. You know, it's like there are all types of comic books out there. Like Ghost World is a comic book. And even in Spider-Man, it's like very serious dark ones. And then there's very like... And so like this does, but it feels like a fun comic book. And like Nolan's Dark Knight feels like, you know, that type of Batman. So it's right. like... So I, I absolutely... Don't get me wrong. I love Spider-Verse. I've seen it twice. And I think it's absolutely fantastic. But... I mean, the story when you break it down for me. It, like the story is very daytime TV story. I like that Kingpin has a proper reason for doing what he's doing. I think that's great. Well, it's like Saturday um, morning cartoon story. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, like, yeah. I don't actually think it's Which a great film. It's just done so fucking nostalgia. well. But it felt, that's I what agree. I mean. Like it felt like a comic book. It, it, it had, and, and I know like, like you say, comic books because they can the have a sophisticated like story. novels yeah. that are like deep and heavy to, you know, I don't know, Powerpuff Girls or something, but like. <laughs> Love me some Powerpuff Girls. Uh, it, I don't know. It, it got it right. Yeah. Whatever it was doing, it, it did it fucking perfectly. You know what I mean? I I, I couldn't I fault it. Like maybe maybe in terms of objectively, like oh, I wasn't so much into the story, or it didn't, mm -hmm. you know, it didn't resonate for me. Blah blah blah. But all of that stuff aside, and none of that's true for me. Uh, it was still excellently executed. No, I get it, and I, I can. This is this is what I mean. This is one of those films that's like. If people like, not only this is their favorite Spider-Man, not only their favorite Marvel movie, it's their favorite comic book movie. I can, I can't argue with you. Like, I, I respect it completely. For me personally, I can't afford it. And on my second viewing, there were definitely things that I like. I'm like, no, like Homecoming did more for me with this and this and this, you know, than this film did. But then it didn't do this that this film does, you know. So it was kind of just like more. What's more important to you, if you know what I mean? Right. But it's a fucking uh, beyond anything else. It's just such a beautiful movie. Mm -hmm. And it's so great to see animation Super being tight. pushed into a new world. And we were talking about this earlier with someone. Like, for a film like this that is this contrived in terms of we want to sell you Sony headphones. We want to sell you this fucking Sunflower song. We want to sell you toys. We want to sell you, like, there's so much marketing going on in this film. It's obscene. And it works because then they go, all right, directors, do everything you want to do. Have all the character you want in this film. Show all your passion and love because we're going to fucking like otherwise do terrible things with like Sony branding throughout this movie. And that's, I think, is wonderful. Like they make people want to go back and watch Spider-Man 3, Taylor's favorite Spider-Man film. Well, they mentioned opening, opening. Homecoming was better, but of the original trilogy, uh -huh. yeah. And great and post credits. I've never seen a man more excited because I'm I'm huge. I'm not a spoiler, <laughs> oh but I'm huge into that Spider Man. And I turned to Katie and I said, "I'm so sad he wasn't in this film." And then he's in the end credits. Grown and then the guy behind me literally screaming. stands up and just goes, "Yes!" To the point that I was like, "Shut up!" So we can hear the scene. Yeah, we're like people yeah. were cheering so loud that you couldn't even hear the t the TV the screen. And it won't mean much to most people, sadly. No. But yeah, there he is behind us somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> webbing around uh, The Mule and Clint Eastwood you know why not do two films in nope. one year if Bill Street could chitter chatter yeah I saw that loved it it's in the top three for me for sure yeah 
Did anybody else see it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Still on my list. Great. It's in my underappreciated list. You really underappreciated? You think so? No, it is definitely. I think no one's is fucking it? seen it. From the director of Moonlight, and no one seemed to really know outside of LA, when outside of a bubble, people didn't okay. realize it exists. I would agree with that. My family would have no concept of this movie. In yeah, places, I mean, my family felt, also didn't see Moonlight. In places, it felt more like a, a stage play than yes. a than a screenplay. I'm so happy. You said yeah, that. absolutely. Um, it definitely had heightened language and people didn't speak necessarily the way you or I might. And I mean, outside of like our cultural context as well. But I think it was fine. I was okay with that because of the 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 overall. Yeah. I, I, I'm so happy you said that because that was kind of my problem with it. Like I, anything that was a flashback in it, again, no spoilers for you, but any flashbacks I was madly in love with. Like their story, loved it. And the music is by the same guy, did Moonlight, and he's spectacular. Like his score is phenomenal and it should definitely be in this. Yeah, it's in my list for best score. Yeah. And whenever we're in the more contemporary part of it, it, yeah, it felt like theater to me, which I was fine with. Like I still enjoyed it, but it didn't. It didn't impact me in the same way as like Moonlight did or those flashbacks in it. Um, so, and I, I love the ending. I think the ending's wonderful. But yeah, I, I really loved it and I can't argue with you guys, but I didn't love it as much as most people. I thought it was just very good. But I saw it after Bumblebee, Aquaman, and then that, that was like, that was my mouthwash. That was, yeah, I, was like, I need, I need something. <laughs> what did you say? Score. I want to put that in. What are we talking about, Bill? It's a hard world to think of things. Mary Poppins returned. It was so good. I loved it. I, I, I want to nominate Emily Blunt. A hundred percent. Nominate Emily Blunt, Best Actress. I yes. agree. <laughs> I would nominate it. I mean, I would nominate it for Best Film because I think it had a terrible, like, job to do living up to the original Mary Poppins. And I thought it did that as really, really well. Other animated penguins? There yeah, are. Yeah. For, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, there are. There are. They oh, yeah. 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 yeah, they did a very good job with the animation. Yeah. Has anybody else seen it? Wait, Hound, is the animation 2D or 3D? Uh, uh, no, it's 2D. Oh, then I'm definitely in. Yeah. They have like a... I have a personal fetish for 2D animation on top of live action film. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they did a very loving cool adaptation. Yeah. Sequel. Yeah, they did a good job. I tried to watch the original Mary Poppins because I'd never seen it in my I life. I don't think I have either. I've never really? seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I really tried to watch it. I tried so fucking hard. And it just, shh, shh, shh. just let it go. <laughs> stop. <laughs> just stop. And so I didn't go see the no, second yeah, one because like I just couldn't watch the first one. I was like, uh, mate, I'm just too old too late yeah i loved the first one as a kid and then when i moved to london i realized that people don't sound like dick van dyke yeah we do like what the he apologized apologized last year for the worst uh cockney accent (laughs) ever done yeah Yeah, he's like 93 and he and he apologized it is is that's amazing but the dick van dyke cameo in this movie oh it makes my life (laughs) yeah is he playing the same character? no no that's why it's not a spoiler is he playing a chimney is, no, none of the. I won't tell you anything. Is anyone it's sweeping him? Good. Is he evil? Because there is as someone we know. playing his character. Yeah, ish. No, no but uh, it's not him. Lin Manuel Miranda. Katie looks trepidatious. Yeah, yeah. Lin Manuel Miranda. His Cockney accent is pretty fucking terrible. Uh, but the things that Lin Manuel Miranda does singing. well, he does really well. <laughs> Welcome to Marwin. A little weird Steve Carell film that sort of disappeared and shrank. I was excited what? about this from the trailer. I don't think other you people were. You were the were. only one. <laughs> I, I think I was the it's only one. Excited who excited enough to see it? I didn't realize it was out yet. It's out. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah I see my list of need to see is growing. I will yeah. see yeah. it. Yeah, from the trailer, I like wanted to see. I thought it looked interesting. No one else agreed well, with me. You guys, <laughs> well, you guys I, have got to take. We can go see it. I'm down. Uh, a film that I'm very sad I didn't get to see in time because it literally just came out. Cold War, which looks fantastic. Oh, yeah, I need to see it. I haven't seen it. No, I really want to see it. it. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's great. Well, we got our own date and you guys yeah. can go somewhere. Yeah, oh, I would love that. Um, you know, but it's just me and Adrian. Uh, Holmes and Watson came out and was the biggest surprise bomb of the year, which has delighted me. I was not surprised. I was surprised. No, how much? Well, uh, Solo was the biggest surprise bomb, but like this was, no one expected to do as bad as it did. Like nobody. I was genuinely surprised. Like zero. I mean, again, we talk about a lot. Rotten Tomatoes is bullshit. Like Like, when they go, oh, the zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, because basically no one's fucking ranked it yet. Our film currently has a hundred percent fresh rate on Rotten Tomatoes. It doesn't mean Uh, anything. uh, (laughs) Like it's ridiculous. It does. It means we're better than fucking Holmes and Watson. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder with this film though, because they did Step Brothers, obviously, which bombed. But then has become like a cult I classic. Would agree. Yeah. If this is going to have well, that the, same the numbers kind of haven't picked up now because of how bad it is. People right. are now like, I want to go see Holmes and Watson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds like a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Vice came out. It's on my list. <sighs> so uh, Christian Bale should 100 percent be nominated for best male actor. I think. I'm running he out of space, so he's not going to be for best yeah. weight gain. I think uh, the film. I have lots of problems with the film itself, but I also enjoy it in some ways as well my biggest problem is that it paints dick cheney and donald rumsfeld as being like the most unfeeling terrible humans on and laying so much at their feet that it that it then starts to defeat the purpose of it right it becomes too like one-sided i agree it did feel like a documentary it did it felt very (laughs) documentary to me i i thought that like because the histor- everything that happens historically within the film is accurate. The only things they don't know are like what those characters believe, and I think that's where they took a lot of liberties. <laughs> Potentially. I I thought it was great. I was like, yeah. I mean, like as a, a lefty, you know, thinking liberal what? number myself. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's a shock. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is how I, I see things and it makes sense to me. I also really enjoyed the post mid credits little uh, scene that was great that was great. Uh, where basically one person goes i have a problem with this film you know it's obviously biased it's obviously left blah 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 and someone else it's like it's really an odd concept but they're in like a a marketing sort of panel questionnaire thing anyway and the other guy goes yeah but it's based on fact like how can you what are you talking about and he's like fuck you it's not based on fact and he's like and it's basically it's like the microcosm of the american public right now and then this one like young 20 something girl goes i can't wait to see what happens in the next fast and the furious film Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's like this little comment on the audience who's watching the movie itself So I think it's aware of how biased it comes across. Yeah, and I think it uses some cool devices. Like, I like Adam McKay for that reason. Well, there's... It's hard to... Without spoilers, but there's a whole, like, Shakespearean scene. He does some, like, cool stuff with it. And the thing that gets me about it is there's one line where... Dick Cheney asked Donald Rumsfeld, so wait, what is it that we believe? And Donald Rumsfeld responds by laughing at him and as though they believe in nothing whenever it's like, no, they have very strong conservative ideals and very what that is. So that was where I was like, okay, this is a little heavy handed. As a film, 
I liked it as, and I I too am like yes this like feeds into my like lefty soul so I'm into it because you're just uh, saying what I want you to say so like I liked it I get it it's fine but I don't know I think it's saying what is true but anyway you're putting in any, any so I think he, I agree with you it should be he should be up for best actor oh yeah Chris his Dick Cheney is spot on for <sighs> really really good Dick. When is the next Fast and the Furious coming out? That's a great question. That is a good question. I would love to know. Although Fast 8 wasn't great. Destroyer came out. And people love it. I haven't got to see this yet either. Nicole Kidman. This was also a fantastic first and we missed it. Frustrating. Okay. Black Mirror Bandersnatch. We should do a nod. I had to because I just got in under the radar. The Choose Your Own Adventure uh, is feature film. this the video games podcast or? Yeah. Pointed. And the last two big releases and the last two releases we're going to talk about, which I just did a podcast on, so I've said a lot of my feelings there, so I'll be very brief with mine here. Bumblebee and Aquaman. Bumblebee, anybody? <laughs> I like Nothing to it. say about it. Bumblebee, either. to be honest, not all biases aside that you guys know about already, I am a transformer <laughs> car. <laughs> uh, answers all my questions. <laughs> like, it's, it's stealing was... Overt and the things they Sorry, did. It's stealing. It's stealing right, from okay. like things that have come before. Yeah, is is overt. But I think it did it well enough that I would like because I was expecting something really, really, really bad. Like you know, it's it's a franchise that's been flogged to death. It's been done badly the last three times. Like five times. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, you know, broader audience number one and two people generally kind of like. No, people hated two. People really hated two. I hated one. I hated one. I haven't seen any of them. Ah, oh. but I was shocked at how good this so was. It's the best and worst Transformers movie you've ever seen. True. No, I, I liked it. <laughs> it was cute. I thought she did a great job. I, you know, there was obvious things that you could like pick apart, and it's not a brilliant film by no means. Um, is it? Like probably the best Transformers film because I haven't seen a couple of them. I think it's all right. What <laughs> faces you make? Faces him. <laughs> so I'm used to it. This isn't my face. Anybody else? Did anybody else see it? I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. You saw it twice? Yeah, I got invited twice. Mm. Ooh, so <laughs> fancy, fancy pants over here. <laughs> no, I liked it. I I watched it twice and and I still liked it the second time. Like I think it's a really it's cute, entertaining movie, and I think it's a great family movie. John Cena's terrible. See, this is where I'm, this is what I was it's talking about earlier. John Cena's in it. This is where I'm going to come across bad because this was the one for me that skewed to like this is for kids. That's what I thought you were. Talking I didn't about. think it was a family movie. I was, at all. I was surprised because I, yeah. I don't think thematically it was aimed at like. Six-year-olds. I know, but that's the thing. I think it was no, but that's teenagers. kind of my problem is when it's like it's those scenes which definitely are, and then there are scenes that aren't, and it's that kind of misunderstanding for what you can make for children. The bottom because I went into it pretty excited because I always wanted a good Transformers movie, and finally removing Michael Bay as director, sadly still his producer, I was like maybe something good can come out of this, and I do think it's the best Transformers movie made. I love her. I think she's great. I love a lot of the ideas in it. 
the 80s have fucking thrown up all over it and it made me mad like they're just trying so hard to be cool but yeah that's what i mean in terms of like it's borrowing so Wait, many is songs it set in the 80s i like yeah. the, the 80s stuff. and so yeah. many songs right. like, oh, i love all these songs i like the smiths no but you love it it's gonna make you hate them <laughs> because it just uses them in this like look at us aren't we cool and it won't stop it just does like in the first half an hour it's just song after song after song of like i like all these fucking songs and you're just throwing up so like, look we're 80s and cool Oh, yeah. Well, but, yeah, uh, I probably won't yeah. see it, oh. but uh, I just watched Kubo and the Two Strings again the other night. Fantastic. And yeah, it's just fantastic. Beautiful so animation. I hope he gets this movie does well and he gets another chance to make a live action. He will get another uh, yeah. chance for sure because it's his hand that makes this movie good. If anything, like what they need to do, because my problem with it is that it, it comes out for me just a bit meh. Like when I went away from it, I was just like, I have very little, like it, it's a better film what it's trying to do is better than Aquaman that we're about to talk about. But there's nothing really, there's no reason for me personally to like to go back to it. It's just like, it's fine. And that I feel is really frustrating because I don't think the script is just bad. Yeah, but that's, it's really good for a Transformers movie. No, I agree. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It just upset me because I thought this is going to be the one. And then pretty much the first scene is this paintball scene with these army guys. And I was immediately like, oh no. I know what we're in for oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was an immediate deflation of all my expectations for the film. Um, that was fine. Um, and then Aquaman's the last film. What's happening now? Jason <laughs> Momoa. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I sent him that uh, tweet that I sent you earlier about Bumblebee. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Oh, I know. Uh, <laughs> Aquaman, last film that we're going to talk about. Achara's seen it. I've Twice. seen it. Okay. You've seen it? Yes, I saw it. Who else seen it? I really don't want to see it. <laughs> I like the clear. sound design in the trailer. Everybody you should see Aquaman. Twice, Achara? Uh huh. Okay. Have you, have you seen it once, Shannon? Bumblebee twice. Huh? You've seen it once? I haven't seen it at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've seen it once. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen it at all. When you don't get to judge her. Nice. There's a nice aqua reference, at all. At all. Oh, man. Yes. Yeah. So. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm obliged to go. You are obliged to go. <laughs> is it is it going to rank in any of the categories? Is it going to rank in any of the categories? Oh yeah, you sent me a video. Okay, yeah, I mean, or a video. Yeah, again, I've had my say on a podcast that just went up. So if people want to hear my say, we talk about it quite a lot with me and Ryan um, Gibson, who's really into Transformers movies. So we talked about both of these for quite a while. My feelings of Aquaman, it is the further I get away from it, the more excited I am for people to watch it because I think it's the biggest fucking trash heap. It's like this terrible mess that should be flash gordon but doesn't know it's camp Ooh. like it's, is it like comparable to a joel schumacher batman but way more because it's just so much bigger and epic like it's like everything that it thinks is funny i just rolled my eyes at and everything that it thought was serious which is a surprising amount of the movie is <laughs> yes, hilarious yes. <laughs> like absolutely hilarious but you have to know that going in of like no this is really funny and they don't know how funny <laughs> it is oh it's but true it's really it funny good. so i i saw this film and uncharacteristically had to text someone to vent how upset I was about what <laughs> I was watching. just someone, an entire group I text. I did. Of- <laughs> it was the group chat. It's like yeah. 13 people. <laughs> yeah. But I did move away from my fellow audience members because I was eye rolling very hard. It was pretty fucking bad. Oh, it's terrible. Like really. It has one great scene. There's a horror scene in the final act that I think is very beautiful. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. In the ship at night. That's that. fantastic. But James Wan should be doing horror still like right. he's a great horror director the casting i thought was so unimaginative i was like why why is nicole fucking kidman like, 
But why was Nicole fucking Kidman in this movie? But she was a badass. Why is Patrick Wilson in this movie? No, it breaks my fucking heart what they do to Patrick Wilson. (laughs) He's literally in a Sailor Moon mask screaming, I am Ocean Master, over and over again. It just kills my soul. I have to see this movie. No, you would have to. I love Patrick Wilson. Why would they crown... Poseidon, I am the Poseidon. You know what I mean? That would have been way better than Ocean Master. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. It was really bad. The script was ridiculous. <laughs> None of it even makes sense in the continuity of the DCU, which is just a mess right now. Yeah. So I was asking you a few days ago: Is it a prequel? Is it a? It makes not. None of it makes any sense. Okay. You know. But honest to God, like if you're going like that film, everyone should see it. I mean, maybe steal it. But yeah, I'll watch it on cable. Money. Yeah, yeah, I'm not paying money. No, to but it's it's a fucking ride. It's fun. It's a it's a fun. Yeah, there's problems. If you should be with friends drunk watching it. Yeah, it's it's a yeah, good get time. really angry watching. Oh, and I, I, love, I love the message. I you love the, the message. message. What is Be, the what is hoppers, the message? hoppers are gonna save the world. Oh yeah, what? I can I can be down with that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I will say this. Like before this, we've we've reviewed Batman v Superman and Justice League, I think. And I've always said I fucking hate Jason Momoa in these, like, just his do-bro-isms and his, like, my man and all that shit. He's a terrible actor. But that's I, who he after is. After this film, I just, I was like, please just make the Surfer do-bro movie because this is yeah, so much wait. worse than that. I would happily just, he's the best thing in this movie. Okay, so he's the best thing in this movie for you and you like him in this. Yeah. D- does that mean you're happy to have him as the crow? No, fuck off. <laughs> He's Don't not even start. He is the yes, crow. Don't he is even the start crow. with me with that bullshit. Oh, like, that makes me so sad. Oh yeah, yeah it's awful. No, it's, it makes me so upset. I can't even. So is that the end of the last? That's list? the end of the last. I think all right. we all agree. Ten hours in. It's a very, very quickly because some of these there aren't that many, and some there's a lot. So we're just going to quickly decide, and here's where you can quickly use your cards. Best horror film. We've got Annihilation, A Quick Place, Revenge, Hereditary. Quiet. A not quick place. <laughs> We're getting quick, quickly. <laughs> quick, quick, quick. All right. So we know the four that we want. Who wants Annihilation for best horror film? Nobody. Oh. I mean, what else is in there? Uh, a Quiet Place, um, yeah. Revenge, no, no, and Hereditary. No, no. A Quiet Place is better. Uh, Mandy. A Quiet Place. <laughs> yeah. And Mandy. Oh, right. I, I still just don't even consider it a horror movie. <laughs> she told me. Yeah, no, it's, right. it's not. She I mean, this is the only place it's going to get. It's its own special. Voting for Annihilation. Voting for a quiet place. Yes. That seems like a landslide. Yeah. Voting for revenge. Voting for hereditary. I need to see it. I'm with you. Uh, voting for Mandy. A quiet place. Quiet place wins. Our best. A coveted, some would say. <laughs> I would say it's a thriller, but sure. They'll hear me. Yeah, that's I'm so glad we didn't talk <laughs> about Bird Box. Like I haven't seen oh the rest of it. Oh, yeah, I went to my Bird Box. I don't want to talk we about We just, like, box. all agreed to just forget <laughs> that it happened. <laughs> best animation. Has anyone seen Bird Box? Yes. <laughs> that's yes, I yes. have. And it was the worst two hours I of my life. I watched it last night. What? <laughs> Dreadful. Two hours of your life. It. Okay, good. Well, the most wasted two hours of my life. Like, afterwards, I was like, why? Why did I do that? Mm, it was... <laughs> it had some okay moments, but for the most part, it's, like, full of holes and just a bit silly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Best animation, we've got Mary and the Witch's Flower. We've got Isle of Dogs. And we've got Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> I'm going to say Spider-Man. 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 Yeah, I'm going to say Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm going to give my vote for Isle of Dogs because I feel it needs a vote. I feel, it's a, I feel I, that's a landslide for Spider-Man. I thought it was so great. It was lovely, but Spider-Man. Yep. Best comic book film. Spider-Man. This working. We've got Spider-Man and Spider-Verse. We've got Ant-Man. Sorry. Uh, we've got Deadpool 2, Infinity War, and Black Panther. Black Panther. Spider-Man. Well, Spider-Man. Everyone else votes for Spider-Man. Black Panther. 
Infinity War. Oh, never mind. That changes. Deadpool two. We should say the numbers of how At many man. people are yeah. holding. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. This has been fun for our listeners. They can't see us. I mean, raising maybe our that's hands. the puzzle. Try and like get us based on here. The end result. No one knows. Podcasting one on one. What was it? Two for Black Panther. Like five for Infinity War. Yeah. No one for Deadpool two. Ant Man and the Wasp. Don't you be don't you be that guy? Yes, <laughs> better than every other comic book no. movie this year. Definitely was. That's the question. I think it's better than you all. Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Yeah, that's a bit of a landslide Infinity War win. Yeah, which I'm pretty happy about. I'm okay with that winning. Yeah, like, yeah I'm okay with that too. Yeah. Oh. That would have been my. It should have been choice. Black Panther, but yeah, I'd, I'd accept it. <laughs> you voted for Ant Man and the Wasp. <laughs> well, Spider Verse was the most original. Best score. No, I agree. No, Spider-Verse is the most original comic book movie by far. Thank you. I just want to double check if I missed anything because I had a bunch of scores down here. Oh, I also put First Man, um, Beast. This is Alex just, I mean, Al just running through. What yeah, is- well, no, the ones I didn't oh, write down because I knew you already had them. For that. So we've got Johnny Greenwood for You Were Never Really Here. We've got the Isle of Dogs score. I don't have all the artists down for these. So. Yeah. We've got First Reformed. We've got Incredibles 2, Black Klansman, Bill Street. And then I had... Uh, Mid nineties beast, old man and a gun, and first man. I'd put in the favorite. The favorite as well. Mm-hmm. It's a great score. Yeah. Um, mine by far is "You and Every Here" by Johnny Greenwood. But what have other people got? I'll accept it. This is going to be a thin vote. I feel. Yeah. Yep. I'm not. So yeah, I'm not good at noticing really these. So, I'm, yeah. I'm not either. But that's the one that I remember, which is why I would agree with it. So then it stands out. <laughs> I mean, it's a crazy fucking score. Yeah. But who's voting for? Okay, well, let's go with Isle of Dogs. First reformed. Incredibles 2. No one. Black Klansman. Laura. One. one the, vote. the favorite. Yes. One. Taylor. Bill one Street. Vote. I'll vote for that. Two. Two. Allie and Adrian. Ooh, fight time's coming. The Old Man and the Gun. No one. Beast. No First one. Man. Beast. Oh, Katie. One for Beast. First Man. And you were never really here. Alan Chandler. So we're so two, 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 two and two. We're in a deadlock between what? Beale Street, Street and. Beale Street. So yeah. I'm happy to use one of my selection selects for this because I think the score is that fucking good and you were never here. It's like one of the main reasons I love that movie. He's going to use a veto. Adrian's going to veto. Adrian's going to use a veto. <laughs> it goes to a vote of everyone who wasn't involved with those. There's <laughs> <laughs> no stacking, sadly. <laughs> People want... What was the other one we're talking about? Bill Street. Bill Street. Or so you were never here. You can't vote. Nobody can't who vote. voted. None of those four people can vote. Okay. Uh, but... Did anyone see both? Has anybody yeah. seen the film? Yeah, I haven't seen it. It's going to come down to public opinion. How convincing have we been? <laughs> well, I've seen one of them. Yeah. So I'm going to vote for that one. Yeah. yeah. And that doesn't feel fair. That's I mean, it. life isn't fair. That's true. <laughs> so why don't we just call it a draw? Al is trying to gain <laughs> no. people to his side. No. I do I'm in the Alex favorite. is the executive on this one. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, do oh, you like to join the Can we get a ruling? Has anyone? Out of those two, the one that I would go home and watch right now, which will be the winner, would be Beale Street. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Bill Street yeah. wins. I mean, it's an excellent score. It's just not like progressive. Sorry, like, you were never win. really here. Is like didn't, it didn't win. Progressive. Bill Street's beautiful. Incorrect though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> best male actor. We've got Wacken Phoenix for you and over here. We've got Ethan Hawke for First Reformed. We've got Hereditary Boy. Peter has a name. That's his uh, character's name, not the actor. Someone from Sorry to Bother You. I don't remember who is. Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a little underdog. We've got We've got Malik. Uh, what's his face? Rami Malik. Thank you. Uh, Aragorn from Green Book. <laughs> <laughs> and someone called Dick. Christian Dick. Bale. There you go. Okay. And Nick Cage and Mandy. 
Oh. Yes. <laughs> Katie, are you fucking chilling me? <laughs> no, he's not. I'm fine. Oh, I'd, 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 go, right. uh, I'd vote for Nicholas Cage. I'd vote for Lucky Stanfield. Are any of these we can just take us for away or just or John from. David Washington? All right. Yeah, uh, jo- wait, John David Washington and Black Klansman. I know I'm him. Oh, Black Klansman. <laughs> just Denzel. baby Denzel. Uh, Ethan Hawke first performed. <laughs> One vote. Hereditary boy. No votes. Sorry to bother you, person. Special select. Yeah. You can only use that one time. Oh, wait. I thought I was just voting. No. Oh, no. 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 Oh, just a vote. Oh, okay. One vote. A vote. Uh, Tom Cruise. One, one vote. One vote. One vote. Uh, someone from Black Klansman. Wait, can do, how many votes do I get in this category? You can... One person. Uh, one vote. Nick Cage is going to win. What is it? I'll vote for him then. It's a shame we could have won. <laughs> Malik, oh, that's Malik. a good point. Wait, wait. Two yeah. votes. Two yeah. votes for Malik. You would have been evened out. How many votes for Aragorn? Oh, yeah. The character. Didn't you already vote? <laughs> Didn't you already vote? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm thinking of was the Lorther. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix, who you're never really here. Two votes. Oh. Dick Cheney. The, oh, the person. Uh, He's uh, really good. Can, oh, yeah, I can't. So what do we got here? We had two. We got t- you never really here again, and something else. Rami Malik for what was that for? You seem to only remember your own opinion, Mr. Al White. I don't know what is going on here. And deadlocked. So it's deadlocked. Is anyone vetoing? Is anyone's happy to do a veto or to use a signature select? I'll I mean, change my vote if that I'll helps. Change mine. <laughs> yeah. That works. You can change. You can change. Well, on those two, right? On the tie. I mean, on those actually, two? I was yeah. going to vote yeah. for the person in the movie that I haven't seen, so that's probably not a good idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't let me change that's my vote. That's just contrary. Yeah. <laughs> I just I'll really like Rami Malek. Okay. Sounds like you want to You guys don't feel passionate enough to veto that? No. no. All right. Joaquin wins. <laughs> Best female actor. So let me just check. Because oh, I think I had something else. <laughs> no, no, that's right. Yeah, we got that's be so um, hard. the girl from Beast. Yes. We have Hereditary Girls. Two of them. Tony Collette, Collette. and the lead girl. Uh, we've got the girl from Leave No Trace. We've got the girl from Eighth Grade. We've got Chloe Moritz from The Thing with the Stuff. Camera and post. Thank you. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy and maybe the only vote she'll ever get for potentially winning something. But true. Rude. Uh, every female in favorites. <laughs> yep. yep. That, that's that's more specifically uh, Rachel Vice for me. Yeah, can we really uh, can we narrow the, that and down? The queen. I would say mo- I would say Olivia Coleman. Yeah, queen. Olivia Coleman. Okay, yeah. Olivia Coleman. Olivia Coleman. Olivia Coleman. Okay. And then we got Olivia Blunt for something that I don't really know what's going on. Emily Blunt. Mary oh, Emily Blunt. Not oh, yeah. Mary Poppins. Emily Mortimer. The girl from Beast. Three. Three people. Three wow. Beast. Uh, hereditary girl Tony Collette. Hereditary girl. <laughs> Nobody. Leave No Trace Girl. Nobody. Eighth Grade Girl. Nobody. Chloe Moritz. No one. Melissa McCarthy. No one. Oh, we're about to get some aggressive. I don't think it nominated. Aggressive <laughs> at voting. Uh, Emily Blunt. One uh, person. One. And For a quiet Olivia place, something. Olivia Coleman. Olivia Coleman. Three votes. Three. She wins. Tied. No, no. The problem is, is no one has seen, seen the be- favorite, and I haven't seen. We Beast. haven't seen Beast. It is well, a problem. Yeah, it is a problem. I have seen. I have seen the favorite. Oh, you have seen. I have seen both. 
The favorite has three ladies in the car performances. Yeah, I agree with that. Fido and Nat. So now it comes down to the people who have not voted for either of these two, which is Achara, Laura, and Alex. I haven't seen these films. Have you seen Pink Show? Olivia (laughs) Coleman. Yeah. Yeah, you just got to go on blind. This is the point. Oh, I just get to pick. Wait, which ones are the favorite? Beasts are the favorite. Also, would you like twenty dollars? It's a favorite. I choose. I was just looking up Olivia. I choose Olivia Coleman because I think she's a great actress. Olivia Coleman wins. She's multiple queens. She's so she is. She's multiple queens. She already won, guys. She won. She won. Yeah, I'll vote for her. She's. She already won. She already won. You come. Emily Blunt is my close second because she had so much to fucking do. And, she, and what? Yeah. And Mary Poppins! Why do you keep forgetting this? Well, Quiet Place <laughs> was, was she was getting incredibly quiet good. Yes. 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 Place, yeah. She gave Very birth angry. while being silent. Yeah. Really, really she bad actually idea. did it in the yeah. movie. <laughs> All right, guys, we're one. Much like Tom Cruise. Actually, you know what? Let's just do the next one that hasn't got uh, any other votes. Most bewilderingly well-received film, we have Venom. <laughs> Yeah, Venom. Yes. Done. I, I refuse one. to vote for it. One. You want to put Patty? Oh, I there's Star is Born. I put that. Yeah, I put Star is Born. It's too late. No one said stuff. Venom is one. <laughs> <laughs> and it is the correct answer. Yeah. <laughs> Most underappreciated film. We actually have seven, well, eight votes. I think we all agree on them, though. Death, Death of Stolen. Death of Thieves. Yeah. Is there one that wins? Like, yeah, the, the one, one, yeah, one that he forgot to put on the list. Yeah. So that's the one. What did I forget to say? Den of Thieves. Oh, sure. No, but like, no, but like, <laughs> underappreciated, we're looking really for like the most critically and publicly. Like, one can be heavily in one, but ideally we want both. That's like, so then it's totally underappreciated. Uh, so we've got Old Man and the Gun. I feel critically that was loved, but publicly underappreciated. Den of Thieves, how did that do? Uh, critically not loved, public loved it. Okay, public loved it? Yeah. Okay. Bill Street. It had 50 Cent in Critics it. love Bill Street. Yeah. Mm, general public don't really know about it. It was really good. Leave No Trace. Critics liked it a lot. Public don't really know about it. Solo. Critics were mixed with it. Public hated it. Me Beast. Too. Critics loved it. Uh, public didn't really know it happened. Uh, the Rider. Again, critically loved. Public didn't know it happened. Death of Stalin. How did that do? Critics liked it. Critics liked it. Yeah. So a lot of these are critics liked it, but the public didn't respond other than Solo and Den of Thieves, which are the two. Not even well. Solo's not even reverse. But Solo's hated by a lot of people. Who around here's table has seen Den of Thieves? Taylor. <laughs> Proving my point, I want to say. We're not going for least watched. We're going for like underappreciated. It but is. people who've seen it's it have appreciated it, you're saying. Yeah. Our yeah. argument with Solo is that we don't feel anyone's appreciating when they see it. That's our argument. But it's just hard to win with you because you've seen it and hated it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but God. It was that's terrible. everybody apart from you two guys. And yeah, Christina uh, Christina. Christina. I liked it. And, yeah. and Haruka okay. loved it. Solo. Haruka loved it as well. There you go. This is too opinion-based for me. It's not, you, you can't, like, fucking, like, actually... I can do what I want. It's in my podcast. Okay. <laughs> it's what? It's not a good category. Let's let's all agree on that. Solo wins. Well, we're solo wins. I was inventing this category for someone, yep. so we could have an argument with people. And it worked. Solo and wins. And we won. Solo wins. I'll give it to Den of Thieves as well, just to placate this man over here. Thank you. Solo and Den of Thieves. (laughs) Jerry Butler does great work. Most underappreciated films of 2018. That's fair. That's all our Twitter account's going to say. I also think Willow is a really underappreciated film. (laughs) 
Willow, Willow? Willow. I agree. Wait, from Willow. Okay, we're into it now. These are the best films. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four. We've got twenty-four films. Um, we need I don't to know if you did it intentionally or not, but you did count Solo, which I put in there. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. It's one of my favorite films. There you go. Okay, great. Uh, but uh, we have twenty. Whatever the films I just said, twenty-four. Whatever. We've got to get down to ten. So let's just cut some out straight away. Death of Stalin. Yeah, yeah, uh, not the best. Good. I haven't seen it. It's out. But I would put it Out in of my dogs. top. No, not the best. Nope. Oh. From the top ten. Yep. All right. You're oh. never really here. Oh wait. I will kill you all. <laughs> you can keep it. Thank you. A quiet place. Keep it. Keep, keep, it. keep it. Okay. The writer. Keep don't it. Know. I don't know. Cut it. Infinity War. It has yes. to be. It just won an award. <laughs> <so. Yes. laughs> Beast. Keep it. First reformed. Keep yes. it. Solo. Kill it. Yes. I'm willing oh, to kill no. it. Out. It's yeah, going one. It's not the best fucking film. I snuck it in there, guys. I snuck it in. Where's my personal list? It's in our personal best film list. Probably top ten. <laughs> it's top my three. ninth favorite film of the uh, year. Yep. Wow. Um, top ten. It's problematic. The top ten. What do you say? So that's problematic. Yeah. Hereditary. It's not. Yeah. No. No. We didn't really get into Katie and Ali how much they I hate know. I did not like this movie. <laughs> okay. And I love Tony Collette. She's amazing. Isn't it? She we'll leave so it for the moment. We'll see how many we've got left. Okay. Really leave no good. trace. Please leave keep it in. It. It's so good. Uh, eighth grade. No. No. If it's it in, in it's now. towards the end for me. Yeah. Okay. I'll put a bracket. Sorry to bother you. No. Yes. No. That is cemented in because he's already used this mm-hmm. thing earlier. And I have well sorry. Played. I've written down here. Sorry to Taylor bother you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Spidey. Yeah. Yeah, I get in there. Yeah. It was one of my favorite films this year. The favorite. Yes. yes. It was the favorite. Yes. <laughs> the Miseducational Cameron Post. I'd say yes. I love it, but I don't know if. I don't think it'll. Not enough I don't people think it'll make seen it in the top ten. Black Klansman. Yes. No. Yeah. No. I mean. I didn't really like it, but it's not. I thought it was good. Be a top. It's not the best yeah. film. I don't of think year. it'd be in the top ten, but it should be in everyone's top ten. <laughs> I don't like it. I love and this I bit. Really I really genuinely don't like Beckley as a director. <laughs> well, I'm putting brackets on it. The Old Man and the Gun. It's yes. really yes. fucking great. I haven't even seen it and I see Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. First Man. Yes. No. I don't know. It's more like Last Man. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh. I, I really want to see this movie. Bit. I'm just I'm hungry and tired. I hate space. That one. Mid-90s. <laughs> kind of true. Yes. Yes. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. No. You're a liar, Ali. <laughs> I love it, but it's not in my top ten. Yeah. Four of us. Yeah. Not enough. Not enough. Okay, you're all wrong. Mandy. No. Oh shit. She's holding up her her. Exactly. You do it. And then what happens? We both. Oh, if- should be in the best film of the year. Only the people who have seen it. Only the people who have seen it You're should not be able to vote. Again. We don't have the vote. I was told that I would get high if I watched it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Why haven't you watched it? Exactly. <laughs> well, Aaron, so numbers. Who wants my name in the top 10 films of the year? Taylor, Taylor, Taylor. You're not having it. Okay. That one's it. Yeah. Wonder Woman of this year. Well, we have four knots, so it doesn't go in. Oh. <laughs> uh, Roma. Oh, oh. Yes. yes. Yeah, of course. Nice. And Beale Street. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 
it's really good. That's good. So we still have some Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So I got anything in brackets, I'm just getting rid of it. All right. Okay. Okay, now. Take spray black clams when the first metal wet. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Oh, so shit. Six more pills. This is where it gets painful. Ah, can I just tell you sorry to bother you? I mean, you can, then it goes to book. I would agree with that veto. Wow. You use your veto? Yeah, I'm going to use my veto. Okay, now it's going to go to vote. Uh, you two are not allowed to vote. Who wants sorry to bother you in the top 10 points? No one. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it. I, would I have also seen it, and I don't know. I wouldn't put it in there. Yeah. All right. Sorry, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Dunkirk all over again. <laughs> no. Sorry, that uh... bothers you. <laughs> <laughs> Say it in the mic. All right. I'm going to take our camera close. Um, all right. So now we're at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Has anybody oh, seen Beast? 14. No. Who's seen Beast? No. I'm going to video it. <sighs> Breaks my heart. Well, what we should do now? But there's just going to go to a vote and no one's stop this it. podcast and go watch it. No, no, I what agree. What we should do now is we're going to go around the table and quickly say, from what's here, I appreciate everyone's favorite film the year may not be here, but what is your favorite one? I think just watching everyone's favorite one. Okay. Oh like, so only oh vote on one film? Yeah. Okay. So you and everyone. We can probably just agree that Roma is so number one, right? Well, until three minutes. Okay. Yeah. You would never really hear my favorite movie, and no one's going to watch that. Okay. But I want the favorite. I just don't think it can win. It's strategic voting. Stripped. So you're lucky in a quiet place. Yes. Okay. The Rider. No one's Take the Rider. Well, we're going to. Why? Okay. Uh, Infinity War. No. Uh, can I veto? I'm saying Wait. Beast. Uh, first reformed. Oh, it was really good. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That's so good. <laughs> Adrian's. Adrian's trying, but uh, Hereditary. <laughs> Leave No Trace. The Favorite. Yes. <laughs> the old man at the van begun. Mid nineties. Now we're being smart and locking in. Roma. Me. Shannon. <laughs> Bill Street. <laughs> uh, some people have voted. I was just saying quiet place. Yeah. Okay. Well, now you guys have voted. You get to vote smart. Yeah. Locking other things. We've locked in. You have yeah. a quiet place. The favorite. Mid nineties. Beast, first reform, Roma, and that's it. We've got three more. Um, which means you two. Sort of Out of what? I'm going to say Street. You're going to say Bill Street? Good choice. So, what you've got left with the old man and the gun, Leave No Trace, Hereditary, Spider Man, Infinity War, and The Rider. Oh. Have you seen any of those? <laughs> Spider Man and Infinity War. Those are two solid answer. choices. Those are two good choices. Yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah! Yes. <laughs> Controversial. Didn't win our best comic book of the year. Yeah, <laughs> but it's in top ten. <laughs> so we got room collectively for one last film. The Rider, Infinity War, Hereditary, Leave the Brace, The Old Man and the Gun, and that's it. Thank you, Rob.
I've only seen one. Oh, she's already got it. There's only nine of us. It's not like the pickle room for one. Oh, that's right. You've got an appointment by the way. So, go through the one that's up. The rider. Anyone? Nope. It's out. Infinity War? Nope. It's out. Hereditary? I know why. I don't. I think they're all. This is yeah. now a top nine. Well, exactly. I have one. I would vote for me, so I would. I mean, for Ali, the old man and the gun. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Not much content. Hello. <laughs> uh, we had a little glitch because we've been recording for so fucking long, and one of our well, one of our setups with four mics dropped out. Yeah. People fought, cried, laughed. Um, and, blood and we decided Paddington Bear 2 is the best film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Congratulations. We, well, okay, so we're not going to go through it. We're not going to pretend to do it again. But we went through a grueling process that made absolutely no sense. And we have our top 10 films, but in no order, of 2018. Which are Bill Street, Roma, Mid-90s, The Old Man and the Gun, The Favourite, First Reformed, Beast, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, A Quiet Place, and You Were Never Really <laughs> I noticed that you ended with You Were Never Really Here. As if it's the best film of the uh-huh. year. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. Uh, unfortunately, Mandy didn't make it. Let's that not talk about it. me in the heart you just, my time. You just don't have to bring it up. You just not I know, say those things. More fun too. Um, honestly, really fucking good list. And I, every single film on there... Other than the first, other than the favorite, I've seen all those and I love them all, and I'm sure I'll love the favorite. So, well, I everyone. haven't seen Beast, and I'm Just looking like forward you to love it. Mandy. Everyone should watch all these films. Honestly, I think they're all great. And thank you guys for for fucking swarming through that. Honestly, I just enjoy like I forgot we were recording for a bit, as noted when we weren't calling out how many people were voting (laughs) or recording but it's just really nice to sit and go through the whole year and just realize there was for me this was a second half year that first half i completely agree not much not many nominations Mm -hmm. end of this year tons of good content that's when i stopped watching movies yeah not as strong as last year i don't think though i agree i'd have to go back and check but i really loved like my my top i've got 20 films that i loved this year and 10 that i really really love but yeah so we'll um, uh, do games one coming soon. <laughs> well, let's just, just keep rolling. <laughs> we'll hopefully have some sort of games one. It might be 20 minutes long and just us talking about what's our favorites. Right, maybe then. not doing it like this and just going to need some We can still go through month to month. We just won't stop as much. We'll just go really quick. Okay. All right. We'll have a games one. It will not be four hours long. Um, <laughs> and also stuff with things if you want our personal list then you should follow us all on our own social medias because we'll maybe some of us will post some things on there it's gonna be a short list on mine but sure i'll post something good <laughs> um, <laughs> and also please go to weirdgeeks.com weirdgeeks.com where you can so, uh, patch up to all of our social medias you can also go to and listen to all of our old shows by going to itunes and typing weirdgeeks and subscribe and rate that's the only way you can help us out we don't do patrons so don't do banner ads and we're not going to sell you any what alex jock socks and cock enlargements no, <laughs> we'll give you those for free <laughs> oh. okay, okay right, right. Yeah. Well, socks well, jocks well, and cocks i'll start right. the research every day <laughs> We won't sell you any of that stuff. Um, so if you do subscribe and you do rate us, that means uh, a whole bunch to us. That's the only way you can support us. But you can also support us a different way. You can support us with the stuff that we're putting out. We're a production company right off London, LA and Tokyo called We Are Test Late. We just did our first film called Starfish. And if you go to starfishmixtape.com, then you can find out what's going on with the film. You can see a little teaser for it. You can find out what theaters it's going to be playing at ne- uh, this year in 2019 and any festivals and digital release and all of that fun stuff. Uh, I'm Mr. R. White on all the social medias, M-R-A-L-W-H-I-T-E, and also on Xbox if you want to play some pony riding 
with us in video game stuff. Mm. Alex. Yeah, I didn't really contribute to this podcast, but you can find me on Twitter <laughs> and Instagram um, at Alexander Chard, A-L-E-X-A-N-D-E-R-C-H-A-R-D. Wow. He did it backwards last time. It was very <laughs> Well, it took him like two minutes. But no. <laughs> it took me 30 seconds. <laughs> D-R-A-H-C-R. <laughs> I don't contribute to most of these podcasts, but if you want to find me, you can find me at the Tiny Chef Show on Instagram, and you're welcome. That's, That's you. a like, Ali. Exactly. You're in many of these podcasts. Yeah. You're in like I know, several I'm in franchises. Them. I said I don't contribute. Yeah, you fucking do. By being you're in the, them, you're, you're contributing. You're doing right now with me and yeah. Alex. And we're having a ball of okay. a time. Come join Guys, us. Guys, you're better off just finding me at the Tiny <laughs> Chef Show on Instagram. You're welcome. <laughs> Oh, hello. I don't come here often, but you can find me <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram at Achara Kirk. Uh, at Taylor Morris, or just not at all. Either is good. <laughs> <laughs> um, at my dearest Watson on most things. In case you can't hear her, it's at my dearest Watson. Can't be fucked. Again. Food. Can't be food. <laughs> yeah. That's the lady uh, to go to. Laura. Uh, Laura Dromrick. Most of my recent posts are about Mandy. <laughs> we get it. Uh, I'm at Shannon Hollander on Instagram, and I don't come around often. But when I do, it's great. <laughs> I am at Six and Suave. I have to look at my phone to know what it is. But S I X U M S U A V E. What is the meaning of that? It was a nickname my friends gave me when I was like 16. Okay. You get such a nickname. It's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> we have time. Uh, we have time for a long story. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in a few days with the best games of 2018. Until then, we're out and geeks. Geeks! geeks! Happy New Year. Oh my God. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Oh, yeah. Let's eat pizza. Bye.